Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. The Pump of Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's live Monday, January 7th, 6.02 p.m. Pacific. Anaheim 1 is in the rearview mirror. Thank God we can focus on actual racing. We don't got to talk about the Nets or the Chick-fil-A or, or Pulp Max Fantasy stuff or anything else, we can, well, we'll talk Pulp Fantasy. We can just talk about the race in Anaheim and all that happened and everything else. Uh, looking forward to a great show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Steve Mathis. With me uh, shortly will be Daniel Blair. Uh, he has have flight problems, but he will be here shortly, and uh, we really appreciate that. That's uh that's Rocky the Basset Hound right there in the background, so we thank uh, everybody for that, letting him know that he's there. Uh, we have a great show lined up. I'm looking forward to uh, talking to all of these people. Justin Barsha will be on, uh, Monster Yamaha rider who won Anaheim, won his first win in almost six years, everybody. Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, He'll be on. Dean Wilson was maybe the story of Anaheim one leading 14 laps. And, uh, oh man, he was actually terrific on his rockstar Husky and he's a privateer this year. Kind of, sort of, we'll maybe dive into that. Uh, looking forward to, uh, to talking to Dean and figuring out what, uh, all that his stuff and it's a bit of controversy with his, one of his sponsors and NBC slash Feld. We'll dive into that. Jacob Hayes will be on the cycle trader, Yamaha rider, uh, a great ride back in a supercross after a year years of arena cross uh he is a uh, top 10 rider in Anaheim, and i think a real surprise for a lot of people so we'll have jacob hayes on glad he's coming on at one point i think he hated my guts because we we're bringing up this travis preston thing with him probably try to smooth that over and then get right into uh talking about his great ride and return to supercross uh, thank you, everybody who's on Patreon. Uh, really appreciate it. Patreon.com. You can go there, sign up for Pulp MX, and uh, we'll give you a little bit of uh, early access on podcasts and a discount on fantasy and T-shirts and anything else, man. Uh, so thank you people for doing that. Uh, Pulp MX app downloaded as well. Our guy Marks is making some uh, changes to it and some improvements. Pulp MX Fantasy is underway. Thank you, everybody. The res- scores results will be posted soon. And also to the Yamaha raffle we are doing to help the privateers. 100% of the money goes back to the privateers. It's an LCQ challenge, and uh, we're happy to do that for everybody. So please check out PulpMX.com for that. We have the BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment. Race Tech ran of the night. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. I want to thank all the guys that are with us from BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, brand new guy for this year. Thanks to the folks at EVS for coming on. Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, also new this year. Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, WUSA, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Honda World Downey and Ride Engineering. Thank you, those guys, for coming on. Uh, all right, Colt Nichols won the 250. 
class. We'll talk about that. RJ and uh, Adam Cincerillo got into it, RJ Hampshire. So that's interesting to talk about. Uh, so we have plenty of stuff to uh, to get to um, when it comes to this race. Uh, so Daniel Blair's not here yet. He's coming in. Flight gets in right about now. So he'll be here shortly uh, with me, joining me uh, in studio to talk a little bit about Anaheim. He was on the floor shooting photos and everything else. Uh, Canada's best photography. James, listen more. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. Just hanging out in Vegas with you for probably, what, year 10? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Jess Pettis, Canadian. Killed it. Killed it. Uh, top 10? Yeah, you got 10th, right? Yeah, 10th. Yeah, 10th place for Jess Pettis, so old Canada. We were very happy about that. Yeah, led in the uh, heat race, too. That was cool. Um, got a little lucky, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, I mean, you take what you get, right? Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and then... Uh, you just got absolutely soaked. I'm still absolutely right now. <laughs> soaked down on the floor. I was great in the press box, so I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to. I was fine with that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, welcome, listen more. You'll sit in for a little bit. Uh, like I said, Daniel Blair coming up from Main Event Moto, Eagle Grit, and of course NBC Sports also. So all coming up there. And uh, yeah, it's exciting times. So let's get into some analysis from Anaheim. Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Please check them out on the web. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not too much. Just uh, you know, I'm the I'm the catch-all for Daniel Blair when he doesn't make his flights. I will be the guy that fills in. I would like you to make this uh, very well known to okay. him when he arrives. <laughs> I will do that. Absolutely fantastic. First, first Carmichael, and now me. Right, right. Um, hey, so did you watch back the race? The, I have not watched the race. No. Okay. Not, but I I watched it. Honestly, it was raining so hard that I made a break for it, and I didn't have a poncho, so I watched most of it on TV anyway. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I feel like I was, I was watching. I might as well have watched it twice. Yeah, so your your daytime program, like Kiefer, or d- night well, early night no, program. Because I was, I I didn't get the uh, the joys of my own home, mm-hmm. but I also didn't get to watch it live either. So yeah. I was watching whatever they decided to show on the Jumbotron, which sucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. How was the Fly Racing debut, Supercross debut of Fly Racing as a uh, huge part of Monster Energy Supercross going forward? Uh, it was great. Um, you know, we we had a lot, of, a lot of work ahead of us when we decided to do this deal. And, and I think the contract was signed um, maybe early January last year. And, you know, when we left that meeting, all of us kind of looked at each other like both uh, really excited and both very nervous about how much work laid ahead. So to go through a whole year of prep and then see all of that pay off, you know, on uh, on Saturday, um, it was only the beginning. You know, we have a very long term deal with Feld, but uh, I was excited, man, just to hear the people say how cool everything looks and how great it looked. I think, uh, you know, not for me, I wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that much work, but for guys like <laughs> Max Steffens and, you know, Craig Shoemaker and Terry Baisley and, and really the, the core group of our company, this has been a long time coming. So uh, super exciting day. I know we're excited for more and uh, just, just, uh, I think it's just the beginning to be honest. We got a lo- yeah. long way to go with this deal. No, it was cool. We're doing a live uh, show from the fly racing pits uh, at five o'clock. Um, we'll be there this weekend uh, doing it again in Glendale. So that's always fun. If you're at the race, come check it out. You, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, we're gonna do we're gonna do these obviously uh, every week that we can. You know, there are a few rounds where it's not really viable. You know, Minneapolis with the pits and Detroit. There's gonna be a few where we can't do it. But for most of the rounds, please come over, find the Fly Racing WPS area. Um, there, you know, Fell does a great job of funneling people in that that direction if you're coming into the pits. Uh, but yeah, five o'clock each week. Uh, Weege, Steve, and I will uh, yeah break down practice. 
uh, preview the night's racing. We'll have riders over there. Um, but really, you know, the idea is there's really nothing going on from that five to six o'clock hour, mm-hmm. kind of a dead time. Yep. And for us to get a chance to add some entertainment and it doesn't, you know, obviously doesn't cost anything. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I'm excited. It gives us some fan interaction and, uh, it's just something different that really hasn't been done. So yeah, it's been fun. All right, let's get into the race a little bit. Obviously, uh, Justin Barsha won, um, and that's really cool for Yamaha. It's really great for Justin. He's going to join us tonight, which is cool. Um, but the RJ Hampshire, Adamson Cirillo incident in the 250 main event, what would you make of it? Well, I mean, that's kind of the 250 class, right? They don't uh, – I think they, they shoot first and ask questions later, yeah. typically, in yep. that class. So, you know, with Adam, he was kind of all over the place, to, to be fair. You know, we, we all love Adam, right? Like, he's, he's hard not to like. But he was a bit all over the place in that main event. And you've got to know, man, when you – Usually when you start something with anybody in the 250 class, you're usually going to get it back. Uh-huh. That's just how yeah. these guys are. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't know that Adam really went in there trying to pick a fight. But, I mean, RJ, RJ was ready to respond. And obviously, you know, Adam paid the price for it. So, you know, my word of advice moving forward is something, you know, I, I've shared many times on many of your shows is, you know, having enemies or starting incidents with people doesn't, usually pay off yeah. you know i think uh i think jason anderson was was one of the um kind of a, exceptions to the rule like that guy doesn't have any problem starting stuff with people and and he was your champion last year but by and large for the most part having enemies or starting starting stuff with people usually just ends up costing you in the long run uh absolutely you're 100 percent right right it's uh it's hard to win a title when everybody's gunning for you, and especially in a short, uh, in a short one, in a short series. You know. Yeah. So, well, there's just yeah. there's no escaping right. it over the course of a season. If anybody wants a right. shot at you, they're going to get their shot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, no big deal if you're if you're going to be a fifth or tenth place guy, or whatever. No big deal. But if you're going for a championship, you just can't you can't afford it. Like you cannot afford a night where that guy took a shot at you and it cost you a bunch of points. Like it just yep. doesn't work. Um, do you think this win? Look, the conditions helped Barsha. He was fast anyways, but the conditions helped him. He's good at this stuff. Um, yep. Does this propel him to be into the mix, you think, going forward? I think confidence-wise it does. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think he knew he would be good, but let's be real. He hasn't won a race in six years. So I don't really care what he says, but deep down as a racer, I, you know, I did this for a long time, you know, and, and you raced too, Steve, and most people out there can, can understand this philosophy. Deep down, he had to be wondering too, like, can I, can I win? You know, like, can I beat Eli and these guys? Yeah. Like, I know I'm good and I know I'm fast, but man, it's been a long time since I've won anything. So I think mentally, you know, they, as they say, it only takes one to kind of open the floodgates. So I wonder now with as good as he is at starts and he, he knows how to do this, uh, is that going to change it mentally where he's like, hey, if I get the whole shot, like, uh, good luck to you guys trying to pass me because yeah. I'll knock you yeah. three rows into the upper, you know, in the cheap seats before I let you by now. Yep. Where before, before I think he fought them off, but I think there was always this sense of inevitability that maybe they were going to get around him at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see that anymore. I think yeah. you're going to see a more determined and more aggressive Barsha than we've seen recently. Uh, Jason Anderson had a very poor race. Uh, I 
Talked to a guy. Got off of, a guy left a voicemail. Uh, he told me who he was. Didn't want to play the voicemail on the air. Told me what he does, who he is, and said 100% chance Scuba uh, from the Rockstar Husky team and Jason Anderson came to the hospital uh, with holding an arm or a wrist before you know a few weeks ago. Right. So and, and I heard maybe the that's same it. Rumors. Too. Yeah, I heard the same rumors too. But this guy kind of verified it. I believed him. Yeah. No. And when you watched him on Saturday, uh, you know it. Totally made sense, right? I think uh-huh. uh, both Anderson, Anderson and Marvin showed, you know, the sure, you know, telltale signs of some sort of injury, soreness, time off the bike, any variation of those, right? So, uh, you know, I think uh, we'll have to just see. You know, when that's <laughs> that's kind of the tough position we're in is we don't really have any facts. You know, this sport yeah, is yeah. so silly yeah. with all the secrecy. Yeah. So we are, you know, if you don't want to fill us in, then we're left to make assumptions. So at this point, after a, a poor day where he really wasn't fast at any point, he didn't look aggressive, he mm. wasn't able to even keep people behind him, then, yeah, I'm going to assume something's wrong. Uh, yeah. right, you know, whether that's yep. right or wrong, I yep. don't have any more info to go on, so I'm just going to go with that. And uh, Marv, I talked to some people that were sort of behind the scenes a little bit. It wasn't a great day for KTM, Marv, and, and bikes, bike setup as well. Didn't, didn't go well. Yeah, but... I hear that. I I hear you on it, but you watch Webb. He was fantastic, you know, in the main Mm -hmm. event anyway. Baggett was the fastest qualifier. So, you know, he was obviously feeling it after time qualifying. He was super excited. That's the first time he's ever done it. The first time for that team they've ever done it. And I just don't buy that. I I am 100% more inclined to think that he hasn't ridden and tested enough. And and it's not like he was – five seconds off the pace or even two seconds off the pace. He was just that little extra one, two, three percent off the pace that you, you don't have if you're not prepared. And it's not his fault. I mean, he's hurt. What do you want? You know, but yeah, he does. Well, if you take, I think he's fine now, but he was off the bike hurt. Yes. Right. Yes, but yeah. I think that, that prep time that he missed, you know, if he missed a month or whatever the, the time frame was, that's going to show up somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he'll get better. I think, you know, that's that was a very poor round for him, and I think he will continually get better. But to me, if you just say the bike setup was wrong, I don't right. I sound like you at this point, but that's not what I got out of the day at all. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see going forward uh, how much that affects Marv and Anderson and whether they can uh, pull it off a little bit. Let's get to some phone calls here. We have uh, some guys on the line. 702-586-7857. You can always call the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We're going to give away a set of Fly Racing Light Hydrogen gear tonight. Give away a Firepower Chain. Maxima Pro Filter Kits. Uh, we got a lot of stuff. So, and, and I won show, everybody, so we're ready. Daniel Blair coming yeah, up, too. I want to, uh, what? as you're listing those sponsors, we need to uh, give a shout-out to all the WPS reps that are in Boise this week. It's our national sales meeting. So, oh, cool. Uh, yeah. There, it's obviously the some of the sponsors you just named are very WPS-oriented, so I want to say hi to all those guys that are all in town where I'm at, too. Okay. Uh, awesome. Let's get this phone calls. Uh, first up, let's see. Eric, Eric, what's happening, man? How are you? Hey, Steve, what's going on? What's 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 up? Uh, not much. Hey, great, uh, great racing this weekend. I just wanted to ask, uh, what uh, a percentage pie? How much credit do you get for Blue Crew success this weekend? I mean, I'm not going to take too much, like maybe seventy five, 
right? Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to be all of it, but yeah, I mean, I switched to Blue Crew, and we had a great race at Anaheim. Uh, swept the uh, swept the two classes, top two, two fifties. Plessinger was good. Yeah, Eric, absolutely. I was going to give you a little bit more, but uh, a little more credit. But I think seventy five is good. Yeah, well, you know what? Let's let's be modest, man. So, um, thanks for the call. Good. Appreciate it. Thank All you. All right. Have a good night, guys. Thank you. Uh, what do you think, JT? Should I get some credit for that? I don't know if you deserve any credit, but okay. uh, they had a hell of a weekend. I okay. think uh, I think Plessinger was was ready to have a horrific night, and then it started raining, and then he turned it all around. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Exactly. He was, he was loving it. Uh, Greg, what's up, man? How are you? Greg, you there? Oh, yeah. We're here. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Good. I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, this year seems like the package, like the TV package, seemed like it was A1 was better than the previous years. I don't know if it's maybe I was, you know. NBC Sports, or, maybe a bigger role yeah. for Daniel Blair, our co-host here coming up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I know before, like in the years prior to, like last year, my girlfriend, she she hated Supercross. She hated all the gaps, and she hated uh, – Maybe it was Jeff. I don't know. But it seemed like Carmichael did a pretty good job, you know. Yeah. And uh, everything was streamlined. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I watched it today. Uh, it seemed okay. Um, not, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Uh, I didn't see a whole lot of difference, but sure, let's go with that, man. Really? I guess it was just me, huh? No, it could be. I mean, yeah. Let me sit down and review it more. I'm so used to watching it. I, I skip the post race. I, I skip the interviews. I kind of skip through the bullshit. I just want to watch the races, right? As, as, gotcha. For for when I do it, so I don't sit down in front of a TV on a Saturday night. Um, you know, I will at some point this year because I'm going to miss a couple of races. But yeah. Well, maybe maybe it was just me, but I thought maybe uh, you know. All right, man. People thought just like I did. I don't know. Okay, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, what about you? Let's more your view from the floor, photographer. You don't see the race as much, but what did you see, or if anything, down on the floor that caught your eye? Yeah, you don't see anything down right. on the floor. But, That's but, the but you see corners, or you see after the race altercations, or things like that. Yeah, not really. You see you see what's right through your lens, and usually there's a jump in the way, and then you go back and watch it on TV, and you're like, I don't remember any of this race. But, uh, yeah, there was uh, definitely... It seemed like there was more passing in some of the spots in, like, uh, past years at Anaheim. You know, like okay. the track was a little more technical and probably yeah. the rain, too. So yeah. you definitely saw more guys banging into each other in corners and stuff like that. JT, I like the track. Good job for the Dirtworks. We always hammer the Dirtworks guys. I mean, it, it, we don't always, but we do quite a bit if, you know, things are lack of imagination or aren't that great or whatever. Uh, for Anaheim 1, they did a good job. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to think that we're fair. They would probably object. Oh, they to would that totally object. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. I, I have no problem giving them credit when they deserve it. And yeah. they absolutely deserved it this weekend. You know, I think where we've come in on it is just, hey, we want to see we want to see stuff that challenges the riders. You know, the, the bikes are faster than ever and more capable than ever. So you can't come out with the same track design that you had in 1996. You know, that's it's going to be too easy for these guys. You know, the skills have evolved, the bikes have evolved. So get creative. You know, you have, let's say, three to four months minimum before you have to actually put anything out. Uh, You know, that's the kind of stuff we want to see. We want to see a really tough double-double out of an over-under bridge that really challenges these guys. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying it's easy to come up with that stuff, but, 
you know, that's the stuff we want. And, and when you come out with a great track that challenges guys and is difficult at A1, you deserve all the credit. So great job, and I just hope we see more of that. Do you uh... – I just want to see more dirt. They need more dirt to build more things on the track to me, 100%. Just bring in more dirt. Buy more dirt. That's how you fix yeah, okay. more, tracks. More dirt, too, but I don't need to see flat straightaways and, and really easy, like, just stutter yeah. bumps and stuff. Like I, That's not what I want to see at all. Why didn't they buy more nets? They only had one net again. I don't think they need it anymore, though. No, but they buy it in other, it, in other places. Need it anymore. Well, no, but in other places, maybe, you know? Well, I no, but I don't. That layout didn't. I think they have what four of them. Yeah, but they need more. Yeah, well, it's cool to see that. Okay. I mean, even though we yeah. got all that rain, like they were still jumping everything. So, yeah, you know, it could have been like Seattle where it's just a roll fest. But at least on a track like that, it's impressive to see them jump. Yeah. in those conditions. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what I think the big difference was. Uh, I think the dirt had been in there for a few days. They rode on it on Friday, and they rode on it all day Saturday. So it was really packed down. And yeah, that dirt, once it's packed, it's rock hard. So it yeah. didn't have a chance to soak into it. And then it was, you know, so basically it was kind of running off and it got greasy, but there was no absorption at all. So I think that was what kept it from being just a complete, you know, mud bath. Yeah, it's not like when they tarp it and then pull the tarp off yeah. and it's soft. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Exactly. Uh, thanks to the folks at Firepower for coming on the show. I, we mentioned them last week. Uh, passion-driven, product-focused, rider-tested. Uh, they make batteries and chains, lithium batteries that were used by KTM factory teams. Uh, also, too, a chain that, you know, basically it's the same as the high-quality Japanese chains. It's less expensive. Uh, very good batteries and chains. Uh, we might be supporting some privateers here shortly with it. Uh, but premium uh, lead, acid, and lithium batteries save you cash, superior performance, uh, this stuff is uh, a lot better uh, pricing. Uh, 120 bucks for a battery, JT. The Firepower guys have been doing well with sales. Yeah, it's obviously a brand near and dear to my heart, but, man, they're growing like crazy. And when you look at the quality of product and then you compare the, you know, you go through all the things and the product's great, and then you finally at the end look at the price, to me it's a no-brainer. Uh, I personally bought stuff from their brand and uh yeah, I love to see it growing because I know they're they're doing a great job. Well, you don't need any batteries for your bike. Sure I do. I for my for my street bike I do. No, your RM bike. I mean, your RM army. Don't need Oh a- yeah, my my RMZ 450 I don't, but for my street bike I have a a firepower battery inside it right now sitting on a battery tender. Okay. All right. Just checking. Um so one of the big things we're going to talk to Dean Wilson about tonight but outside of leading 14 laps, what is going to happen with this his sponsor ignite it's a you know it's a cbd am i screwing that up cbd no, cbd 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 yeah. i'm gonna write that down um cbd sponsor uh i checked out yeah. by the way i checked out their social stuff and they're not doing a great job of getting away from the weed aspect of the company you know what i mean so well I, I, uh, the weed aspect is where the money the real money is for them i think okay I think that's, that's, that's fine that's fine but yeah. when you, you can't be claiming like hey we have nothing to do with with weed this is a, a hemp oil uh you know a cannabis that's or whatever true. what yeah, that is true but, true but but yeah. but yeah, you, yeah it's, it's gonna be an issue no, i'm saying sure. you're i i think what you're saying oh okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Claim right, right. to be only cbd when that's not the case yeah so <laughs> like they they do lots of things they do also do cbd i get it yes but right yeah. So how, how's this gonna how's this gonna shake out? Like how's this gonna work? What's gonna go? Dean had to cover up the logos. They're giving him money. Yeah, uh, I'm interested to see where it goes with NBC. I think honestly, you know, uh, Ignite and Dan Dozarian, who is the owner, 
they got more publicity and more exposure than he could have gotten any other way. If he wins the race, he doesn't get as much exposure as he has gotten because they refuse to show it. I, I, I firmly believe that. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been talking about it. It's on all the message board. It's on. It's all over social media. Even Dan posted himself. He's got 25 million uh, Instagram followers. He posted about it himself. Yeah, he blew out NBC uh, Sports. Yeah. Yeah, so, so from that perspective, it was a huge win for them. Yeah, they got blocked out, but holy cow, did they get a lot of eyeballs on it. So if I'm them, I'm over the moon about it. Um, yeah. I think I think it'll be interesting to see what decisions are made because I know NBC can't be thrilled with all the negativity they're receiving, you know, in the last 24 hours because they're just getting hammered on social media for blocking it out. So, but, but I don't. I guarantee you there there were a lot of phone calls today, dude. I don't think NBC would care. There's Supercross is such a small thing that they do. They're not going to give a shit about. But you can't just get hammered by thousands of comments and not respond. Like, there has to be some sort of conversation about it. Yeah. Whether anything changes, yeah. I don't know. And, and from what we understand, but, everybody, it's not a Feld thing. It's an NBC TV thing. They don't want to advertise in states. Yeah, there, that there's some me. sort of legal ramification uh, where, you know, it's it's against state law, and some states do have any sort of marijuana association, and then there's a, an age limit in some states as well. So there's a lot of things where you can't be advertising marijuana in some states, and with it being a national broadcast, there's a lot of gray area there that's I don't yeah. think they've fully hashed out, if you will. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. We're going to talk to Dean about it. Um, coming up here shortly on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. But yeah, I was doing a little bit of research for the show, and I'm like, wow, these guys are not scared. Um, they're not really saying like, hey man, it's just just some, some medical, you know, for joint pain and... <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. So, well, what, well, what is the law? Someone, someone's like got to go with that in a press conference or somewhere. You got to say, "Have you guys hashed this out yet?" Yeah. Yeah. Good but, point. You know, like because like cigarette advertising is illegal. Like, is there yeah. any sort of law governing this? You got me. Even I mean, yeah. It. I, I know there's a law about NASCAR guys showing that kind of stuff on their cars. Yeah. So that's why. But I, was I don't curious. know how they yeah. cover it. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, years ago in Europe, they would just ban, ban them in certain countries, but you could race the other countries that were fine, you know? Uh, so Dean was MotoGP, it's okay. Yeah, MotoGP, it's fine. Daniel's on the phone for JT. Daniel, what's up? Uh, what's your question for uh, Jason Thomas? Hey, JT. So I noticed that uh, all the WPS stuff was blue, and so was the new Supercross logo. So was that intentional? <laughs> I would love to tell you yes, but no. Um, you know, WPS as a company, their official, you know, logo has been blue for, I couldn't even tell you how long, but Supercross just changed theirs this year. Uh, and it, you know, it was a surprise for us. It was a surprise for everybody. So all the marketing materials, everything had to change. So, nope, just, uh, I think they, everybody agrees the color blue is awesome. And I think Steve would, would jump on that as well. Luke. His, uh, affiliation. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we didn't have anything to do with that. All right, Daniel, anything else? Mm-hmm. Nope, that's it. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Uh, Kurt's on the line. Kurt, what's happening? What's your question? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Um, yeah, just uh, was curious. Do you think Dino might have uh, kind of, like, tightened up a little bit too much too soon? Like, obviously, the other guys were catching them in faster, but do you think maybe it started to get into his mind, like, oh, shit, I'm out front? And Very, very possible. Like, what do you think, JT? Yeah. Mental energy kind of like sucked out of him. What do you think, JT? I don't think so. I honestly think he was okay. Um, you know, I think he he got into some lappers and got roosted, and I think just honestly the water, the uh, just the rain got yeah. his goggles. Because really, if you looked at it, he didn't have a lot of pressure. You know, even if even if Barsha gets him, 
no big deal. Like he's been passed by Barsha before. I mean, you got to remember this guy won a national championship, so he's not going right. to freak out if just Barsha passes him. I don't think he could see because if you look at how much time he lost and how how far he went backwards, I think he just couldn't see, and he was just trying to get to the finish line as fast as he could. Cool. Uh, yeah. Hey, Dude, shout out to him. Yeah, awesome. It, it was uh, it was great to see. He's going to be on here right away. So, uh, cool. hey, uh, you got a bike, Kurt? Yep. You want a you want a firepower chain for it? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's fifty up to fifty percent uh, cheaper, uh, less expensive than the competition. Go ahead, move forward, ride with firepower. Stay on hold. Marks will get your information. All right. Thanks, guys. No problem. Thank you. Happy to give you a firepower chain. Um, oh, by the way, in the corner, producing the show, holding things down, getting Dean Wilson on the phone right away. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Can't talk. Got to go. Right. We yep. ha- we uh, we we fixed our stream. Right. The audio stream's good. Sure. Facebook. That was Facebook Live. On. They, they say it's okay. Okay. All right. Maybe your uh, your Apple TV I, was messing with it. I think it might have been. We, we were need stre- to, we, we need a hardwire for sure. We were streaming the race. Yeah, and we Might have done something there. Uh, so people can check that out. Out. Uh, Pulp Mex Fantasy. Marks. Uh, how was your weekend? <clears throat> Got to go. <laughs> good talking to you. <laughs> the scores are up though. Scores are up, yeah. And you can see your league results, top 50. i got to fix the thing so you can go past that. But uh, Okay. Um, and as far as my score, not so great. Not what'd, so great. What'd you get? Um, what, was it 164, 168? <laughs> JT, that's so bad. Dude. JT. Honestly, at that point, it doesn't matter. One, 164. <laughs> I'm still surprised he doesn't get a perfect score every 164. week. 164. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was in like the the bottom three percent of people or something i think that's proof that marks doesn't rig the game yeah right there like if i want like yeah but i mean i don't know it sucked for that and for other reasons so moving on um yeah absolutely let's get dean on the phone we'll talk more about it later jt what'd you score uh 274 all right 282 uh 262 i think all right yeah, I think the, the 250 team was pretty self-explanatory. Uh, Hayes was good. Blows, were, Blows was good. Robin, Jerry, Robin did it. Uh, and then, you know, one of the good all-star guys. Like, well, I had Pettis. I think he maxed Yeah, Pettis out, right? was I enough. Think, yeah. I don't think we did a great job with handicaps. Uh, I think most teams were very similar in the 250. Mm-hmm. There yep. were, you know, yep. if you weren't really Jerry obvious. Robin or you went Pettis, those yep. were the big variables. Yep. But there were a lot of similar teams. But, but Liz, Liz had a point where, like, so Hayes is an 11, a, a 10 and, yeah. and Pettis was a 9. Yeah, like, Pettis was sketchy last year. Made one main, sure, or maybe two. Hayes is like a veteran arena cross guy. Like, that should have been flip-flopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not the reigning Nothing big deal. It's one, yeah. one. It's a one, a one. But, yeah, you guys handicappers jt i tell you what oh, well the only reason i think we went with that is because hayes has never ridden a supercross before ever so he, yes it was it was easy to say in hindsight but you but, know when you've never raced before we try to make the handicap a bit bigger so hayes never raced a, a, a supercross you're out of your mind dude no i don't think so oh okay outdoors but i don't think he's ever raced supercross all right um all right everybody well hey jt thanks for uh, thanks for coming on buddy appreciate it we'll bring you back on for x brands in a little bit all right yes i'm good okay okay thank you uh flyracing.com please check them out on the web uh vertex pistons pulp mx show 2018 if you want to save with vertex pistons get a two-stroke a four-stroke high compression replica gp stock configurations uh vertexpistons.com they're an oem supplier to ktm husqvarna and more exotic brands like beta and gas gas every two stroke ktm and husqvarna comes with a vertex piston in the engine from the factory so thanks to uh, those guys for making it happen vertex pistons speaking of husqvarna's bringing you our first guest on the night this man was probably the talk of the pits 
on and off the track for things. Uh, a fantastic race uh, in Anaheim. Uh, fourth place. Let's get him on. People's champion, Dean Wilson. What's up, Dino? Uh, not a lot. How you doing, Steve? Thank you for coming back on. We, we've had you on a bunch, no but problem. lots to talk about with you. So, um, yep. so was Grandpa Earl happy? Uh, Grandpa Earl, uh, he expected more. He expected more to last five. He expected more, man. Yeah, that happens. Those old timers, you know. Um, look, well, yeah. that you actually you help my question because my question at the top of my page for you is so many positives. Fourteen laps led, privateer effort. Uh, great things to talk about, but you didn't end up on the podium. Uh, lappers didn't help you near the end, but. I mean, it's, I think it's 95% positive. Is that what you're coming from or, or what? Yeah, I mean, I think it was a great day. That's that's a really good day. You know, qualified second. Hoshati Ma, he led the heat for a bit, got second in that, and then Hoshati Demain led. And I just, uh, I, I wish I had like a remote where I could just rewind back <laughs> and change a couple things. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it kind of hurts because I feel like I could have and I should have won it. Could have, should have, would have. Yeah. But I feel like I should have won it. Um, I was in the perfect position for it. Um, and we're, I, I ran into some lappers and then when I messed that double-double in the middle, mm-hmm. the problem, what what happened was I, I was committed to double, but like I made, the rut was getting real choppy and I made a mistake. So I backed out, but then I was on the right side and I don't know if you could see this on TV, but if you rolled it, you could double the metal part, yep, but yep. you have to be on the left side to do that. And I was on the right side, and it was muddy, so I had to go roll, 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 roll. Uh-huh. And I did that twice. And I did it once when Malcolm came up on me, and then I did it when Barsha got close. And then when Barsha was double-double and I rolled it, he was right behind me. And then I went quad-quad after it. And I kind of like got a little bit of a gap mm-hmm. again. But then I ran into Lapras right there, and then someone went down after the finish. I went on the inside of them. He went outside, and then he got me the next turn. And then from there, like, yeah. oh, I was just, I, like, ran into lappers, tossed the goggles. Yeah. And then I came, I looked back, and I was just hoping, like, it's one of those mud races where it was, there was a bit of separation, uh-huh. and then I seen Eli was coming. I'm like, <laughs> I was, I told myself, I was like, he is not getting this. And then I crossed her, I think, and then he passed me. I'm like, oh. He's and not then, getting like, this. Oh, wait, yes, that, he is. <laughs> Yeah, and then by the time I hit the tunnel, like, and then whatever, like, I looked and he was he was just on a mission. I'm just like, come right. on. Um, I was looking. It at was your... almost the perfect fairy tale story. It man. really was, dude. It, it was. Uh, and everyone was. Yeah, we were in the press box. We're like, dude, he might win this thing. He might win this thing. Like, look at his lead. Like, like, yeah, it could have been an amazing story. But hey, let's do it again, right? I mean, you qualified second when before the rains came. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, well, we got. 16 more tries. Yeah. Uh, um, that's, you had a, yeah. I was looking at your lap times. You had a 111, like, near the end. Like, uh, was, that wasn't the double-double or the single-single-single lap, I don't think. Did you have a close one? Did you have a big one? Or do you remember it? Dude, uh, I mean, there was a few moments out there. Because <laughs> I was trying to jump everything still. And then, ah, uh, you know what it would have been was that rhythm section before we went under the tunnel. I messed up one lap, and I rolled that. Oh, yeah? Okay. I rolled that um, section. So... Yeah. It was really rutty, so if you messed up a section, it really yeah. – you, you were lost like two or three seconds right there, and then, it, you know, if you um, do the double-double, that was a lot of time lost, too. By so. the way, for the uh, yeah, for the mistake. for the 75th race in a row, the guys work, working the blue flags didn't do a great job. 
Just just want to point that no. out. Just for that that that's they're on a consecutive streak of not really knowing what's going on. The guys with the blue flags, they keep it up, guys. They're yep. they're doing a good job. <laughs> um, so hey, so yeah, it was fantastic, man. And uh, like I said, you were the story for many reasons. Um, your bike, I noticed you didn't have the fifty two on fifty two millimeter forks on. Was that by choice, or is that something? Is that the only thing that you kind of can't get to replicate your bike? Right. That was all that was available to me was the four eighty eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Huskies are known for more flex. So the 52s, mm-hmm. I think make it a bit more rigid and with the four eights, they say it gives it more flex, but dude, to be dead honest, my suspension was unreal all day. And I don't know, maybe the four eights could be better. Maybe it's better for me. Sure. Um, but I'm just, that's what I was given and I'm just working with what I got. And I feel like, I don't know, they, they felt really good. So, um, Thank, thank God you're back on social media now, by the way, too. You took that break. Hey, listen more. You took yeah, a break. It was, I was, it was good for me. It was good for me. I wasn't in all the gossip or reading what anyone else was doing. I was just strictly trying to get everything well, ready for, like, Supercross. Like, dude, I my pets, my van wrap, uh, organizing parts, ordering parts, my gear deal, my boots, my health. Like, everything was – dude, it was – December was gnarly. Like, <laughs> yeah. But there's only like people that are around me know like mm-hmm. how gnarly that was. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a lot on my plate, but that's why I just got off social. I wanted to focus on my training, my writing, and everything else that was done. Because, you know, I'm pretty much my own agent now. So I talked to all the sponsors. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it okay, was crazy. So- but. We made it happen. I saw you at Glen Helen. We had you on the show. You you rode a Yamaha and a Honda. You tried all the bikes. Uh, Rockstar Husky obviously you know didn't have room for you this year. And then yeah. you're riding a, a Rockstar Husky basically. Uh, how do, I just want to let's back up a little bit. So they provided they're part of providing a bike and parts. And it, as you talked about, it's pretty close to your old bike. I myself, Dean, might have told those guys to pound sand because you know they let you go, but. Yeah. You, you didn't, and so how did that come together, and how is that? So this is how it all happened. So Rockstar were really the ones that only ones that stuck behind me. Okay. Um, and so I was trying to figure out what bike I wanted to ride. I spoke to Mitch Payton. I was really close with Mitch, and mm-hmm. you know he's like, just try the bike, see what you like. And then my plan was Mitch was going to do everything, and yep. Um, you know, so with whatever bike I picked. So Rockstar stuck behind me and they're like, listen, you know, we want you on a Husky. Husky is, you know, Rockstar Husky. Yep, like, of course. Work together. Yep. We want you on Husky. I said, that's fine. I like the Husky. Okay. So that's, that's done. We're mm-hmm. going to write Huskies. So then Mitch was going to do all the Husky, mm-hmm. all my stuff, because he did Chad stuff last year. So he had some specs that we could have did. So I was going to do that. And then, <laughs> and then Husky were like, We'd really prefer you to use FMF because they're the global brand for sure. Husky. So I said, okay, but <laughs> who's going to do my engine? Because yeah. the thing I liked about Mitch was it's a one-stop shop. Yep. It's my suspension, my pipe, uh, triple clamp. Everything. Yeah. Like everything. So I was like, okay, so I'm fine with that, but I, who's going to do my engines? So Rockstar pushed and Bobby Hewitt helped a little bit and they're like, okay. Here's what we've got for you. We've managed to get you factory service engine and 48 mil forks. I said, okay, perfect. That's sweet. Okay. So yep. 
that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, no, I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's the story. So, you know, Rockstar, honestly, Rockstar made a huge push for me. Yep. They, 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 that's why I, I plugged them and I have a lot of, you know, respect yeah, yeah. for them because they really stuck behind me mm-hmm. uh, when I didn't have anything. And then Bobby Hewitt was also a big help. Um, Scuba and, you know, like, honestly, yeah, yeah. the whole Rockstar team has been a huge help. So. Right. Anyway, so. Yeah, I was. Do right, so you want me to answer your next question about Zach Spike or no? Uh, yeah, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Thank you. Want me you. to just keep it flowing? Keep it rolling, okay, well, bro. <laughs> all right, so, so um, obviously I heard like a little whispers of maybe Zach is being hurt and yes. whatever. But to be honest, it like bummed me out because I've worked so hard all month to get all this stuff done. Got some awesome sponsors on board. I mean, we like literally we've made it all happen. And then I get a text from Bobby. He's like, hey. Um, I want to talk. I, like you said, like, do you have a minute to talk? I'm, dude, like, I'm at the track right this now. Is, um, but I just had that gut feeling of what it was. About. Right, dude. You're so, you, you are like a jilted lover. Like you're like they're, <laughs> the, your your girlfriend has just dumped you and then just calling you, still calling you, and still texting you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me come in after writing. So I go in and I speak to them, and uh-huh. dude, I honestly like I, it was really really good, and it was cool because they said, listen, we know how hard you've worked on your deals and you know Zach is going to be out for however long and then he'll be back and then you'll have to be back to your deal um you have to give up your two of Escondido sponsorship that um you know two of Escondido took me back after you know being on the team and I didn't want to give that up because they've always been a really great sponsor to me yeah um and then he says uh we've been watching you over the past months you've been working hard we really like your program, and you just look good. You look comfortable. Yeah. We just don't want to. They don't. They don't want to just ruin, like mess up my whole yeah. vibe program, you know. Which I thought was really cool. So I don't. I don't, uh, I don't like any of this, to be honest. I don't like any of this. Just fucking keep you in the first place. If Rockstar loves you and they love you <laughs> and you're working hard and you did so well last year, put you on the fucking team. That's it. Oh shit! They, what? The, what? Literally, they're out a mechanic salary and travel. Like they can handle that. Like, anyways. Right. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. I just. Sorry. Okay. All, all right. right. Did you get it? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. All right. So, so then they said, um, okay, so we're we, we're going to be able to help help you a bit more right now. I was like, okay, awesome. So they're going to prep my bike during the week. Uh, That's cool. Yep. And kind of oversee my program. They're always there for me. So they've been an amazing help, and yeah, that's where we're at. So, um, you know, Kazak's going to be back, you know, yeah. so, soon enough. And I like my program, and that's where we're at. So, you know, it's, my bike's good, and you know, they're helping a lot. So uh, it's all good. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for Dean Wilson? Brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Uh, I'm sure Hal will be calling in very shortly. Here, uh, Pulp Mech Show 2018 to uh, save with Vertex. Um, so obviously, like I said, off the track, you were a talk to uh, Dino with the Ignite deal. Uh, you brought Ignite on to help your program out. Couldn't run it um, because of the uh, NBC guidelines. From what we understand, Feld told you that you had to block it out. Uh, that's a bummer. Uh, the owner of Ignite blew out NBC on social today. Um, obviously, you're not happy about it, but where are we at with this? Did they say, hey, we're going to try to talk to people to let you do this, or where are you at? So, yeah, I mean, honestly, the whole deal, like, um, obviously, Ignite came in. They wanted to support me, and, you know, 
that they're they're a really big help to my program. Like they've yeah. they've funded some money and they're they're a big help. And they're supporting you know, they, like when they told me um I couldn't run the sticker or my, my logos, I just tried not I didn't really cause a big scene or anything. Uh-huh. I said, Okay, whatever. Because the Ignite guy was there, the guy I deal with okay. and so I mean meeting with Feld. But Feld says it it was because and NBC can't have it on their TV. But Feld were awesome. Mike, is it Maui? Mui. 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 Yep. Yeah, he was super nice. All Feld, like, no hard feelings or anything. They were like, hey, listen, we yep. we, we don't care about your pet setup, blah, blah, blah. It's mm-hmm. all good. It's fine. You know, um, but Feld, NBC just can't have it. So it's actually kind of funny because um, the, the Ignite guy who I deal with was there, and he's a super, super nice guy. And he's like... Um, hey, let's just chill on it today, yep. blah, 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 and we'll figure it out. Yep. So I was like, yep, no worries. So he just wanted me to focus on my racing and stuff like that. So the next day he told Dan why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dan, Dan seemed really went, chill with it, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, he Dan went, yeah, ham on social media and whatever. <laughs> but that's his deal, honestly. Like, I'm super happy to have him on board, and I want to keep them, and it'd be a shame for NBC to kind of ruin it for me. But um, I'm I'm not getting involved. I'm honestly just racing and focusing on my program, and that's yep. it. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to get involved in any bullshit because no, for sure. I feel like I've been doing really well. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Dude, it's a tough deal because we were talking about it today uh, before you got on and on the review podcast. I can see both sides. Like, I'm the first guy to jump that Feld's throat or, or, or anybody else. I can, but I can really see it because legally in some states, it's not legal. And, and so I can. It is legal. It's I, legal everywhere in America. CBD is legal everywhere in America. Okay. All right, I didn't realize that. I thought it wasn't, but anyways, okay. So Ignite CBD. I know. It says it on my hoodies, on my T-shirt. I know. If you look, it says IgniteCBD.co. Right. And that's where you get it. Um, So I'm Ignite CBD. People thinking I'm Ignite Cannabis when I'm not. I'm Ignite CBD. But you're right. It is a very touchy subject, and I was always the same type of person. But, you know, I really do think CBD is a great product, and it gets, uh, it gets, thrown in a lot with the uh, cannabis side. Yep. Uh, but CD, CBD is very beneficial. I know plenty of team managers that take it. Not got THC in it. Yep. I've been tested yeah, yeah. on water about eight yeah. times taking it. Um, so, um, no, I understand. It's, it's something that's still just not, it's just, you know how it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still not fully accepted yet, but someone's got to break the barrier and make it happen and they're willing to support me. Yep. They're great people. So, um, yeah. So, and we'll see what happens. You're back with O'Neill. Um, I know you weren't so stoked with the other gear company not being, uh, you know, there for you and 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 all that. You but you're back with O'Neill. Um, they've really been really good to you. That's cool to see, man. Yeah, uh, you got to be excited about being back with those guys. I follow them on social media. I know some of the guys down there at, at O'Neill, and they're super stoked, man. They, they're they're big fans of you. Uh, I wasn't surprised to see you sign up back up because I know they really like you. Yeah, no, really, really good people, and I'm really happy to be part of the O'Neill family. Um, yeah, just just good, loyal people. And and at the end of the day, as I'm getting older here, Steve, you know, yes. great yes. hairs are coming in. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. loyalty is uh, goes a long ways, and just good-hearted people. So, um, yeah, I'm really happy to be with them. Man, it looked really good, too. Like, 
he was one of the best guys all weekend. The gear, yeah. just the whole yeah. detail. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, I don't want to spoil it, but right now Dean has been nominated for a lit kit for this weekend. So I don't want to. Did you spoil it or not? Well, I, oh, I guess I, I guess I did. You just got nominated. We'll see what the people vote, but you've been nominated okay. for Lit Kit. Okay. Um, we got who, some... who else is on here with you? Uh, that's Alyssa Moore. Uh, th- oh, okay. I thought it was Kiefer. No, no not Kiefer, but but the man who just walked in is my real co-host for tonight, Daniel Blair. What's up, man? Oh, there you go. Southwest Airlines punks, yeah. dude. Yeah, punks. Um, Daniel's a big TV star now, so I was thinking maybe you're private. Jet, what didn't get in time? Nah, next week. Okay, next week. Right. I got. I ordered one this week. Okay, yeah. I, uh, I called up Dan Bilzerian, and he's getting me one, so we're <laughs> right, good. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's get some phone calls for you, Dean. As usual, when you are on the show, fans uh, like to talk to you. First up is Brian. Uh, Brian, what's up? What do you want to talk to Dean about? Hey guys, how's it going? Hey Dino, how you doing? Doing good, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, so I get there early, watch free practice. Uh, I see uh, the number 15 up in P5 in free practice, and I'm like, okay, all right, we got it going here. Mm-hmm. And then first qualifying session, you're, you're P12, and I'm like, all right, you know, guys are getting a little faster. And then that second qualifying session, the very tail end, bang, Dean Wilson, top of the board. Boom. And then very last second, you you, you, you pull out uh, P2 there. Yeah, Baggett got I'm him like, on his last right. lap. Yeah, Baggett's last lap of the I'm day. Like, yeah. all right, Dino's, Dino's for real. Dino's for real. And then, of course, you know, that second qualifying, uh, you know, when the rain was coming down, it just seemed like, I don't know, it just seemed like you were gi- driving with a little slippery conditions or something because in the main, I think you were one of the only guys sending that 244 on that third baseline literally like every lap, dude. I just want to know, like, what goes through your head when when you're in those conditions out in the front like that? I mean, you're probably thinking about all kinds of stuff, but I just want to know, like, you know, did you feel more comfortable with that line, or, or you know, just what was going through your head? Yeah, I, I, it's funny you said that. Like, I thought everyone was doing that behind me, so I was just sending it, and it was not that bad, honestly. Like, if you got the drive for the first one, you were good because you had the momentum for the second one. And obviously landing in the mud was a little bit sketchy, but the hardest was that double-double in the middle because if you did that, that was like three seconds right there. It's almost like mad skills if you get the section perfect. It's like <laughs> right. three seconds right there. That's what that section was like. So, yeah, the double-double in the middle was really tough in the rain. But then the next section really wasn't that hard for me. I, I just, yeah, I thought everyone else was doing it. So, um yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure you were you were like the only guy doing it every single lap, and I think only one lap you came up short. I think maybe it was about the time you threw your goggles away. You came up way short yeah. and almost lost it. But uh, yeah, man, I was yeah, I was right. up there in third level of the stands, just screaming for you, man. I was so pumped, and I'm just happy. I mean, P4, man, you got to be happy with that. Yeah. He's yeah, it's good. Yeah. Very good. I'm happy with it, but I've put in a lot of work. And I, I always work really hard in the off season, but for some reason, my mental state of mind just feels a little bit better. Um, thanks for the call, man. Year. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, guys. Thank you. Listen more. Did you see Andy there? Yeah, yeah, I saw Andy. Oh. Andy, he said I, he said I lost weight. He looked good. Usually, I went he says I'm the, fat. So I went good. by the pit. The only person <laughs> I really want to talk to over there is Andy. That's it, because Andy's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't see him. So. Yeah, Damn Andy it. is awesome. Um. Let's get more calls for you, Dino. First up, Alex, what's up? What's your question for Dean Wilson? Hey, Dean, what's up? And Steve, all you guys, what's up? What's happening? What's your what's question? Up? All right, uh, Dean, uh, I just got a quick question. Um, you know, I just wanted to know, 
how the transition was going from being on the team to now not, and how, was it tough, and what you have to go through, and how is it different? Is it tougher, easier? Oh, it's tougher. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of work. It's like, oh, it's just, it was nonstop all of December because it was like, it's honestly the hard thing about being a privateer is the running about you have to go, you have to do. You know, like I'd be done riding, then I'd have to go to W to get wheels, and then you know um, I'd be ordering clutches from Recluse, and then I'd be going to emails, and like there is a lot that goes into it. Um, just a lot more work, a lot of stress. So that's what one thing about a factory being on a factory team. You literally ride, train, rest, and that's it. Where I was doing everything else but at the same time i think it was good for me in a way because i was mm -hmm. learning a lot i was learning how to talk to sponsors and you know like i can always talk to sponsors but when it comes to actually contracts you know that was kind of gnarly for me but um yeah, did you it, get it was good for me in a way as well i wasn't just sitting there overthinking everything i was too busy to, to think about stuff you know like i would go to bed and i'll just hit the pillows because i was so tired and then i'd get up and start writing and training again so i was like I think it was good for me just because it took my mind off of, like, my writing and training, you know. So. Sure. Hey, Dean. It's a lot more work. Um, yeah. You mentioned that, the work that has to go on, and kind of it's almost like a natural distraction having to deal with that stuff. But I got a question for you. I know when you went off social media, right, that was in what? Like December 1st. December. Yeah. My yeah, question is, and I, and I want to start a new theme. Steve, I heard you talking about how the media doesn't ask the best questions and writers don't answer the questions. Yeah, I'm right? going to get to that. But okay, because yeah, yeah. I got one for Dean, and yeah. I want to ask a, a real question, and I want a real answer. Dean, are you on board? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, here it comes. <laughs> so when you said you were going away for a month because you wanted to work on things and whatever, what did you work on? Like, as far as a writer, you break yourself down. Where where did you try to get better? It's not like – I know you're not just clicking laps, but where did you, yeah. as a writer, get better? Because it showed – on Saturday, you were, you looked better. So, what did you work on? Like detailed. I think it. I think um, social media, like it plays more with your head than you think. And there's a lot more information out there that, like, you just don't really have to see. Like, after the first like five days, it was like I was a drug addict. I went to go click on it, but I deleted the apps and it was gone. <laughs> so, there's just like okay, you know make it you're, you're you're for one i was on my phone 24 7 i was scrolling i was being unsociable yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also all my friends didn't believe i could do it and i'm like i'm one of those people like well, if i say i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it so um i think for my mental state of mind it was the best thing for me i wasn't worried about what ken roxon was doing in florida i didn't know what anyone else was doing but myself and i think that is the, was the best thing for me you know i wasn't scrolling on Instagram, watching laps of all these dudes, do, you know, doing their, and you know, yeah. what I would usually do. I just <laughs> wanted it just, I want to do any, like, I just honestly want to do everything I possibly could to make me the best I can be from Supercross because this is the second time I've been a privateer and I'm not going to freaking, you know, it's almost, I almost feel like it's a bit of a last shot type of thing. Like this is my last shot, you know, or, I'm going to have to find something else because it's it's a lot. I work my butt off training and writing and being a privateer for the rest of my career. It, it's not really ideal, you know, like sure. It's fun and it, it's going good right now, but my, I want to be back on a factory team and I want to, you know, put in good results. So 
the reason I got off of social media was because I just wanted to get myself the best chance possible to do the best I could, you know. Yeah. So that was just one distraction, so I just gave it up for a bit. How about getting along with your chick? Because I deleted Twitter and Facebook, too, like three or four months ago. Uh-huh. My wife said it was just too much. She's like, you don't even talk to me. All you do is look at your phone. And it was yeah. like... I don't know. We didn't really get along as good after I got off the app because then we had to, like, communicate and talk. So, like, for you and your chick, do you guys get along better? Or is she like, get back on, man. You're bugging. No way. She was enjoying me being on social media. She was, it's like talking to a wall when she's talking to me when I'm on yeah. the phone. But to be honest, like, what kind of substitute you that a little bit? I was on YouTube, and I was watching a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts. That was kind of what. <laughs> What took uh, its place a little bit was not listening. Uh, to, not listening to Pulp MX podcasts, clearly. So, who, um, hey, who do you, Dino? Who do you who do you like on Rogan? Rogan, uh, I'm curious of your style because he's got he's got a lot of different style of people on there. What what what's your what's your I mean, taste? It's just so interesting. Like I thought that Elon Musk, like dude, that dude's a, a freak in nature, man. He's like, yeah, we're just going to build. We're going to fix the traffic. Just build under the ground and just build tunnels. <laughs> and he's crazy, and then. Um, I don't know. There's a few good ones um, on there. Update, update everybody on publimex.com on the bottom. You can vote for LitKit. Dean Wilson currently leading 53% of the vote right now. Dean Wilson currently well, he leading. He was the cleanest, that's yeah. for sure. Currently leading the LitKit award. Um, so we saw, obviously, Paul Parabinos, a good friend of mine, uh, yeah. wrenching for you. And uh, I, I mean, I'm glad for, I'm happy for Paul. I guess I was next. I don't, was I after Paul or like, you know, were you thinking about? Uh, I mean, I know you have. Uh, you know, being on the 15 machine for a while, but I do remember like Bud's Creek or something, plastic falling off the bed. <laughs> it was a muffler, and it wasn't my fault. <laughs> it was a muffler, and I didn't forget it. <laughs> Damn it. I can't believe it. What's it like, though? Paul's going to help you for a few weeks here, and then what? what's the plan, or what are you going to do? Well, pretty much like my little team is uh-huh. me, my dad, Sam, and Paul. So Paul's only there for the first three and then after that, Sam will just take me to the line. And people that don't know who Sam is, he's someone that's honestly helped me since I was on an 85. Okay. And he's, um, he's like almost like my, he's like my writing coach. And he's like, we really he helps me with my technique and lines, and he just helps me all around. Like he's he's just someone that I gel with and work really well with. And so he just. Honestly, like enjoys it, and I think he's a really big part of my program. So he cool. would go down to the starting line with me if Paul leaves, okay, or when he leaves, and it would just be him and my dad. So right, well, that's the whole deal. Is like I just want to keep it small, compact, you know, not have too many people just you let, doing what we're doing. And, you let and me know as well. if there's an injury to anyone. You let me know. I'll be there. Okay, perfect. Okay. All right. <laughs> he does not sound he does not yeah. sound like I'm getting he, the call. He sounds like he's being really nice right, right now, right. and that's about it. 100%. No, that's awesome for Paul. We might give him a call later, actually. Uh, he's driving <laughs> to Phoenix, I think, or something. So I said we might yeah. give him a call. Yeah. Uh, Jason is on line three. Jason, what's your, uh, what's your question for Dean Wilson? Hey, Dino, just want to say uh, props on the, on the ride, obviously, and stuff. Um, I was actually calling in about something different. But uh, I had a Dean Wilson story when Marks was asking me. So I don't know. I know you won't remember this, Dino, but in 2003, we were up in Kamloops. And I remember it was the first time I'd ever actually seen someone scrub in person. You were like on a CR-85. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, that's the thing that Gene Stewart does in the great outdoors. 
And, uh, and then also I lent you toilet paper because you went into the porta potty and there was no toilet paper. And I said, hey, buddy, uh, I got you. So nice job. Nice job, Jason. Good work. Um, uh, hey, can I ask a question too? Yeah, you can ask a question. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to ask. Um, I know there's like some stuff going on with the CPD oil and like the Ignite stuff. Where's issues between some of your um, other sponsors? Like, does anyone have any problems with that? I mean, I think it's, like, good. I just started taking CBD oil myself. We we covered it already. or already asked oh, them. Did you? Grab it Sorry, on the archive. No problem. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling. Uh, I feel like Dean should maybe do weekly sh- weekly appearances on this show because of Guts Racing, WUSA, FMF, all big parts of this show. W, of course, the wheel guys, FMF, and, and Guts uh, helping you out, Dino. So they're a big part of our program, and they're also helping you out. So... Uh, good to see. Yep. No. Yep. Great people looking after me. So, it's awesome. Um. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you for the time. Um. Let's. Hey. It was great. Hey, Steve. Yep. Steve, I can't believe Hal didn't call. Hal's in the air. I got an update from Travis Marks. Hal is what? Hold on, Marks. You got? Oh, wait. Hal is here. Hal, what's up? You're all, you're in the air. <laughs> we were gonna let Dino go, but you made it, Hal. I just fucking landed in Oklahoma City. <laughs> okay. Uh, I thought we weren't going to get a call, dude. <laughs> hey, buddy, I won't let you down, man. <laughs> um, plane was on its way to Nashville. He's yeah. yelling, hey, land it now. Hal faked the heart attack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, my heart, bring the plane down. <laughs> uh, what's up, Hal? What do you want to talk to you about Dean Wilson here? If you, if you see me on the news tonight, you know I'm a dedicated guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dean. What made you go with the uh, the uh, cone valve forty eights and not the fifty twos? No, we already talked about this, Hal. We already covered it. Uh, well, Hal, I was at thirty thousand. Bigger isn't always better, man. Um. Any, right. Anything else, Hal? Uh, negative. I'll listen to the show. Okay. Hey, good job, Dean. Oh man, I can't believe you put Hal on the spot and he had nothing. <sighs> Hal, do you think yeah, he had one question Hal, ready? <laughs> Hal, do you think? Dean should get me to spin the wrenches if 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 you know shit goes sideways and he doesn't have anybody. Well, I, I think his first call would be to me, but if I'm busy, then uh, okay, then I would say the second choice would be you. Thank you, yeah. Hal. Appreciate it. Thanks. I Hal. was thinking Hal could be more like team security, you know, just right, right, pet with a right. security shark. Yeah, that'd be good too. I like that. Um, are you bringing? Hey, the, uh, hey. Thanks, Hal. Appreciate it, buddy. See you, bros. See you. Yeah, you knew how would call in. What about are you bringing that stereo to every round? Please tell me you are. <laughs> if you want me to, I will. That's that's that was awesome. That's great. Uh, good work. Um, well, hey man, thank you for coming on. Congrats on the race. Fourteen laps led, and uh, let's let's do it again, right? That's it. Let's do it again. That's right. Sixteen more to go. Fantastic. Right, guys, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dino. See you, bud. Cheers. Bye bye. Dean Wilson, everybody, brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Uh, please use Pulp Mech Show 2018 to save Daniel Blair. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I missed the beginning part of his interview. We were in the car, and I told Pookie, I said, hey, get the show on. I want to hear. And she gets it on, and then she wouldn't stop talking to me the whole way. And <laughs> So I didn't hear what he said well, about did, did all you, the other stuff. Did you backhand her? I, I tried. You, I, I said, Pookie, look, I'm, I, I got to get in the zone here. And she just wanted to talk yeah, and talk right. and talk. So. Pookie, come up here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, so I missed some stuff, but, but is yeah. he running the van all the way through, like uh, I think he if so, he, they could have he could have jumped in for Osborne, but it's got all the sponsors, got everybody lined up. So it's more of that kind of an issue than a. He'll only fill in at Rockstar Husky if there's like a long term injury. Okay, yeah. so not, he didn't not, say not that. A three, that's, yeah, that's not a three week deal, right, and right. then start to tell your sponsors, "Hey, screw you!" And then now, yeah, hey, right. and he mentioned what I did catch when I got here was the loyalty thing. Yeah. 
So that's that's cool. And honestly, man, I know factory rides better, but the way he rode, the way he looked on his bike, the way sometimes it's like, you know what, just ride this year out and do what you're doing and yeah. get those results and then get a two-year deal out of um, it, you know? He, yeah. he looked killer. He's done it before. He can do right. it again. I mean, it's definitely happened. Um, Justin Barsha coming up very shortly here, yeah. folks. Uh, how was your debut on NBC Sports? <sighs> it was good. I mean, it was. It depends on who you ask, really. I mean, I saw on the internet people didn't think it went well. but uh, Well, if you ask my mom and my wife, it was a legendary Ryan Seacrest performance <laughs> okay. from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but personally, I, I watched it back today. Yep. A little rusty on 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 mm. my feelings. I felt there was some stuff, and, but that's detailed stuff. Because I'm, I mean, overall it was okay. Yeah, but I were you I, nervous? Were you nervous? I, no, I don't get nervous, but I there's just uh, some some rust. I don't, I don't get nervous. I don't. It's uh not with that. So it no, it was okay. I'll, I'll go. Um, what, did, what did Stank think? I haven't talked to him yet. I actually haven't talked to him in. I, dude, so long since, well, we, since the FBI thing. I just well, backed away. With, will you stop with that? I because just backed away from the dude. Look, now I, I got to deal with your with your FBI stuff. I know. I know. Off. It's funny because you text me too, and you're like, "Hey, is that real?" I'm like, <laughs> "Come on, Steve. No, you know it's not real." Well, I, I, it could be real, but <laughs> well, no. like it's not like you're talking about a guy that where you couldn't believe that, right? It's not like I'm talking to Dungey, like Dungey. Yeah, he's got yeah. the FBI. No, it's stank. Yeah. So, um, but I haven't talked to him, but he did comment on one of my Instagram posts recently, so I, th- I think we're still we're he's buddies. A, he's alive and everything? Oh, I know he's alive. Yeah. I know. Okay. Oh, no, no. I did talk to him. I texted him a couple weeks ago. Uh, my son has a bike, had a bike coming down from Oregon, and I, he was going up there to get something, too. We just couldn't coordinate the date. So oh, okay. I did talk to him through thumbs. Okay. All right. So. Uh, Daniel Blair here on the show, brought to you by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Before we get to Barsha, though, uh, something you've been in you've been in before a bunch, the show, and we love having you. Good co-host. Uh, great co-host. And, uh, yeah, there we go. Great co-host. Um, but you're, you got your main event moto. Yep. Main event moto. You've got NBC Sports. But NBC Sports. You've also got something that... We're going to help promote this year. That's we're right. Gonna, we're going to work with you and, and really uh, That's right. promote, promote it. My business partner, he's a huge fan of this janky show. Yep. And he wanted to do a deal uh, with Eagle Grit on yep. Pulp MX. I was against it. Yeah. But then, honestly, you know, you know, you know what happened I is... I fought it hard. I, I didn't want to do it, but my business partner, Brian, was like, no, I really like Steve. And I was like, I don't. Um, but yeah. anyways, no. When I was on here last time after Monster Cup, right? Yep, I think so. We talked about it, and I threw out a discount code, and I had to, like, make a call and, like, get the discount code set up, right? Yeah. Dude, we actually, surprisingly, had a lot of sales. We, imagine that. We have listeners. Yeah, I We didn't, actually have listeners I didn't think you show. did, but you do. And so, yeah, we're doing a deal, and we are, uh, we're officially a sponsor of Pulp Man. You know what's cool? I don't even sponsor my own podcast yeah. with Eagle Grit, but I... Fantastic. So, uh, eaglegrit.com. Right. Go there, t- punch in, uh, what is the code? Uh, Pulpamex, one word, no Pulp-a-mex, spaces. Right. Just Pulp-a-mex. 25% off for 25 off for right. everything. And yeah. uh, it's cool, man. I'm stoked. I mean, as a business, we're growing. Our brand is growing. Our product line is growing. And um, it's cool because we, have, I mean, at, at home, we're like a. Do you, is, it, is it true that you actually you squeeze to death eagles to get. The grit no, out of them see, for, that, for cleaner? No, that's the rumor. I've, okay, because I've heard that. I, American Eagles, I mean, they're very rare. No, so we don't do that. I mean, okay. you can't squeeze grit out of an eagle, Steve. I just It's called eagle grit. That's I know, what, that I was know. The no, we take their talons and their beaks and we put oh, it through a grinder okay. and that's the grit. So, <laughs> I, mean, I got it mixed up. Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. I like where you're at, right, but, right, but right. dude, we don't squeeze right, them, dude. Okay, so, so the eagles for the talons yeah, and the beaks. Yeah, right. so it sucks, though, because we're growing. <laughs> that means we got to kill more eagles, so like... They're a rare bird, you know? Eagle grit, everybody. I mean, so hey, support, support America. A year from now, the, the, the product quality might go down. 
now we might have to go to like a pigeon or chicken or something. But <laughs> pigeon grit. Yeah, well, uh, if you see on the news, dude, all of a sudden there's like no eagles up. They're all dead. Well, you know we're doing well. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm pumped right. to be a part of the show. And um, it's yeah, fantastic. Twenty five percent off. And part of the deal. So I'm giving you a bit of a deal to come on the show. But in return, you got to show up in this janky radio show more often. I know. Does right? the deal change? Is I'm late. Yes, it does. Right. Yes, it does. Yeah, uh, so right. you'll, be, you'll be a more regular co-host yeah. rotation, so I'm yeah. looking forward to that. That's cool. I'm, I'm pumped um, to come in. I have fun on here. And um, What are you going to do when we got a bunch of PTO Sports tweet at Travis Seg? Right. Which, people who don't like Ricky, they want... Uh, what are you going to do about those questions? Dude, bring it on. I'll defend my team, man. Okay. I'm, I'm a team right. player. You're a team guy? Yeah, right. you guys keep talking crap. I mean, and you know what? It's like a battle because... Look, I know that I have my own little niche of fans, right? They're, it's small. You, you're weird people, but you right. actually like me. Yeah. And I'll post something on Instagram, you know, hey, pumped to be part of the TV crew. And then a couple hate posts come in, and it's mm-hmm. like, delete, delete. Like, just stop. I mean, dude, I'm <laughs> I'm a team player. I love it. I've said it on the show before. He's been my idol since I was yeah. five. My very first race in my whole life was the World Minis in Vegas on a peewee. What year? Uh, 87. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's when you were in MXA. Full page. Yeah, when I got yes. the MXA deal. Yep. I got MXA one. deal. You didn't get a deal. You just, yeah. No, I did. I get royalties okay, off that issue. Right. Um, <laughs> so I got second to last place in that race. First race ever. Yeah. Ricky won. He was eight years old. He won the World Mini. So he was like the first guy that I thought was great. Yeah. Jersey hanging out. Fat, fatter kid. Just, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember all oh, the yeah, way yeah, back no. then. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he had the, the he Osborne was the short youth going. Starter, no, I, I know he kid. was. Yeah, I know yeah. he was on eighties. I, I whatever. I don't want to go okay. there. Um, but he's been like, dude. Ricky's like, I just, I love Ricky. I always have. He's short like me. So when he was like the man and like Stewart mm-hmm. and Reed were coming in, I hated Stewart and Reed. <laughs> I was like short people guy, you yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah. it's right. like people throw hate at him and. And I mean, I'll be honest, ambition-wise, of course, I would love to be in the booth someday, but dude, I'm young, I got a um, lot of time on my hands, well, and right now, I'm, I, that's my team, I'm supporting Ricky, we're a team, we work together, well, and I, and I, I love mean, it. I mean, we have, we found some audio of outtakes of you from Saturday night. Yeah. So I, we're going to play those later. Right, I heard, I, yeah, I, know. I I hope they don't cost you any future gigs in the booth, so. We'll no, they, they they won't, I mean, okay. I mean, I, I might cost, my little niche of fans might all go away right, when they right. realize how much of a homer I am, but um, whatever, I am who I am, so. Uh, we got lots to talk about, Barsha's coming up here, but, yeah. um, what the hell happened to Anderson? I don't know, your buddy. <laughs> I didn't talk to him. You didn't talk to him? No. I, I thought what for sure happened? you would have been the first one in the semi-Jason, dude, what <laughs> happened? Um, I don't know. It wasn't know. good, dude. Okay. I, that was, okay, RV got, um. 16th, I think, uh, four or five years ago, uh, and still won the title, right. so it's not the end of the world. No. Fro sucked in 98 with the number one plate uh, and never really recovered. So it's not like there's not precedent for this, but, I mean, he went backwards in the heat. He went backwards in the main, and boy, that I don't want to say uh, the number one plate is heavy because that's really dumb, <laughs> but I don't know what happened. Is that a shot at Ricky right there you just took? Don't do it. I'm no, told I don't you, like I'm, that. I'm, I'm front line right <laughs> I now, just dude. Don't like don't. That, I don't like that, that saying. I know. I don't, I don't I know. like that. Technically, red right. ink is whatever. Right. <laughs> um, but if Anderson would have gotten eighth, because, I mean, they, a couple guys got him early, yeah. right? Yeah. I'd have been like, yikes, man. That's, yeah. I'm a, eighth. But the fact that he got lapped and was rolling the triple, I don't know, man. Like yeah. that to me, because on TV, I don't, did you watch the race back yet? Yeah. Yeah. At one point. He's getting lapped at the end, yeah. right? And I'm yeah. like, okay. Dude, what? Okay, so I was telling JT this on the phone. I, um, I got a call on voicemails today. I know the guy. I know who what he does. I kind of verified who he was a little bit. Uh, he, and he didn't want to play it on the air, but he said, I was at the hospital when Anderson and Scuba came in 
So that did happen. Yes, holding his wrist and or arm or whatever. So it's crazy there that could we, be it's something crazy that there. we as a sport wouldn't know about that. It's so weird, right? I sense a race tech rant is going to be coming up very shortly about, about that. About this All topic. Right. Well, so, I'll support anyways, you on it. I'll support you on Barsha's it. Barsha's coming I... up, um, so we don't have a ton of time. But uh, well, I, you know what? Before Barsha, let's go to Nash. Uh, Nash, gentlemen, gentlemen, are you supporting uh, Daniel Barrow with his Eagle Grit? Project he's got going on here. Better be the first order. I think Eagle Grip is an awesome product, and well, I use that, it. Well, I well, it. well, you didn't even call it the right name, bro. It's not Eagle Grip <laughs> with a P. So nice strikeout right me. there. He tricked me. He tricked me. It's the it's made oh, out okay. it's made out of the, the crushed beaks and talons. Yeah, that's where we get the grip. Right. It's it, the grit is is where it's at. Um, Blair, I think you're doing a heck of a job, and I'm not just saying that to say it. I think you do good. Gargle, you bring energy. Gargle, 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 Thanks, gargle, man. Gargle. No, stop. Okay, all right, man. He's solid. He's solid. But, Steve, I was the main reason I was calling is because I was wondering if you had the ability to see that RC cued into your insight and knowledge for Plessinger with the long legs, the Yamaha, the doing well. RC was singing your praises. It's almost like he was channeling your insight and knowledge. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I hundred percent think that's probably the case. I, yeah. And it's funny too, because I'm, I'm I got the headset on, yeah. I'm watching the monitor, and Ricky said that twice, and I was like, "Dude, you sell out." This is short. <laughs> we're short people. Don't say that, <laughs> Ricky. He, he, he Listen, just shares Steve's sentiments and knowledge. He, he did that's reply to me know. on Twitter. He replied to me on Twitter last week or two weeks ago. It's like, cold call him. Yeah, man. Why not? Right? He won't answer. Hey, listen, I, I, I think it's a win, and I, I was cracking up, and I almost spit my coffee when I was watching the show the next day because I taped it because I'm East Coast. And I was like, oh, my God, RC, chiming in with Mathis. Uh, if, I get the, if I get the net shut out, I'll be, uh, I'll be very happy. Well, you know, you saved many a man with the net, Steve. Mm-hmm. You're an unsung yeah. hero. Thank you. Were, Thank you. Uh, hey, Blair, in any, in any Feld meetings, do they chime in on how well Mathis's mindset and ideas? Yeah, every si- every single one so far. I've been in a lot of them, and it's, it's brought up. It's the first thing we talk yeah. about every single right. time. I, I still have that list of things for you to bring up to them. Yeah, so. and it's oh going to stay in the garbage can where, where <laughs> the list is. Steve, is it, is it written on a cocktail napkin? Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, That's where all big ideas Pulper start, Ma- right? Pulper Max. Code at EagleGrit.com, Nash. Do it, because you work in the garage a lot, so you'll love the cleaner. I do. I do. I'm, I'm grinding. You know, I'm grinding. I don't play around. Right. Anyway, hey, hey, Blair, great job, Stevie. Keep it going. I'll talk to you, cats. Thanks, Nash. Appreciate Thanks. it. Uh, we're coming up with Justin Barsha. Uh, Steven, what's up, man? You want to talk about Pulp Mex Fantasy? Oh, yeah. How'd you do, Blair? Need to direct Wouldn't know. I just need to what direct are... a little shit towards you. Okay, go ahead. Marks is taking all the heat here. Marks is taking all the heat. I don't code the site. I yeah, know man. you don't code the site, but you're you're you know you're the man behind the uh, Pulp MX. Been refreshing yeah, all day. You're the, Nothing. You're the hype man. I know, Stephen. We're not stoked, but the points are up. Your total points are up. Go to the dashboard and hit refresh. Oh, I know that. I know they're up, but uh, here I am stressing out minutes before uh, before uh, it's going to close, and I can't even get joined or logged in or anything. I, I'm stressing, and you're just tweeting about. Sandwiches. And I was telling people. I was about? telling people about going to trying on different browsers. Try on your phone. I was replying to people. I was helping Stephen, but the guy in the corner here—that's the guy you want to yell at over yeah, there man. in the corner. I don't, I don't want to yell at Mark. Guy's a letdown, Mark, dude. Been refreshing Mark might, all day. Mark might hack into my phone and yes, ruin there is a chance if you yell at Marks, he will hack you. Hundred percent. Yeah, and Marks actually apologizes in emails. He gets right back to you. Does he really? You he apologize in emails? Well, maybe if you'd yeah. stop emailing people back. <laughs> Do you apologize yeah. in emails, Marks? 
I like to think I'm pretty uh, customer service oriented. Okay, fantastic. I'm, yeah. pr- I'm pretty good at it. Okay, what's your I'm score? I'm not good at coding, I'm but I can reply to emails, I apparently. I don't have your Listen, Wi-Fi. I think Mark, the slice so. of the pie needs to be a little bit larger. Uh, a little bit larger? Yeah, a little larger. Okay. Slice of the, slice of the pulp fantasy pie. Um, what do you think, Marks? I wouldn't disagree. All right. Hey, I don't want to brag, but I did have Barsha and Nichols. So, I mean, nice work. Is what it is. Um, <laughs> all right, Stephen. Thanks for calling, buddy. We're working on it. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. Uh, Justin Barsha used Vortex Racing Sprockets to win Anaheim 1 on his Monster Energy Yamaha. Uh, email Jake at VortexRacing.com uh, to get a hell of a deal on anything Vortex sells. Bars that are 29% stronger than competition. Great sprockets, colored chains, everything else. Uh, Vortex Racing has you covered, and uh, we thank those guys. And they're a proud sponsor of our first guest tonight. He's the Anaheim 1 winner. Justin Barsha, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing uh, fantastic. How are you? I'm good. Can you unblock me on Instagram? Like seriously? <laughs> oh my god! We've. I. I'm telling you, dude. I try to unblock you, and it just it doesn't work. No, hey, calling the. The Instagram. Justin, this is Daniel Blair. I just want to let you know you blocked my podcast too, Main Event Moto. Oh. I apologize for the photoshopped photos that we did put of you about a year ago. Let's put the unblock on that one too. Oh boy. I think we're going to have to have like a big like meeting and just like have an on block fest. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your handler, man? Needs to yeah. grab that Instagram. It's one button. We're good. I won't do it again, I promise. <laughs> Um, all right, we'll have to work on all that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because I'm trying to tag you today on Instagram, and then, you know, nothing <laughs> happens. And I'm like, what the hell? And I couldn't – I was unblocked. So, anyways, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, dude, how much does – I'm interested in hearing this. Uh, how much does a guy like you – how much does your phone blow up when you win a race or whatever? Like, you won Indiana last year. Does, is it, does it get pretty nutty? Do you, do you sometimes just go, yeah, whatever, you fake-ass bastards, you know? How does well, it, what does it work I'll like when you win? Uh, yeah, um, I've, my, this phone, I, I, I turned it off on Wednesday, so I didn't get back on my phone until Sunday and I had over like 150 messages and I really haven't got back to anyone. Hold on. So oh, you have a, you like, have a secret phone? You have another phone? Um, uh, yes, I do have a personal phone. Oh, okay. It doesn't, wow. it doesn't have like, it doesn't have any yeah, like, yeah. social media yep, or yep. anything like that on it. It's just for you know, I like that. And stuff, so. Hey, I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's good. So yeah. yeah, I pretty much dumped it, dumped this phone off for um, most of the you know after sure. after Tuesday. So yeah, so if I don't get back to people, sorry. I appreciate all the <laughs> nice messages and uh, I love everybody. But yeah, it's it's really difficult for my brain to handle yeah. all that. <laughs> um, no, hey, L- Dean Wilson was just on before you. He went a uh, social media. He went off social media for the whole month of december he said he deleted his apps and everything and he said people were like you can't do that because he loved it and he lived on it and he said it was really refreshing and he really did not mind not being on social media for a month yeah it's good i mean the world kind of revolves around social media anymore but um it's it's sad in a way but yep, it's also yep. just how life is but yeah sometimes it's good to to put the phone away and just uh you know yep. realize what's around you and and stuff like that so yeah i, I agree with that what a what a night of streaks uh barsha's first win in over five years yamaha's first win in over six years on, on that bike uh Man, yamaha owned the night they did. They really did. Blue Crew, bro. I mean, Hayes, obviously. Yeah, yeah. we'll get into that. I know. Um, it, it was a great night for you. Uh, when you're in the main event and you see Malcolm ahead of you and you see Dean Wilson ahead of you and both guys that you've beaten before, Justin, both guys, I mean, you've beaten everybody in the field, but I mean, you know, pretty regularly. Um, are you you're feeling good about your riding? 
Does that help you a little bit in, in the sense of like, look, if I just keep doing what I'm doing, I think I'll get those guys based on past results, based on how I feel. Does that matter? Or how is that as a racer? Before you answer that, okay. Justin, Steve, you don't pay attention in my press conferences. He answered that question oh, in the press did. conference that you were sitting in. I was probably – Plessinger was pick, uh, flicking my ear from behind. All right. He was actually like doing this, like, and I was, and he's giggling, like he was, you know, like S- singing to himself, right? So, um, all right, well, Justin, it. go ahead and answer the question. But I mean, I I know the answer. You said it in the press conference, but Steve wasn't listening. Go ahead. Yeah, I, and the answers always change, probably with these <laughs> us racers. But uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I was feeling really good behind those two guys. I knew I knew I was faster in spots, but also that double double section was mm-hmm. probably the biggest deciding factor of the race and i did miss it in the beginning a few times behind malcolm and dean so i did lose a little ground but once i started doing that and i closed the gap and when malcolm went down i was pretty close to him and kind of searching for a spot to make a pass which it was a little difficult to pass because it was quite one line but um yeah once malcolm went down i just kind of set my sights on dean i I knew i was faster so i I just you yep. know found an opening and and there was a few lappers so that probably came in the factor a little bit as well but yeah I don't know I, I was not like uh, I wasn't tr- overriding so yeah. that was good and just kind of kind of let it let it come but I knew I knew I was getting a little bit short on time uh, right. at the pit board so I knew I had to make it happen and it it kind of just played in, played in my favor so it was, yeah it was good what did you work this don't don't answer this the standard way okay like just give us some real information <laughs> yeah this is um, a new theme right we're doing yeah, we're, yeah we're, we're doing real information here real um, questions real answers but like actually it. let me ask Barsha this before we get into that so i'm going to start yelling uh, justin in after i get off the phone with you about eli denying that he was hurt with a back injury marv had a knee injury and he never even touched on it he just i don't think he even mentioned that he took time off the bike which we know he did uh you know we know different guys had different issues in the off season i haven't heard anything but oh, aaron plessinger also didn't really i guess we didn't ask him about that but like let's put yourself in that position you're one of the top contenders which you are let's say you hurt your knee and you're off for a month why are these guys not answering the question like it's not like you're going to target the guy's knee, Justin. You're not like you're going to be like, hey, I heard Marv say I got a knee injury. Let me lock on, hit his right knee with my front tire. Like, you're not going to do that. Nobody's going to do that. But what is it? No, what, I don't what, think it's – What is it? What is it? Uh, I, I don't think it's about, like, like uh, for the other – well, obviously it's a mental game. So if this dude says, oh, yeah, I was hurt. So mentally for another rider, like, oh, well – I got that guy covered already just because he was hurt. But I think that's the thinking that goes into it. But I don't think we're, like, thinking, like, someone's yeah. going to hit us so, in that spot or anything. But I think it's just a mental game, honestly. Like, okay. It's a mental game. But, okay, but if you say, I mean, wh- what is it? You you want to show weakness to other riders? You don't want to let the other riders know that you're not 100% ready? Is that it? Yeah, that's, I, I believe that's what it is. Okay. The whole mental of sure. having weakness going into the thing. Yeah. But, it shows right away. You can tell who had a weakness because it just shows on the track. So well, kind of, I mean, right? But yeah, if they, but if yeah, they deny I mean, it, then as, as a TV commentator, if they deny it, then I have to run with what they tell me no, is truth. Well, and then when they look bad, well, exactly. I have to be like, well, he just looks bad. I don't, you know? Yep. Yep. 
No, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So if people get frustrated for you saying, oh, we don't know what's wrong with them, yep. it's because you don't know what's wrong with them. <laughs> yeah. And then they're mad at me because yeah. they're like, dude, you made okay. me look hey, bad. Trust it's like, me. If anybody knows about being mad, it's people at me. Like, right. I, they, you know, some, I mean, I've said yeah. some stupid things, That's too. So, so let's face it. But, <laughs> um, but, you know, I just found that weird. But anyways, okay, let's – so back to the question I was going to ask you. Give us the straight stuff. What would you work on in the offseason? What would you improve on? And how much different, if at all, is your bike from last year when you didn't have a ton of time on it for Supercross? Honestly, I uh, didn't touch anything engine-wise. I didn't do any frame things like that because that's illegal and there's not a lot you can do, but right. we know teams kind of do that. Um, I just worked on suspension. Yeah, yeah I worked yeah. on suspension. That, that was it. I worked on suspension a lot, and I worked on starts a lot. And, uh, yeah, and just kind of – I didn't ride – I, I rode less than I usually do before the season. Oh, okay. Um, you know, obviously I got married and I was just, yeah, there was a lot going on. So I didn't like over, over train by any means. So I feel like coming in the season, I was like peaking, like at a good spot. So I feel sure. like, you know, I really just didn't overdo it. And yeah, it worked yeah. on, you know, the suspension and just dialing little things in, but there was no, no big changes. I think the biggest change was we made the bike uh, black. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, that's odd for somebody who worked at factory Yamaha for four yeah, years. They like the strictest. They, on they, that kind I'm of stuff? very surprised that they did that, but Hey, you know, if, if monster writes the biggest check, we'll make it black, I guess. Right. <laughs> so, um, uh, that's the way it works. So uh, we got some phone calls for you as usual. Uh, whenever you're on the show, first up is, uh, is Mike, Mike, what's going on? What's your question for Justin Barsha? Mike, you there? Barsha, 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 <laughs> the man. Very good, sir. Are you happy? Okay. Are you happy? He won Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yeah, slightly. I get revenge. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> Rock on, man. Good job. Later. All right, see you, Mike. Appreciate well, it. Mike was just a fan. Uh, Chris. Cool. Chris, what's up? What's your yeah. question for Monster Energy Yamaha's Justin Barsha? Brought to you by Vortex Racing, an official sprocket of Justin Barsha. He probably doesn't even know what's that. Up, fellas. Sprocket of. Just want to say Barsha did great this weekend. Uh, just a question. The what's the biggest challenge going into NIM one? Like NIM one, there's so much hype going into it. There's whether it's yourself, mentally, physically, bike setup, just getting over the nerves going to A one. Um, I think uh probably mental game for sure. I think just staying calm and not overdoing it because you can kind of blow it a little bit at the first race. Just there's a lot of nerves, there's a lot of pressure, and you know you just gotta be calm, cool, and collective, pretty much. And uh, that, that's kind of how you gotta go about it. But I remember you know, years back, I, that's not how I went about it. So <laughs> I was lucky to kind of figure that out. Figure figure that out this year. Uh, cool. Just get out there and twist the throttle, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Chris, uh, this is how this is how ready he was. He refused an invitation to come on the Pulp Mech Show last week and race day live. And race day live. Yep, yep that's just, true. Yep. I'm sorry, guys. I'm <laughs> no, sorry no, no. you even let me come on the show. It's fine, but I. So that's how serious he was. Just he was game game day. So. Oh, that's got to be serious. We missed this show, right? Fantastic. Yeah, he did. He, 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 hey, somehow Chris, he missed it for about five years. So I don't know. He seemed to get along really, fine with it. He was really busy for yeah, a while. He was really busy for sure. Um, hey, so uh, got, go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, I got a question, Justin. Since we're doing this whole like ask good questions, answer good questions thing. Um, I got okay. So let's let's go back in time a little bit. Two fifty class, two time champ, dominating. Right. This is yeah. against Roxon, Tomac, and this whole crew of guys. 
you had this like mentality where you wanted to win every race no matter what and you knew you were and you knew you could and you knew you should do you still like in your brain and i mean i i don't want you to call these guys out but do you still in your brain sit on the gate and go look i owned you dudes for a long time <laughs> and now that i feel good i love my bike i love my team you mentioned family life's good do you now sit on the gate again and go, okay, daddy's home. Like, I'm back. And and you guys are going to be reminded of seven years ago in the 250 class when I owned you. I mean, And I know you're not going to come out and say that, but is there a, a, yeah. in there a little bit where you have some of that, like, angst where I'm back, guys, and, dude, it ain't going to be like it's been. <laughs> I'm definitely excited, for sure. I mean, I'm not, like, trying to get a big head or nothing, but it definitely makes it feel good, and it makes it a little bit easier. Like, it's a... Uh, it's a good feeling getting that win, and you know it's it's been it's been, like I said it's been a long time in Supercross to do it, and uh, yeah, I mean it, it feels good, and I I know I can I, you know I, I know I, I can beat anybody, so that's a that's a good feeling. I've been I've been missing that for a, a long time, and I'm definitely feel like I'm in a super good spot, and I, I don't like feel like I. I obviously in the fourth D class there's a lot of good guys and I'm not going like I'm not saying I'm gonna win every race, like that's crazy, but I my goal is to just to be, you know, consistent and not have any of those, you know, big stupid mistakes that I've had in the past. So I just need to, you know, be smart and but still that, that confidence boost is good. It, you you can't beat that. Right, but that the belief is back, right? Like it's no longer like you got all these issues that are heavy yeah. on your shoulder. You feel like you're you again. I mean, you look like you again, you know? And that's, I mean, is that belief back when you're on the gate now? Like, okay, there's there's nothing in the way now. I, I can win this race. I mean, that, that feeling, you know? For sure, yeah. It's definitely, the belief is back 100%. Like, uh, you know, I was gaining it back last year a little bit, then had that little issue, and then, outdoors never really turned the sauce on too much unfortunately and uh like now i feel like i have that and it's it's a great feeling and it's it, it makes life uh, a lot better how much better will this series be if justin could just get in there and battle for wins every week with kenny and anderson and tomac and it'll be just fantastic and don't let him fool you bam bam is still in there man i'm telling you he's just saving it he's i think i it. think a smarter bam bam is in there i think a smarter bam bam dude i, I do i justin's yeah. saving it man. i have my just yeah, in I case have my, I I have my I have my moments. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. it's uh, it's good. I'm still a little bit crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think there's like yeah, things. The, that the, dog, the dog's chained up a little bit right now, but <laughs> right, right. we get to week 15 and right. sharing red plates. And I I know Bam Bam's still in there. Uh, let's get to uh, Ben on the line here. Ben, what's up? You want to uh, thank uh, Justin Barsha? Yes, I would. At those nations, man, my little five year old boy's big fan. He's getting ready to go out, go to war at the moto and. Came out, gave my boy Nux. He's getting ready to go out in the line. Oh wow! Say thank you. Wow, that's right. Oh, no problem. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad I could do that. That makes me me happy. I was uh, I was not at my my best at motocross nation, so that makes me happy that I was at least being cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, we had a good time and just you know um, what it was. But let's uh, really appreciate that. Hey Ben, do you want uh, Ben? Do you ride? Oh yeah, for sure. You want a maximum um, oil kit or you want pro filter? kit for your bike what do you want Ooh, i'll do the maximum oil kit all right stay on hold we'll get you dialed in all right man right on bro thank uh, you no problem uh can we talk Des nations justin at the expense of you getting mad here yeah, the mood is maybe, good dude don't ruin uh, the mood is good man right? come on I, okay never know like there's this, i mean it's like it's so old news <laughs> okay we'll move on come on steve the I vibe just, is great 
We got Justin uh, answering no, questions right. fully I'm not, on. I'm not even mad. I'm not mad about motocross nations. It just didn't I, didn't go our way. I so honestly like, I'm not mad about it. Okay, I honestly feel bad for you. I really do because I've been at all your races that you've done, and you've ridden your balls off for the most part. I think every time you haven't won one yet, and dude, that's just sucks. Like you're trying, <laughs> yeah. so, you're trying so hard. I can see you on the track. You're fucking pinning it trying it. it ain't working out and and your ride in, in germany was amazing uh lomo was great like dude yeah. you're trying <laughs> yeah for sure i think i've kind of um yeah unfortunately come short a few times last last year was just uh wasn't um our our time unfortunately but yeah yeah years past i feel like i really put it on the line and we came up short, so uh, yep. we'll see. I mean, I, I, I feel like I still have a few more shots at that. So, okay, so uh, we'll, that, we'll, we'll keep trying. Yeah, so my next question. You're always going, if they're asking. You're in. Yeah, as long as I'm healthy and yep. everything's good, I'm, I'm good. You're going you're gonna to do it. I like it. No, I, 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 I agree. I mean, obviously, looking back on that race, it was a weird day, and I think we should just yeah. send it off as a weird day. Like, it was a weird day. Um, I mean, that's pretty much what we did as a team. We were just like, oh, it was kind of is what it is. Let's move on. At the team breakfast, they all had the same bad food. Let's just say that. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, pretty much. And then we got to move on from it quick anyway because Monster Cup is the week after. Yeah, yeah, really right. No rest for you guys for sure. Um, Well, hey, man, thanks for coming on tonight. I really appreciate it. Uh, Congratulations on the win. Uh, It was a little weird when you were undressing in the press conference, but things – You were into it secretly, though. (laughs) Secretly, I was – super into it yeah i knew you were but no no for sure <laughs> for sure I, i'm glad to be on the show and uh we'll we'll get on the instagram fix here soon and, okay uh, yeah and hey i'm excited you know red yeah. plate this weekend red. Uh, yeah that's yeah. gonna be good yeah super cool man i'm like i'm stoked on that i haven't had a red plate in ages so yep. yeah i'm i'm just really excited for the season having a i'm i'm having fun riding that's the the most fun part about this whole thing i'm having fun uh and i enjoy the people i'm around and yep. yeah, it's gonna be a great year if you and by the way you know i sent a text to johnny at jgr talking about how great you looked and, and everything else and, and, oh my and gosh. <laughs> i just want to let you know that is that's something that i would oh. do so <laughs> um thanks Good man Th- ruffling the feathers yeah you know that's how that's how we do it would jab jab to everybody uh by the way too yeah i should talk to people also too like uh, you know, you came off Geneva where, where we, I last saw you there, and you were certainly fast. You won the one night, but you know things didn't go your way. But yeah, man, it's funny how that works. Just just a, less than a month later, and you're standing at Anaheim one on the top of the seventh podium. It's pretty pretty cool, man. Very cool. Yeah, super grateful for uh, the opportunity yep. to go racing and have fun. But yeah, definitely see everyone uh, at the races next cool. week. Cool. Thanks for your time, man. Yeah, no problem. See Thanks, you. guys. All right, see you. Yeah, take care of that athlete's foot, homie. Justin Barsha. Uh, <laughs> do you see him getting undressed in the press conference? Nah, I, just saw him with his, I just saw him with his feet off, or with his he, shoes he, off. He uh, he got out of his gear. He's wearing his bicycle shorts. Okay, Plessinger's doing this to my ear and laughing. And I look over at Barsha. He's got no shirt on, bicycle shorts on. I'm like, what are you doing? He, like, reaches back and, like, grabs his uni. He's like, you want some? I'm like, oh, my God, things are getting weird. <laughs> like, for that friendship, like he, maybe we should go back to how things were. Like, I, we're like not thought, that close, huh? Like, he was like, you checking me out? And yeah. I'm like, well, you're because you're getting naked, half naked in the press conference. Yes, I, I, don't, I don't normally see that. So. Hey man, just the vibe I bring, um, you know, do I, running that thing. You know, Do I get a little bit of extra for, for claiming main event moto as my affiliation? No, no. Not at all. That actually makes me uncomfortable when I'm up there. Does it? Okay. it makes me, I mean, I giggle. No, actually, at first I'm like, come on, dude. And then I giggle, and then yeah. I'm like, then I move on. Right. Like, okay. All right. It's all right. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, he's a good interview, man, and uh, great job for him. I like what we got going on right now. Like, let's 
let's ask these guys questions. But before we do, let them know, like, look, we're all paying attention to the answer. Answer okay, well, the that's, questions. That's what I'm talking about. So far, about. we're good, though. Dean? No, no yeah. They Justin? Were, but these guys at Press Day, Daniel. Like, seriously, stop it, everybody. Like, what kind of sport are we in here? We're in a sport where the riders don't understand their own brand. They don't understand that if they brand themselves as an open book who can communicate, their fan base will double. That's They don't understand it. They're protected. It's a weird protective thing. Justin said it, the injury thing. They don't want to give the edge away. I mean, it's, just, it's part of, I think, it's part of a mentality that's just cemented in these guys. It's got to change. Dude. It starts now. Like, get them to answer. And I'll tell you what. I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you a little insight on that. This weekend on the podium, I got to do some podium interviews. Mm-hmm. And... I went up to him. Ken Roxon was – Ferrandis was harder. I, I, we don't his, – his English is so rough that it's hard to talk to him, yeah, but whatever. Right. But Roxon, he comes up there, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to ask you this, all right? And I gave him the lead on this is what I'm going to ask yeah. you. And I kind of like f- friended him on the podium. like, dude, good ride. Like, and just yeah. got him to loosen up and open up. And I'm like, hey, you know, when I ask you this question, just talk to me, man. Like, don't worry about the camera. Just talk yeah. to me like – it's almost like you got to like tell them first, like, hey, man, you don't have to be that way. Yeah. Like, let's have some fun, whatever. Yeah. So I asked him the question. He kind of knew it was coming, and it was about his stats there. And, dude, I mean, his attitude's already pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But he answered my question. I mean, you you, you got to lead the horse to the water a little bit, and I think these riders need to realize that their just, brand will be better and I, bigger if they're cool I, and talk. Dude, just say, if you're Marv, say, yeah, man, my, I had a scope on my knee, and it was bugging me, and I'm a little bit behind. But you know what? Alden Baker and I have been working really hard. I think it's going to work out, and like we're, 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 we, may, we may need two or three weeks to get ready here. Instead, we're writing and talking about how Marvin sucks because hey, people don't know. If you're, I, a Mar- <laughs> if you're a Marvin Muskan fan and you go to Anaheim, and they're out there, right. you you go to Anaheim, your hero, in 1989, I loved Mark Barnett. I fucking love Mark Barnett, okay? And he came out of retirement in 89, and he rode for Tough Racing, and I went to a Supercross, and I was that kid in the stands watching him, just him, because he's a fucking man, and I he couldn't believe guy. it. He's he your was guy. He was my guy. And he ate shit over the easiest double, Daniel Barrow. You probably would have jumped it on your 50. At mini at World Mini, he ate shit on the easiest double ever and got carted off, literally like stretchered off. He never raced again. Okay, and I was crushed. So, I know what can happen. I've been there. I got another story about RJ, but we have got to go. Okay. Uh, if you're Marvin, if you're a fan of Marvin Muskan, you're in there. Marvin has not said a damn word on his social media. And same with Eli Tomac, who we don't know about this back injury, but we think he hurt his back, but we don't know. So I'm gonna no. He he said he didn't, so he didn't. But did he actually say that? He said, watch I he, me ride or That's what whatever, he said. But, I, but anyways, Dodge. so none of these guys have told their fans anything. None of them have told the media anything. And it's like, guys, help us. Help us do our job. Help well, us help you. Let us give us, tell us what's up. Don't for, lie. For two reasons. Just, Number one, if, you, if you're hurt, okay, and these guys aren't going to go at each other's injuries. That's, it's so dangerous. They wouldn't do that. Of course but not. But if they are hurt. And say they pull it out and have a heroic performance. Dude. Do you know how much cooler your story is? That dude, this guy has been 100%. fighting through injuries, been off the bike, but his determination—he dug deep, he made it happen. He's a winner. That's how gnarly our sport is. That's how gnarly he is. I mean, that's—I mean, sell dude, yourself. Why don't these guys? I, okay. The flip side of that is, like Barsha said, it's a mental sport. No, it's not. I asked, not, not at that level. No, listen, listen. The flip side of that is, I asked Tim Ferry one time about this. The great Tim Ferry. And he said, yeah, like if late in the race, if I know a guy is hurting, that's going to help me. You know, because he knows a guy is hurting. 
And late in a race, when you're battling a guy who you know is hurt, it's going to shatter your confidence that you can't beat the guy that's hurt. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. all I know is that when I raced, when I was hurt, everybody knew. Because I want to make sure I had an out <laughs> just in case things went bad. Right. Well, I mean, that's why you're just a regional arena that, cross and that's, champion, and that's why I I I'm just I talk I now just, and I don't ride anymore. I just it pisses me off. Like guys, you don't got to show us the MRIs and the X-rays and everything. You don't got to show us your TUEs or. Can you fucking tell us if you're hurt? Yeah, well, is, is that gonna is that gonna just rock the boat and just shake everybody's foundations? Like, no. good god! Well, it, it, again, it hel- it's hard for me to do my job, uh, especially on race day live, where we have a four hour window. Right, yeah. we got a lot to talk about. We're, I mean, I, I consider myself as the host of that show a storyteller. I'm supposed to tell the story of what's going on with these riders in this series. And if I don't have the true story, I can't tell the story just, right. And it's just, it's, it's just, I just I think don't it's bad. I, and I think it. it's bad for them. It's, it ruins their own brand. I mean, just, this is the toughest just, sport in the world. If you're hurt and you're riding, dude, you're yeah, so dude, sick. It's, yeah, it's, it's fine. Like, like when ahead. a football player, when a football player is hurt. Well, that's more of a gambling thing or whatever. But you know, but still, I guess. like but when a football player is hurt and you know it, and he's a, a running back who's been nursing a high ankle sprain, and he goes out there and runs yeah. for a buck forty. What a boss, man! You you just earn fans because you toughed it out for your team and you're a legend. And if you're on the bike and you can ride, yeah, yeah. I just it just it looks better when people know that there's you truthfully are nursing something and you pulled it off. That's I think my it's, race it's tech rad. round of the night. Good tell job. us, tell the fucking media stuff. Like, just tell just, again. Just we're not curing cancer here, guys. Just well, tell us or answer the questions. You know, a couple people told said to me and other people like, you guys don't ask the tough questions. That A one press conference was fucking example A of why we bother. Why do we bother? It's just deflect, deflect, misconstrue, move it over here. Don't answer any. Marv didn't even answer about working with Villaman. Like the guy said, what about working with David Wygan? I think. He's an idiot. He's a clown. Yeah, but, well, I wouldn't answer that guy's question. Right, I wouldn't answer him anyways. But he said, what about working with David Villeman? Marv didn't even I, – I don't know. Maybe he forgot, you know, like the second part. So maybe he forgot. But, like, are, are you hiding that fact, too? Right. Well, speak, working- and speaking of weeds, dude, I'm about to kick that dude out of the kick press Kick his conference. ass. Yeah. Out. And take his credentials. Why? Because he's getting text messages and he's just playing around on his phone during the middle of a press conference. Yeah, man. That's, that's a bad move by I, him. I know. I, and I told him, I said, that's a bad move. Th- there's no three strike rule up here. It's a one strike rule. Yep. You do it again, or two strike. You do it again, yep. you're out. Yep. Absolutely. And he's terrified. I don't think it'll happen again. <laughs> uh, EVS Sports, uh, they're on the show this year. EVSSports.com. Pulp 19 to save with those guys. You ever use EVS? My entire career. Oh, fantastic. Then you know yeah. these guys. What do you like about them? What, what's your favorite stuff? Uh, I mean, I wore their knee braces, the braces, but they're just. The people. I mean, from the top to the bottom, they're just good people. I was with them all the way through, even before I even wore knee braces. So Riders like Chase Sexton, Joey Savacci, Pastrana, and Daniel Blair wear EVS <laughs> to keep them safe while they ride, race, or whatever Travis decides to do. Head to EVSSports.com, gear up like the pros, and Daniel Blair, and use the code PULP19 to save on anything from knee braces to chest protection. Mm-hmm. I don't ride I anymore. Threw, I threw that Daniel. He, they didn't really put Daniel Blair on the copy. I know. That was spontaneous of you. I like that. But I don't ride anymore. <laughs> uh, but you do ride. You you did get back on a KX 250F a little, while, uh, little bit ago. KX 450F. Oh, was it 450? And then okay. I also rode a KTM 250, and I rode a KTM 300 two-stroke not too long ago. Oh, also. so is the magic back, or what are we doing? No. I rode five minutes, got arm pump, and said, this sucks, and that was it. <laughs> Look, you can't ride unless you ride a lot because if the, yeah. you just suck all the it. time. Tell me about it. Like if you ride every three months, 
All you do is suck, yeah. and then all you do is complain, and you feel sore. You never get over the hump. So yeah. until I come to a place in my life where I want to ride more than once every six months, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Plus, okay. I'm investing my energy into my eight-year-old. He rides a lot. So it, and he's a fly racing sponsored rider, correct? He's their number one guy. Oh, their number one guy. Yeah. Like ahead of Osborne and... I mean, his checks are bigger than theirs. Yeah, so, yeah I mean, okay. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Uh, Daniel Blair on the show with us uh, from NBC Sports. Yeah, NBC. Yeah. What do you think of the show? I mean, I thought it was a great first show for us. As I mean, wow. toot, toot, no? toot your own horn or what? I already told you I felt like I had issues. I'm saying as the entire broadcast, as a team, uh-huh. I watched it back twice because I'm weird. But um, no, I just thought it was a great first showing. I just thought it was a, a, a good launch for us on the network. The whole team did good. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. What do you think? I thought it was good. I right? thought you were great. All right. I did. I thought you were great. Ricky is still a work in progress, man. He really, I know he's a team. He's a, you're going to bat. I get it. I'm not even going to bring you into this, but still a work in progress. Don't say that again. Uh, by the way, you want to talk about a, a debut on NBC sports. First time on the network. First race of the year. Gate doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. That's the first thing I thought in my head of it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh did, boy! Did, I, sh- I should probably be the one to answer this, but did you ever find out what happened? I don't even know what happened with that. Well, I was busy I, doing. I, I don't know else. what happened, but they dropped it in practice. It was fine. They dropped it every I third saw, practice. So. I saw on Instagram. Oh, it's so jacked! But someone put a picture of the starter guy. The guy that does the game, yeah. and it just said, you had one job. And I was like, that's not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. That's not fair. I mean, that's not fair, but it, it was, you know. Right. This is a, we live in a meme world, right. and it was, it was a um, funny meme to What did you score in fantasy? I pulled it up for you. 268? Uh, 280-something. No, you wasn't not 280. Yes, it was. No, it was not 280. Two, I looked at your score. Don't lie. Uh, speaking of fantasy, Adam, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, 260. Adam, what's happening? Hey, is this, hey Steve. Uh, first question. What happened with the A Ray this weekend? Well, he got uh, he got six in the LCQ. Uh, he well, listen, the heat race he crashed. Then he had a bad pick for the LCQ, and that was all she wrote for him. Uh, he was okay. Uh, I think he qualified. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, did you have him in fantasy? Is that why you're asking? He, he, honestly, yes. <laughs> oh boy, I was watching him, and I, 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 I'm playing fantasy, and I thought, you know what, Steve's got air right down. I thought I'll follow Steve on this. I, I, I changed. <laughs> I changed it. I took him off the team um, on the last minute. Not the last minute. Did you have but Jerry? I didn't have Jerry. I did. You had Jerry. My very first time playing, I thought. Why not? Why so not just I go with, it. like, yeah, the yeah. absolute. Um, Worked. A-Ray qualified 18th, Alex. So that's in the, you know, obviously 22 to the uh, main event. So that's good. That's a good qualifying time. He was probably about 12th in the heat, and he went down. And then when you go down and finish way back, you get the shitty gate pick for the LCQ, and then that's all she wrote on there. So um, yeah, that was it, man. Uh, poor A-Ray. He, okay, okay. Does wear X-Brand goggles, though. Okay, fine. So you know, what, Steve, I forgive you for that. Okay. So the next thing, <laughs> uh, what do you think about Anderson? Uh, and this is maybe for Daniel as well. You know, Anderson, he's a guy that strikes me as being one of the most confident guys on the gate. And I thought, you know, even with the weight of the number one plate on his shoulders, I didn't think he would move back the way he did. Hey, uh, I, I'm I'm sensing a little accent. Where are you from? Barbados. Barbados. Okay. Barbados. I was just curious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as Anderson goes, again, I. It's one thing to kind of have a lackluster start, but that is unexplainable. And I, it's it's one of those things where I I can't even really dig in and have an explanation. I don't know. That was. We're gonna have to like seriously. We can't. Um, 
We can't make a judgment. We got to watch it. Yeah, the, you know, I mean, there's it, certain it, things that yeah. you just. I have to see another round because right. that was because I didn't think he looked bad in qualifying. I mean, he wasn't on yeah. fire, but he was okay in qualifying. Yeah. yeah. And then it was weird because in the heat race, Savachi stuffs him right. Yeah. And then after that. I just he was a different human being yeah. the entire night. Yeah, and yeah. looking back and stuff, that's what it was weird to me is like he's looking around like who was coming next and that's not him, man. He's never been that yeah. way. And he's never been that like he's an A one killer, you know? Yeah, he yeah. always does. Well let's just let's I just reserve a, judgment. I think it's a red play. I yeah. think it's a red no, play. It's no, it's not stop no, it. Stop it. Stop I think it, it's um I th- I think we can't even guess until we see one more rate. Uh, if he goes to yeah, Glendale think, and yeah, sucks. Then, then I think we go digging. But yeah. until then, it's I'll be whatever. right. I'll be right there digging. I'll be right there. With, sure asking right him, there, digging, yeah. I'm digging sure you'll be questions. right there. Thanks, the Adam. Semi. Thank you, man. Thanks, Steve. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Rusty's. Got a question about Ralph. Uh, Rusty, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? Good. What's your question about Ralph? Um. Well, I just want first off, I want to say that um, we were just talking about the the broadcast. And I thought Blair, Blair, I think you do a great job. I thought Blair should have been the color an analyst. Mm, so did and, I. Ralph, and, and Ralph should have been given the boot. What is your guys' take on it? Dude, it real I, first off, you're talking about two separate things, though, right there. Yeah, that no, is, he, he wants you in the booth, but Ralph gone with, with Wygant, maybe, or somebody. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, exactly Ralph is fine. Right. Ralph is fine. He, he, did you listen to the podcast I had with Ralph? Rusty? Yeah, but he, yeah, I just, I just, okay. I just don't, he does, I don't believe he sounds that educated talking, and he's so just. Listen, ah, Rusty, ah, Rusty, like, Rusty, Ralph, Ralph basically admitted that they kind of want him to dumb it down a little bit. They want him to dumb it down, so if you're flicking through the channels, you would be like, oh, what, what is this? And then Ralph would be like, the red Honda, and all this. And uh, Ralph admitted that that's a, more of a direction. Is Ralph perfect? No, Ralph's not perfect. Podcast, but that's fair. And, and it's you know it's I mean? it's more than that. It's the it's the separation of the roles. Okay, when you're the analyst, you okay. Let me break it down for you this way. When you are Ralph, you are the what, where, when guy, right? That's your job as play by play. What's happening yeah, on the no, track? Where is it at? When? That's his job, and Look, his job is to—I wouldn't say dumb it down, but his job is to connect to the main audience. He talks more than Ricky does, so his job is to connect. With the main audience, okay? And then Ricky, as the analyst, is your expert. He's the why guy. He is, okay, why did this happen? Why did this happen? Why did this happen? So, and I see these comments all the time, like, they need to get rid of Ralph and Ricky and put Langston and Denny Stevenson in there. It's like, that's, you can't. There's not enough booze for that. There's not enough booze for that. Like, <laughs> did I just name like the gnarliest yeah, pretty much. booth of all time? Right, right, pretty much. No, listen, we, <laughs> Rusty, we got to go. But uh, would I like Wygant in the booth better? Probably. But Ralph's fine. Ralph does a good job. He knows the sport well and uh, and all of that. So, uh, I, you know, I just I'm not going to go with Ralph needs to go. He, is he is he perfect? No, I just I just feel that a dip, a change of scenery in our main voice of the sport would be a good direction to go. I, OK, that's all. I'm Fair saying. enough. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to uh, JT on six. Jason Thomas, what's up? Yo. Let's do the ex-Brown yeah. Goggle Tear-Off segment if we can, everybody. And, this and is... JT, um, Evans, check. It, where is it? <laughs> you guys are running a little late what? up there. On my son's paycheck. Yeah, he's on. Oh, the, he's the number yeah, one fly it's, athlete. It's, uh, checks in the mail. 
Checks in the right. Uh, JT had to cover. Week. JT had to cover your ass when you were late. So he. he I was, know. Thanks, JT. I be, oh, yeah. oh, Southwest, whatever. Right. Um, X brand goggle tear offs. It's the X brand tear off segment. Fifteen second rapid fire Q and A. Rapid fire. X brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere, like the Hep Suzuki guys. Seven Deuce Deuce, Adam Ray, Adam Adam Ray, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, all on board with X brand goggles. A uh, ton of guys wearing X brand goggles, also right. Listen more, like who? Um, who else is wearing X brand? Jacob Hayes. Oh, Jacob Hayes. I negotiated that deal, but whatever. We'll talk about that. Yeah, later. we will get to that. Uh, Matcha Clear Vision. Uh, Pulpamex 19 is the code to save. Pulp Show 19, the code to save with uh, X brand goggles. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him, Blair? Yeah, it's my uncle. Okay. And uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, let's do this, Marks. Steve. Yep. AC stated multiple times he was trying not to be reckless this year. Describe his A1 ride in one word reckless. Hmm. A-Ray with more talent. <laughs> if he hurts you say that. Which one? A-Ray with more talent. Which, if, if who heard me say that? Al, Adam. Did, tell yeah. me, tell me, Adam, does it kind of ride like A-Ray with more talent? Like, imagine A-Ray at a fairgrounds race. That's what Adam, like, looked like out there, right? Oh, JT, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> I think A-Ray has more talent. I really do. <laughs> uh, Adam, I talked to Adam. He said, everybody said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out of control and all this, and I didn't do anything to, to stop them that I'm all new. I'm like, no, you didn't. Dude, he was squirrely. <laughs> he was squirrely. Oh, he was. <laughs> I want to see his heart rate after the heart rate monitor. After 240. That for <laughs> breaks oh, the, it would break, a, it would break, break the, the watch. Uh, all right. JT, besides making up with Reed, what uh, what other epiphanies have come to you mid shower? <laughs> uh, I don't know about epiphanies, but I I think through a lot of things. Um, yeah, you do. Yeah, I think it's a great place for self reflection, self improvement, uh, cleaning yourself. A lot of good things can happen in the shower. Uh, yep. JT made up with Chad Reed. He told us in the live show that we did a Racer X Pulp MX live podcast show on Friday night, and JT and Chad have talked, spoken it out, hashed out their differences. Buddies? Yeah, buddies. Good? Yep. That's good. All right. Parsha really blocked you? On blocked uh, me and photo. Yeah. We did a Photoshop. Um, uh, him and Roxon as the Zoolander guys. Oh, we for, put, the, we, for the Audi thing? The Audi A Yes, thing? and we yeah, put yeah, their yeah. faces on the Zoolander oh, dudes. Boy. And, um, yeah, that was that was all she wrote. Okay. <laughs> all right. That was pretty good. Daniel, what's the funniest thing you heard Holly say over the weekend? <laughs> Hashtag Polaroids. <laughs> he's texting me right now. I, Why? He says he wants to come on. Oh. He said he'll come on right now. He's like, what's the number? He'll call in. What is the number? We're going to commercial break. We're after, commercial. after, though. What, what 702. It? Hold on. 702. 586. 586 7857 7857 see, see if his rotary phone will work uh, call, uh, call in how long? Great radio bros 20 minutes Call in 20 minutes 20-25 minutes yeah Alright let's go What's um, the funniest thing you said all week? I, I can't keep up man It's all It's just <laughs> He's the best human ever I, I I mean He never I don't think he's ever been upset I don't know Have you ever seen him? Oh yeah Oh yeah <laughs> when but like when people don't pay rent? Yeah, when people don't pay rent. Yeah, <laughs> or we did. Uh, hey, we did a little commercial deal for Rocky Mountain ATV Fantasy, yeah, whatever. Yeah, not and, familiar with that. And yeah. he's uh, no, it's it's okay. a good one. Um, okay. they updated their scores a lot quicker. Oh, marks. Oh, I'm just Ooh. saying. Oh. Um, but 
Is J is it J? Uh, sorry, JT. Um, but no, we did this thing, and and he had to off the you know off the cuff kind of mm-hmm. do this like skit thing. Yeah. And he's checking through his mail, and he's like, "Man, everybody wants money." And I was just, God, Jim, yeah. he's great. Jim's but no, great. I, I can't oh, answer and, that question. Uh, Tom much. Halverson, uh, a guy I used to work with at Yamaha, was uh, working for Mugen Honda back in the day, and okay. Jim rode one. Jim got a Mugen, one of Osho's old bikes when okay. Osho was hurt. Halverson came to collect it. And it didn't, go, go? it didn't go well for Halverson. So okay. Ask him that story. Whatever. I, I only know Jim. I only right. know Happy Jim. He's right. great, Jim. Okay. Next question. Steve. Next question. Mm-hmm. On the live show, you mentioned how much grief you caused Davy Coombs. What's the last thing you did that got him upset with you? Uh, probably texting out the cover of Roxanne on a Honda before oh. it came out. Who did you text? I don't want to get into it. Bold move. It wasn't good. Mm. He was very angry. So I didn't. I didn't. That's risky, man. <laughs> Probably Cover not photo, the greatest dude. move. And well, remember, rocks and switch. So you know. Oh, so this is during. This is from the Suzuki to Honda switch. Yeah. Good job, Steve. Man. <laughs> Thank That's you. Smart. Thank you very much. One of your smarter moments. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Next if question. you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. Yeah. JT, who was the biggest fantasy killer at A1? Not Jerry. No. Biggest fantasy killer. I don't know. Maybe A-Ray. I, don't, I feel like everybody that was on the radar kind of delivered. You know, Jerry got it done. Uh, Pettis got it done. I don't, I don't think there were, there were many of those. You know, if you had Seven Deuce Deuce or you had A-Ray, um, kind of other than that, there wasn't, a, there wasn't a whole lot of that. Hey, JT, JT, man, I just, I just got to throw this out there, dude. I uh, played for the very first time this weekend, and I, every guy was in the main. Just want to let you know. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was not a crazy weekend as far mm-hmm. as did you get them all? Like, did you teams, get them all in? Teams are pretty good. I did, yeah. I, was, I think everybody but Marks had a great fantasy weekend. Yes. Thanks. In many ways. Mm hmm. <laughs> 164. <laughs> uh daniel what's the best and worst part about your commentating gig um the best part is being involved in the sport still uh you know as a as a racer you kind of are always looking at the end going oh um like what about my, all the like the poontang that gets thrown at you oh yeah on i TV. mean that's definitely it you know yeah. i mean I, i'll be honest I don't know if I should admit this. Luckily, my wife don't listen, but I, I get a lot more ass during the season. My wife thinks I'm cooler for four months. Yeah, so yeah, like, there you go. She literally texts me. She's like, just want to let you know you look really good on TV. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, over the last eight months, I haven't gotten one compliment yeah. in life. Yeah, but, TV's a big deal. And then the worst thing, honestly, I mean, I have an old foot injury. I shattered both my heels. I have a plate with eight pins in both feet, and I... I I do a lot on Saturday. So by the end of the day, if you guys wonder why I walk the way I walk, yeah. just... Do the math, man. It's that's the worst part is the amount of movement. I, I wouldn't say the amount of work, the amount of movement around is uh it's super hard for me. Alright. Steve, on a dry track with the same starting track positions, does Barsha still win? I think so, yeah. I do. Like if, like if he's if it's Dean Mel yeah, yeah. Well, he, did he he passed Anderson, right? Mm-hmm. Did he pass Kenny, too? So Anderson was up close to, like, second or he third. He was third. At the beginning. I don't know if he passed Kenny, because Kenny kind of worked through the pack, too. And Eli did, too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I, I think he's for real this year. I think that would have happened either way. All right. That's a tear-off, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. 
JT, halfway through that race, did you think Dino was going to pull it off, pull off that win? Yes or no, and why? I can't say I thought for sure. Um, I just knew. Just can you just race. yes or no, and why? <laughs> he, Moser specifically. Moser specifically. Waffle, put it that waffle, way. Waffle, yeah. waffle, waffle. There it is. Moving on. I'm not even going to answer. I'm not even going to answer. You're rude. You, Moser, put that in there specifically because he knew you would not answer that way. I guarantee you. I'm. Gosh, if I could slap you through the phone, I would. Yes uh, or no, and why? I will say no because the race is so long. Halfway is is you know ten minutes or whatever. The guys were too close, and there were, the track was too tricky, and I just felt like somebody was going to make a charge. I didn't know that it was going to be Barsha, but I thought Eli or Roxon or somebody was going to make uh, a charge. And just on a track like that, you can make up a lot of time in a hurry because on a dry track, you're talking usually like, oh, man, that guy's flying. He's making up time. You're talking half a second a lap. On a muddy track like that, if you get the jumps dialed and you're just not making any mistakes, you can make up two, three, or four seconds a lap. So right. I didn't think he would win. I did think he would be on the podium. I just thought somebody was going to make some kind of heroic charge at the end. I was over 30 seconds, but I let you go because it was good. All right. Next yeah, question. You're being good. Uh, Daniel, rate the quality of clapping at the post-race press conference. It was mellow this week. Do you notice that? It was I don't mellow. Know. Yeah, I, it was there, but it was mellow. Lame. Maybe thank nobody liked you. the podium people. Thank you. But it was it was a little softer than normal. That's what yeah. she said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. X brand goggle tariffs. There we go. Um, on a commercial break here, we have uh, Jacob Hayes coming up. Daniel Blair is his agent. Everybody, and his biological hey, did, father also. Did he? Did he say I fuck that guy? I don't want to come on because remember the whole press Travis Preston thing. I had to been? talk him on. I had did to talk you? him into coming on. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was like, I don't want to do it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll hash that out. Mm-hmm. That's good. He rode well. He rode very well. Uh, our handicappers uh, missed that one, by the way, at a ten. I, I heard that. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I get it. He's never done one before. Has he ever done a Supercross before? He did St. Louis in 2011 or 12. He broke his collarbone. Like fourth lap or something okay like that. so is that, he, is that the only one he's ever done that's it okay uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i mean it didn't go well right. quick right. i mean he yeah. all right but that was like, okay that was young amateur jacob hayes out of his van who literally probably hadn't jumped a triple in his life yet right right so um all right jt so glendale this weekend before we let you go who's your mm-hmm. winners who's your winners i'll go eli he has just been phenomenal at this track i think it's uh, a combination of you know it's closest to home for him. Maybe Denver, well, Denver will be this year, but in the past, it's been closest to home. Confidence. Uh, so I'll go Eli. It just, I, just too much evidence to not pick him. And then uh, 250, I will go McElrath on a track that he's been great at in the past, too. Um, he had a good showing, but you know, giving up the, those two points to Ferrandis at mm-hmm. the end wasn't ideal. But I'll go, uh, I'll go McElrath for a bounce-back win. Stole my picks, man. I word for word, I agree with that. And those are my oh, picks well. too. Look at the experts. Here they go. Oh. Hey, I'll go Barsha and Nichols. <laughs> back it up, back it up. Why not? I think I think the rain will come again. Indoors. <laughs> <laughs> the the water truck guy is just going to yeah. screw uh, it all up. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Five o'clock, Glendale. Myself, JT, Weege, Daniel Blair, all doing a live show there. 
<laughs> that's my. That's when I get dinner, man. Nope. We'll see you there. No and way. And we're gonna bring Holly too. Better, no. better, hey, better dinner then than during practice. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, JT. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys. See ya. Thanks. Flyracing.com. We're going to commercial break. Jacob Hayes, Chris Kiefer, much more coming up on the show. And Jim e- Holly. Jim, uh, Jim Holly. He's going to call in. Eagle Grit's own Daniel Blair. That's right. He's, he's here, and we'll talk to him and, uh, and much more. Thanks, everybody. See you after this. I'm a huge fan of Dick. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech Engine Services uses the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven, experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company 
for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic Thanks. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I 
no. Just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer. For Talon and Kite Hubs, along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki. Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing, Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust W. 
No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their prolonged start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com 
or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Everybody, Pop Metro presented by BTOSports.com Fly Racing. I'm going to probably edit a lot of this music out because I was busy doing something for the show later. But uh, yeah, sorry about the longer break. I'm Steve Mathis with me in studio. The voice of main event moto, EagleGrit.com owner, co co owner, Daniel Blair. What's up? NBCSports.com. That's right. Uh, Pit reporter extraordinaire. Track reporter. Track reporter. Pit reporter is the girl. And you're a track reporter. Yeah, so girls, right. they and the reason they do that is a girl can get in and get more information from the riders from the pits. Uh-huh. I don't think because I, you know, I think they're more welcoming. And then yeah. they want me on the track as mostly a track. Uh, I'm supposed to like bring updates from the track, you know. Okay. So, just want to uh-huh. make sure you get it right. I don't Have want you, you to look yeah. dumb and no, say no. the wrong things. So. I mean, I'm looking forward to where you're like, Ralph. I spoke to the track. It didn't say anything. Mm. I put my ear down, and yeah. the, the buffalo aren't. I'm a track reporter. Track has gone silent right now as we speak. <laughs> Super shy. Um, hey, let's. Uh, so Jacob Hayes is coming up, and we'll, I want to talk more about him and right. a deal and everything else that you, you, you're heavily involved in that. Uh, MaximaUSA.com, number one oil in America, not got there by buying their way, got there by being voted number one in the sport. Monster Energy Pro Circuit, Monster Energy uh, Kawasaki, MaximaUSA.com. Great oil, great, fantastic company. We gave away an, a Maxima oil kit earlier on. Also, to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, uh, a job board is number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates. You can go there, upload your resume for free, which is super cool. And um, the MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com job of the week this week, Daniel, in case you're looking for work, outside <laughs> sales representative for uh, the folks at Fox Racing. Uh, sales was sales rep will meet category objectives and overall sales revenue targets for designated region. This is for Florida. Mm. So if you're in Florida or you want to go to Florida and work for a Fox as an outside sales guy, uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com will help you out, man. Thanks to those guys as well. Uh, Eagle Grit looks like they're hiring a a new co-owner on mm-hmm. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. You know anything about that? Yeah, I just texted my business Brian, partner and fired him. Brian, yeah, he's gone. Oh, because Brian on the here it says contact Brian. No, oh, don't contact Daniel. Crap, maybe, maybe so, he misunderstood me. I, I, he was the one that was going, um, but okay. <laughs> okay, all I right. guess I'm going to have to get access to uh, Motorcycle Industry, what is it? MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. That's right, and uh, uh, just edit that to yeah, call me. Thanks to those guys as well for coming on. And uh, also, too, uh, we want to thank the folks at uh, Michelin Motorcycle, Starcross 5. Fantastic tire. Uh, done a great job. Randy Richardson will be here at Monday after Glendale. So that's always fun. Randy's a great guy. And uh, 21 different sizes, vintage bikes, uh, modern bikes, anything else. Uh, 
fantastic uh, company in Michelin Motorcycle dot com. Uh, Michelin Starcross Five. We're putting a set of Starcross Fives on uh, the Yamaha raffle bike we're giving away. So thanks to the Yamaha for coming on board with that. And Michelin and Guts and Works Connection and FMF all on board. Uh, Roost as well. So um, yeah, thanks to those guys. And it, you can go on Mex dot com to check that out. Um, all right, we're talking about your job at NBC. We're talking mm-hmm. about Eagle Grit. We're talking about a lot of things here on the show. One of the things you're also doing, Race Day Live, yeah, with the legend, Jim Hollywood Holly. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's happening, guys? How are you? Man, I'm surprised Daniel flew there. Hey, Daniel, did you drive home Saturday night after... Uh no, I drove home Sunday. I, okay. could, I couldn't. Right. Do, I was so beat, man. I was wiped. Uh, well, I saw on your Instagram, hey, ask me a bunch of questions. So usually when you when you post that, you're driving home and you need to stay awake. No. Um, so I, let me was... ask you guys here. Enough of that. Nobody cares. Uh, Race Day Live, Anaheim 1. Are you guys rusty? Does it take – you've worked together for a while, but does it take – you don't do a practice show, right? I, Jim, I mean, that, you, don't Jim, think, you don't do a practice show, Jim, right? do you hear this guy? Are we rusty? So, no, but does it come right back right away? Uh, it, does, it does for me, and I think it does for Daniel. I mean, I was surprised. I mean, I, I was. Uh, we got our accolades uh, from Feld and NBC. They said it was one of the best shows that we've done. You know, we've kind of tightened it up. It's more of a TV format. We can't quite be as loose as we were before because we got time restraints and we got to go to a, something else and uh, we can't banter back and forth. Uh, I would like to see that a little bit more and I'm sure the fans might like it like Pulp MX, you know, we're just bantering back and forth. But I think all in all, I think it was a great show and a, and a great start to the season. Jim crushed it. He's consistent, man. Jim, it's, Jim's it's a legend. Type. Like I said, I, I'm i so critical, hey, so I, I play it back and I'm not happy, but Jim is just solid as a rock. So, Holly, we were talking about you before you came on. Did you hear that bit or no? No, I okay, was, so, unfortunately, I'm, I'm getting ready for my tax man, so I'm buried in paperwork. Oh, boy. So, Blair uh, Blair said, you're happy, Holly. You're never in a bad mood, and, and we all agreed with that, except I told him two times where, Jim, you were not happy, Jim. One... Whenever somebody owes you rent money in one of your rental properties, and two, when Halverson came to get the Mugen Honda. No, it wasn't Halverson. It was Al Baker. Oh, was it? Was it Al Baker? I thought it was Halverson. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Me and Tom Halverson, we were working on the bike. Ah, I'm ready. sorry. Sorry, Halvey, if you're listening. Johnny was, nice. Yeah, Johnny was coming back, and he got the white bike. So Halverson was getting that bike, and I had the production Honda with the Mugen kit on it. Al Baker calls and says, "Hey, I'm going to come over because Johnny needs to." practice and he needs that bike i go you can come over but he ain't taking that bike that's my race bike uh-huh. so anyhow he i'm sure the listeners know what happened you know he stepped one foot in the garage he grabbed the bike and i just decked him. <laughs> i didn't know that happened but holly, uncle jim are you serious but holly you warned him you said do not come in this garage to take the bike yeah he was walking up the driveway and you know this is before cell phones and texting and all yeah. that he called on a landline he said he was coming over to get the bike i go oh you can come over but you step one foot in my garage because you got to remember <laughs> that we were using my dad's garage to help out the team it, it, you know it was the race yeah. shop yeah and uh you know we're getting ready for a national and you're going to take my bike and johnny's going to go hammer it and all the work i, I put into it i got to redo it no 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 that's not going to happen that way <laughs> and uh so he he uh he came into the, you know, he stepped one foot in the garage, and I just, and you can ask Halverson next time you see him, Daniel, and just uh, one punch, and he went over the uh, parts wash machine, and down on the ground he went, and I was ready to 
uh, pounce on him again, and my mom came in screaming, don't hit him again, Jim. Don't hit him. I go, well, he ain't taking my bike. Mom. He ain't taking my bike. I don't even know if I could look Jim in the eye next week, oh, man. I didn't uh, know. I, I only know. know you as, like, happy Jim, man. He, 90, well, he, he, yeah. you know, now Steve's going, Steve will like this because – at Yamaha, Kenny Clark was the team manager back then, and I and uh, that year I won the Golden State Series when it was really popular. I mean, I think it was 1980, and uh, Kenny Clark set me and my dad down in his office. He said, "Look, you go out and prove yourself in the Golden State. Um, you know, we'll, we'll hook you up with a ride with LOP or Moto X Fox because they were their satellite teams in." So I, I told my dad, I said, look, I'm going to move to Henderson, Nevada. I'm going to work with my Uncle Bob construction during the day. After we're getting off at 2 o'clock, I'm hammering motos, I'm running. And I prepared myself because I didn't want any doubt that if I got a second or a third, I wasn't going to approve myself. I went out and I won the Golden State that Series that year. Against Glover, he'd come out, a, a few of them. O'Mara was there the whole mm-hmm. time, everybody. this was These were when we had 30, 40 guys on the starting gate of Golden States back then. And uh, after I won the series, matter of fact, I'm looking at it right now. It's on my desk, and it was uh, no, what was that? the ninth annual. I mean, I can't. It was probably yeah, yeah. the ninth or eighth annual. Anyhow, so walked into Kenny Clark's office and said, hey, man, I'm ready to go. Who are you hooking me up with? Uh, with uh, Moto X Fox or LOP, man? I'm ready. I'm chomping at the bit to get to the Nationals. And he says, man, I, unfortunately, I got some bad news. Yeah. Well, what, what's the bad news? He says, well, I couldn't hook you up with any of the teams. Oh, man. Did you punch him too, Jim? <laughs> oh, no, no, I didn't. So, so, anyhow, so then, you know, I'm almost crushed again. And then he says, I got some more bad news. How, how, how much more bad news can I take, Kenny? He says, well, you know, all the bikes and parts and everything I get? Yeah, I got to get those back, too. Oh. <laughs> I just win, you guys, the Golden State Series, and you take all my bikes and parts in me. Thankfully for Tad O'Connell and uh, Mark Porter, he's retired now, yeah. they backdoored me from engineering and testing a bike and some parts to get going on the Nationals, and then Johnny got hurt. And then I filled in on the Mugen, and they said if you go back east in uh, Southwick and get in the top ten, I can't remember what I got. I was in the top ten. I don't know if it was seventh or eighth or whatever. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll carry you out on the team. When Johnny comes back, you get, so now you can understand when the second time somebody says they're going to take away my bikes, well, I'm fighting for it. You, you take away my bikes. <laughs> Classic well, story. So, um, Jim, what's your, what's your takeaways from Anaheim one? I thought it was awesome. I mean, I, I thought, you know, we dodged a bullet with the rain. I mean, I think it could have been a lot worse if the rain would have came in two hours earlier. But I thought, what a way to start the season for Barca and, uh, you know, Roxon and, uh, you know, Tomac. Those three guys are the, you know, uh, yeah. they're going to be in the hunt for the championship, obviously. And then uh, I was really, I was watching the number two on that KTM, and I watched him go down the first turn. I watched him work all the way up to fifth. I, I just don't even, I, I, I like watching the uh, the guys up front, but I also go back and I see yeah. where guys are going to do, you know. Um, I don't know how, what happened to El Hombre, man. Shit, he was 14th, I think. You know, he yeah. just kind of went backwards and stuff. I was real happy with Mookie in that heat race. I, I don't know what happened when he came out of the left-hander, and I don't know if he stalled it or whatever. Stalled it, yeah, like, he stalled you know it. what it was? Just yeah. a straight stall? Yeah, stalled it. 
Yeah, but he, I mean, he got it going again. He looked good. I mean, I thought he was going to win that, the uh, one until he, you know, uh, you went tried to go underneath Dean in that right hander and lost both wheels and slid it out and stuff. I, I thought he put it in a phenomenal ride. He looked good. I thought Dean looked good. Matter of fact, I don't know if you know this, Daniel, but I just got off the phone prior to that. That's why you said, hey, call in. But Dean Wilson will be a guest on Race Day Live. I've already uh, got it signed, sealed, and delivered. Oh, he was just on this uh, show. Yeah. Yeah, so Dean's on there, and I, you know, I, I, I like Dean. I mean, I asked him, you know, I thought, you know, maybe he would be on the uh, Rocky Mountain ATVMC ride with the Butler brothers over there, but uh, he said because his uh, contract with Rockstar, he, he couldn't get out of it to go over there or whatever, yeah. and he was happier just doing his own thing. Yeah. And yeah. and I think sometimes that takes the pressure off the guys, believe it or not. You know, you, you don't have all that pressure. You're running your own team. You can do what you want to do, say what you want to say, yeah. and you don't have to worry about any contract sequences from the factories and and i think it showed it although i did tell him hey i was watching you you were good up to the 14 minute mark you got to work on a little bit more but on that same thing dean i got to commend you because you didn't let that thing you know leading this thing let it get to your head you knew you weren't ready to win it you back down you let kenny get you you let the freight train of eli get you and you ended up getting fourth hey that's a respectable finish for the the start of the season instead of throwing it away and getting 18th you know mm-hmm. so yeah absolutely i thought he rode well and i was real happy with colt nichols getting his first i mean yeah. he, he looked good all day and uh he did what he had to do got the whole shot and ran away with it i, I was a little disappointed with McElrath. i thought that maybe he was going to go after him I, I didn't get yeah. a chance to talk to him and see what happened to him but third's okay yeah third's you'll take yeah. yeah. Um yeah. Paul's on the line. He wants to talk to, to Jim. Paul, what's up? What's happening? You want to talk to Jim Hawley? Yeah, no, I just wanted to 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 remind Jim that uh even young bucks like myself know who Jim Hawley is. Oh, I mean, come on. <laughs> and uh well well, but uh, there's a lot of folks nowadays who have no idea, but uh Jim Hawley's a legend of the sport, not only what he did while he was riding, but what he's done for the sport with bringing Japanese folks over and and just always done with uh, <coughs> excuse me <coughs> uh, with with race day live and everything else, but the knowledge alone is just is just amazing. Oh, he is. So. Uh, Daniel can attest. It's just it's a it's a legend, dude. Jim's hard drive. It, <laughs> there's a lot in there, man. He knows everything about everything, and that's why I love having him on. I appreciate it, Paul. I try to, uh, you know, the sport was good to me and, and and made my life easy. I was able to make a good living and invest the money and stuff. And if I can give anything back to the sport, I mean, I have a passion for it. I, I love the sport and um, I enjoy what I'm doing. I mean, uh, you know, it's funny. Daniel and I will will talk, you know, off camera and. Uh, you know, it's. I've been through a lot of hosts. I mean, I can go back to you know Jason Wagon, Chad Demniani, Kevin Barnett, uh, Andy Boyer, now Daniel Blair. I mean, I'm outlasting all these cats. Oh boy, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Have Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Bruce. Bruce, you want to talk about the Gold App, huh? What's going on? Oh boy, here we go. Well, uh oh. There's there's no there's no commercials on there. So how do we grow a sport? And how how to say my son goes to to his sponsors and says, hey, I want to get sponsored to ride pro motocross so I can ride the Supercross or Outdoor Series when when it goes to commercials, it's absolutely blank on the app. Well, here's the thing: you're paying for the app. Uh, I get and, that, and so you're paying for it. So they're like, these guys don't want to watch commercials. They're so paying for it. Kind of so, almost like the that, idea. I think you grow a sport with with no sponsorship. Right? <clears throat> While well, the that's commercials that, are on the NBC, sp- I, that's a silly. My question. second thing okay. is is go ahead. We also got the industry seating at A1. Uh-huh. 
And we sat there all day long until the main events came and Feld sold the tickets for the industry seating as well. So we got kicked out of our seats right before the main events. What? Yeah. So that's something that, that I think that you guys could uh, could help work on because there was a lot of really irritated, aggravated did, people. Who, well, but did you – maybe someone was playing a trick on you. Did they actually have those tickets? Did you see – can I see those? The, the, the Someone's usher. like, hey, man, those right. seats look that's good. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like someone's going to be like – the ushers made everybody move. The ushers did. Okay, that's yeah, odd sure. that Feld would do that. I mean, they, I've never I, I've, heard of that. I've been to A one for for lots and lots and lots of years. I've been a person uh-huh. in the sport forever, and I've never ever had anything like that ever happen at any yeah. cross race I've ever been to. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's very odd, and man. So I said, yeah. well, maybe we better talk to Feld. I told the ushers that we were very polite, but there was other people that weren't very polite. I'm sure. And. You know what I mean? But the problem was is it was pouring down rain and nobody wanted to go down there, so everybody right. was forced to stand underneath the cover. Yeah. And it kind of ruined the experience. But i got to tell you, my hat's off to all those riders that were out there because they put on a epic, epic show, even in those slick and, and adverse conditions. Man, it was one of the best Supercross races I've ever seen. It was good, man. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, we've got another call for Jim Hawley. Look, Blair, you, you, you're you on, but everybody wants to call for Jim. What? I mean, told you. Yeah, I uh, told you. Uh, Mike, what's up? You want a question, an announcing question for Jim Hawley? Well, I I mean, it can go to all three of you guys. Okay. Super Steve, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. So I've been doing a, a little bit of announcing at our local uh, arena cross series. Uh-huh. And I was just kind of wondering how you guys, you know, there's somewhat of a dead time there. And, like, how long does it take for you to automatically fill those dead time, like that dead air? And then how long does it take you guys, because since all three of you are good at this whole announcing thing, how long does it take you to get used to your own voice? <laughs> I mean, I'll answer that to start. That For me, it was when I was in the band. That was the first time I ever heard myself, you know, because that was the first time I was being recorded. And it was brutal. I, w- I hated the way I sounded. And then grew out of that as we you know as i went on but i mean i don't know about you jim but in the beginning for me that was that was an issue right away like i hated hearing my own voice and i was like oh you daniel you sound so stupid and then you just you just kind of just accept that's who you sound like and then it's not so bad once you accept it yeah for for, for me i've been used to it since i was racing because when i'm racing uh i I would talk to myself you know uh on the track hey don't blow it you know you you got this Take it easy. Make sure you hit your marks. Don't don't get excited. If I did make a big mistake, settle down, Jim. You know, I would just I would literally talk to myself. So I've been talking to myself for years. Um, and a lot of times it'd be like, well, shit, rollerball was just the better man today. Yeah, well, sometimes it was. I mean, rollerball was, but you know, other times <laughs> I was a good, I was better than rollerball. But the best thing about it, we'd go out and have a steak dinner afterwards. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what about the dead time, Mike? What do you mean? Like, uh, are you mean talking in between races? What do you mean by dead air or dead time? So, like, well, like we take an intermission or whatever, and it's ten, fifteen minutes, and I feel like I need to be talking, but I'm not exactly sure. Like, I know a lot about moto; I've been riding dirt bikes my whole life, but I yeah. mean, I feel like I'm just rambling on about just stuff that nobody wants to hear. Like, what? What would you guys? Well, that time I, with? I mean, what I do, and Daniel knows. I mean, I have notes. I, I got notes, and each week I, I do notes. I go back, I look at old stats and things like that, in case I have to fill, you know, time or whatever. For you, I would say if you're at a local track, maybe, uh, you know, uh, 
take a re- tape recorder or whatever and, and go get some interviews and say, hey, I, I've talked to so-and-so, and let's take a listen to him. And, and you got Ooh, that's good, Jim. That is three-minute video. That is good. I mean, a three-minute voiceover form, and you can take a thought. That, that's what I would do. Another thing, too, and I know this is hard because you feel you have an obligation to talk, but less is more sometimes, man. I mean, don't be afraid to tell the tell the audience, say, hey, we're going to take a quick intermission, get some food and snacks, and we'll be back with you in a moment. And then give yourself a breather. If you feel like you're forcing it and you're just running out, whatever, tell the audience that, hey, you can take a quick break. Sometimes silence is a good yeah. breather. It, and then it makes the things you do say more effective. So I, I uh, take that into consideration, too. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the call, Mike. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, hey, can I say one more thing, Steve? Sure. People, quit busting Ralph's balls. That guy does an awesome job. Yeah, there we go. Harder than it looks, too. <laughs> Fantastic. Well said. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, Ralph, again, And, and that's I from love someone him. right there who says he does this. It It is hard. He he talks at the races. Yep. He knows. it's Dude, it's brutal. Right. Um, when... Can I get a, a shout-out on Race Day Live about the Steve Mathis Memorial Nets again? You did. Can I get another one or no? No, no that was a Pro- one-time Probably thing. not, just one time only? One-time thing. Jim uh, did it last year. I know, I know. I appreciated it. Uh, those Nets were, you know, something that I was been pushing for a long time. Um, all right, so, hey, uh, Jim, Glendale is always a great track. I hope it is again. That's, that track has been really good and seen some good racing. Yeah, it has. And, and I, I don't think it'll uh, waver from that. I think the, the, the soil is going to be good. You know, if anything, they're going to have to be chasing the water a little bit because, you know, I don't know what the weather is in Glendale. I mean, it's, it's pretty hot right now, but uh, hopefully the, you know, Feld track crew and the Dirtworks track crew will have it in great shape like they've had in, in years past. I mean, the thing that I look at, where Daniel and I, where we do race day live, I mean, it's usually above the starting line, and you just look, and it's a whole... I mean, it looks like it just goes for miles and miles. Mm-hmm. That, that place that is big. Yeah. Right away. Yep. No, I, yeah. love, I love it. I love the long start straight. I love the whoops every year. And that's that's the floor plan there, because yeah. of the way they retract the field. Yep. That's a big floor, and that's you got more room to work with. They obviously have a lot of dirt stored. It's Dude, Glendale is always good. Yeah. Every and have you seen the track map for this? No, dude, three long rhythm sections, oh, three fantastic. of them. So hey, good to hear. It should be good, man. I'm pumped. Um, cool. Hey, Jim, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. We got Jacob Hayes coming up. That's Daniel's uh, son, illegitimate son from another biological biological son. So we got him coming Anytime. up. Time and one other thing, you mentioned Jacob Hayes, and I think he did have a hell of a job. You know, we talked about the other guys who were on the podium, but I mean, for a 25 year old rookie to come in and, and have a top 10, I believe he finished uh, seventh or eighth, right, Daniel? Yeah, eighth. We don't want to talk about the last two laps, but whatever. He got eighth. Yeah, but, but that's okay. I mean, he built on it. He looked great in that heat race and stuff, leading it and stuff. Got the got the first uh, race jitters out. Now let's uh, get in that top five and just one step at a time. But uh, anyway, I'll let you guys go. Have that, a great night. Hey, thanks, make Jim. sure you say hi to Pookie, and I'll, I'll get up there live yeah. one of these times. I want to see that new new place you got. A hundred percent. We got to get you in studio again. You're, you're a legend. Thanks, Jimmy. All right, take care, boy. Thanks, Bye. Jim Hollywood Holly. Everybody, I'm telling you, man, working with him is like. You know how they say like your work life is good if you like the people you're around. Yeah, yeah. it's four hours with he's, that guy. It's he's, just it's he's great. And he's got a smartphone now. Yeah, he's got Instagram. He's got Instagram. We got dude last year at Salt Lake on the show. We joked around with him, and I created him one right there on the fly. And he had like over a thousand followers. Hey, it's Jim Holland. And then people are writing him in and like, dude, remember me? Like he I, he has to have more friends than any human yeah. on the planet. Oh yeah. Yeah, Without he's, question. Because everywhere we go, 
there's a line waiting after race day live for him, and it's not like people that just want to get his autograph. No, no, These no. are his friends. Yeah. It's like they're all waiting and, to talk about like something. And nobody wants to talk to you. No. No. Uh, Daniel Bear, EagleGrit.com. He's going to be in studio. We're going to try him for once a month, right? We're going for it, man. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not working real hard or anything, but yep, yeah, you yep, want me in here yep, once, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, so. uh, I, I, we were talking about Anderson earlier, and uh, it's interesting to see. I think he'll rebound. I'm not ready to push the panic button or anything else, but it wasn't a good performance. But something that our own Chris Kiefer noticed. Kiefer, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. How are you doing? We're good. Daniel Blair was late today getting here, but, uh, you know, we're working around that. Was he past 6 o'clock? Yes. Oh, that is horrible, Daniel. You know what, Christopher? It wasn't my fault. All right. <laughs> Did you guys ever race together? Yeah. Would have had to have, mm, right? Yeah, I wouldn't call it much racing. Daniel pretty much worked me all the time. Yeah, Riviera de Loop was the last time. Wow. Yep. And then that was it. You're just going to drop that, Riviera de Loop. I just remember. Yeah, I literally remember we were there together, and we were. What? I think we were in an LCQ together. What happened after the Riviera de Loop with you two? Oh, my God. We, hey, what's that place called? The, it's not the bear, is it? Uh, something like that. Some it, kind of animal. I think it's the, the bear. The beaver. No, it's a, it's the bear, I'm pretty sure. And it is the go-to after party at Riviera de Loop. And Let me just yeah. say, every pro from Canada and ex-pro has a Riviera de Loop after party story. Like, they all have one. It, it, it's incredible. I've never been there, uh, but it was, a, it was a staple for the series for many years in Canada. And every pro has one. So I'll give you a quick most, one. Most of my after party Canadian after party situations involve Willard. So ignore <laughs> that probably went. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> that was I was gonna go there, but now nah, we've usually been to- about usually women, a lot of women, a lot of alcohol, and I was a sober guy trying to not let Willard's penis inside of a foreign a woman. Right, so. right. And you failed. <laughs> many times. <laughs> yeah. Many times. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. You want to tell your story now? Oh, no. That, I mean, uh, it, invo- oh, it involved no. Willard? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Kiefer, uh, you're, uh, you love Rockstar Husky uh, Factory Edition bike. Uh, same bike as Jason Anderson. Uh, you noticed something this weekend in Anaheim. Yeah. So, when I was looking, um, I'm pretty familiar with the bike because I've been riding one a lot. And, uh, I spent some time on the previous version that he's using the older style head, which is a taller head. And um, so I kind of dug a little bit and found out some information. He's running a stroke. Uh, I guess, <laughs> I, guess uh, <laughs> I guess he rode one of the, the GP guys bikes last year and really liked that engine character. So um, he wasn't too happy with his spec preseason and, um, some Austria guys came over and brought that engine, and he decided that's the one he liked for right now, and that's what he's running with. So, why would you change that up for, <laughs> for, uh, for your Supercross champion? Why? If I'm Anderson, I'm like, hey, you know the bike from Vegas? Yeah, bring that, bring that one, and that don't touch it because right. I won a title on yeah. that thing. But what do you think, Kiefer? Um, I well, you know how to, you know how riders are. We're all mental cases. You ride one thing, you have a good day. No matter what it is, it could be a piece of shit, and if you have a great day, you think that's the best thing ever. So um, from what I hear, he was having some issues, and he got on this other engine package and, and thought it was better, um, and then just stuck with that. So is that his problem? Of course not. That's not the issue. Yeah, uh, I, I, uh, I he, I'm uh, surprised, though, that you, but, you but, wouldn't do but that. But there is maybe an issue to that. 
this is a guy who normally sure. isn't phased by any, whatever, and if he's having issues and having to go and do stuff like that, maybe he's in his own head because he's thinking more than he used to. You know what I mean? Like maybe the engine isn't it, but him searching and and not liking this, not liking that, that affects riders too. You always hear riders say when they're comfortable and they're good, that's when they're good. And if he's searching for something, then maybe he's not comfortable, and then that's kind of the start of it, you know? Well, I, I thought it was kind of weird too. I heard – I heard him say this. I don't know what interview or who interviewed him, but I heard him say, like, sometimes I wish I didn't have the championships. I have to do all this other bullshit behind it, you know, like interviews, go to these events. And I don't know, man, it just seems weird to me being a champion. Those are the things that, that come with being a champion. And when you say stuff like that, it means that maybe you weren't really ready mentally to handle all of the extra shit that you have to do when it comes with the, the number one plate, you know, not yeah. not to mention just the racing part of it, but what about all the interviews and, and events and flying overseas to go to championship parties and all these things that you have to do? So, um, well, I no, guess she's really not too stoked on all yeah, that. Yeah, and no, no matter how much you want to act like it doesn't get to you, when you're chasing your first championship, I can only imagine like those pressures and stresses because you're trying to figure this thing out on the fly. Like, how do I close yeah. this? Whatever. That's a type of pressure. But he was not expected to be the guy. And by the time it was all over, I mean, 17 weeks flies by, and all of a sudden it's over and he's the champ. Now he's got how many months to think about, I'm number one, I'm expected to be number one, can I win it again? Like, no matter how rock solid you are, that stuff right. weighs. And, um, I, I mean, you can act any way you want. I think the second championship's got to be harder than the first because now there's expectations when there wasn't before. So mm-hmm. he can act as cool as he wants in the press conference. You know he's thinking about it. and. Yeah. It doesn't explain a 14th, but... Right. I, I, I find the, inter, the the change to the different motor, the head, is very interesting to me, and like I, I question that, but we'll see. We'll see. What like do you why? think? Hey, Kiefer, you think the old one's on this weekend? I don't know, man. I, I think so. I yeah. think he's going to maybe try to run that. I don't... I didn't hear that he was going to switch it up, you know, right away. And right. I also think that some of his... Maybe some of it was the off-season or preseason crash that he had. And maybe something's bothering him that he's not letting everyone in on. So, um, all right. Before we let you go, uh, Jacob Hayes coming up here shortly. Um, uh, Cooper Webb. We haven't talked about him all show long. He fell in the first turn in Anaheim one. Comes from dead last, and I mean dead last, to fifth. Fastest lap of the night. Conditions were bad. He. he we've seen him ride before. He's the guy I'm most unsure about as far as, like, like I think Anderson's going to bounce back, and I think Barsha's going to be good, and I think Mookie and Dean were good and will stay good, and Tomac is Tomac, and Roxanne is Roxanne, and Daniel Blair is Daniel Blair, and everything else. But, but like, I, I don't know. Is, is Webb back? Is he, is he back, Daniel? I want him to be so bad. I love <laughs> Cooper, man. He is, like, my favorite. Uh, mainly because he took Tyler Bowers out a couple of years ago on 250, so obviously I love him. Um, and that's why I like Jacob Hayes, too. Is where we'll get to that. Okay. Um, different time in my life. And different, yeah, whatever. the old um, Daniel. Yeah, um, the immature right. Daniel. Like a couple of years ago. Um, <laughs> like a couple months ago. Yeah, like earlier today. Right. Um, but no, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out one thing, and then y'all listening can take this how you want it. As good as he looked, and as aggressive, and just yep. with it that he looked. 2017 in Oakland. Yeah. Take take that take that for what it's worth. Yeah. We saw the same. What were the conditions? Yep. Was it a full mudder? No. It was kind of muddy mm-hmm. to where guys were a little in, but who was busting that big old quad passing Tomac back? But, okay, I, I'm, go, I'm with you. I'm with you. I get it. But, Kiefer, you're a rider. 
you throw all of that stuff out the window. You throw the weather out, everything else. In your mind, you just came from last to fifth. You have the fastest lap of the night. Yeah, absolutely. Mental game of it's huge. And I think uh, and I, everyone's kind of laughing at me like, you know, we talked about Monster Cup, but I feel like Cooper is going to be a lot better on this bike regardless of weather situations. Um, I think it just fits him better. The way that power is delivered, he's not the strongest, you know, physically um, fit guy. I, I mean, I would say cardio-wise, yeah, great, but he's not just a ripped specimen. And I think how that bike delivers power, and I've ridden a pretty close, you know, version of that engine, it's just so easy to ride. He's small, too. his style. He's a small Keeper, guy. right? He, I mean, when you, you don't, you see these guys on the bike and you just whatever, but stand next to him, he's little. You know, like, and, 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 and if you, I don't know if you guys noticed, maybe Daniel did, he's been up in, you know, in the mix. Oh, I guess I, I, I guess I'm garbage. Yeah, okay. All right. I never noticed. Anyway. No, like he was, he was on the floor and maybe he can see it, but like, I felt like Cooper's bike was a lot lower to the ground. So on press day is when I saw that his shock and for his bike looked like a super mini. It was so right, that's what I low like on press day. Lower and Marvin set taller. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know, man. I think he's going to be better. I think he's going to be. Uh, you're going to see it in Phoenix. I hope so. Because we're going to have a closed dome and yeah. close to rain, but I think that's going to be closed. But from, um, I just think that bike in general is going to be better for him. The people I talk to, obviously, he's with Alden Baker program there in Claremont. People I talk to, it was a big adjustment for him. There was some butting of heads going on. There was there was some definitely some serious adjustment for Coop to to go to an all new training. Uh, session everything new all new training program everything else it didn't go well at times they're fine now everything's great but it took a little bit of adjustment and you know we had coop on this show two months ago or a month and a half ago he gave us a real honest interview it was shocking how honest he was he's one of them though yeah he always has been that way right so uh i think this thing's gonna do nothing but help him for sure um and, and i'm looking forward to seeing how he can do absolutely and uh Kiefer daytime program good yeah, it was great. We uh, actually I had nighttime, you know, the night prior. I had nighttime program, so I did a daytime program. So I actually did a full program last week. <laughs> we did the live Goodbye. show, everybody, on the archive. Uh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it was good. I, I always enjoy a one. And uh, Friday night, I always seem to be like a little kid on Christmas Eve. You know, I always like looking at the bikes, and that's my favorite part mm-hmm. is to go check out the bikes. And, yep. Um, but man, it's tough to walk around that place. It was gnarly. Like at four o'clock, it's, you can't walk around the pits very good, Steve. Yeah. Too many people. Well, yeah, that's good though. That's fine. Where I do you hide out? Like, where are you at? Like, I need dude, to- I don't hide out. I'm a man of the people. I'm going from truck to truck. I'm talking to people. You know, so you're not the man. You're up. You're up in the booth. I'm downstairs. And uh, yeah, I get the best. I get the best view of the track. I have Wi-Fi. I can look at lap times. I can watch video. I can do everything up there. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um. Hey, uh, before we let you go, Daniel, we we have a couple of outtakes of your uh, NBC show. Yeah, I don't know how we got these. They're anonymous. They were emailed us to us. Yeah, I I I thought I had pretty but, solid performances. I, I don't know, man. Like, you're, are you scheduled for Glendale? You're in. Yeah. Okay, because <laughs> we're gonna play an outtake that we've we've got from you. We got one. We got two, but we're gonna play one right now. Uh, Marks, let's let's play that from from, from Daniel. The audio we got. From, from this is from during the night show. Yeah, I this think is, they, this is on TV. I, I I don't know why you're looking at me weird. This is. I think they clipped this out. This little floater jump, tunnel jump, really fun to watch when they kind of just float into a short whoop section, but they're really steep into a fan favorite triple jump into a monster 
180 corner. And this is an interesting rhythm Ricky, section. Talk some about guys going double, yeah, triple, track triple. preview. Some yeah. guys not being able to do that, so that's going to be key. With the little they go under the tunnel into some really fun doubles right here, jumping over the start straight. Really cool to watch. Into another fun rhythm section okay, here. Watch this. A lot of guys going to be buffering doing a little bit. different yeah. options. So uh, this is going to be key I don't, for sure. Why, why are you, what's the concern? I don't know what, what the problem is. 40 yards, a lot of time to be made and lost in there. That's going to be a fun section across the start stretch into a right-handed <laughs> 180 corner and over the finish line. What's wrong with that? We have two more members of our NBC Sports team who will be covering all the action down on the racetrack. We begin with Daniel Blair. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Justin Barsha does look great tonight, but look, I want to talk about me right now, okay? When I was racing, I was a legend. I was the shortest guy on the track, blitzed the whoops better than anybody, and look, yeah, I only have an arena cross title, but things were fixed back then, and look, big boards weren't allowed, whatever, I ran them, whatever. But look, you, you what settles? I would do out there is whatever they're doing, but just better. It's just how it goes, and EagleGrit.com, buy some soap. I mean, you're, what? You're, you're, you're okay with that? I mean, what'd they say? They told me they told me I had a great night. I, no. What do you mean? Okay, I mean, I thought it was more about the racers on the track and not yourself and your career, but no. I they hey, I'm expected to be a, a expert from the floor, and I told the truth. What? Okay, all right. Hey, yeah. Daniel swears up and down. I've asked this before. He ripped hole shots, and I forget what years he's wearing. He's on 250F Yamaha. LBZ. 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 Dude, his hole shots were good, and he says it wasn't a big bore. I claim in bullshit. I will tell you right now, every year I ran a big bore, and that wasn't it. Oh four, <laughs> I did not run a big bore, I swear. Really? Yeah. I d there was other years, for sure, like my 99, uh, 09, the year I rode for Geico. I had a big yeah. bore when I was a privateer. Yeah, and then yeah. Geico hired you, and you're like, hey, guys, I need some more CCs. Yeah, I was like, dude, this bike's junk. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, no I, I ran a big bore at times. I, it was what it was. I was on a budget. I was From the time I was 16, I was my own bankroll okay i didn't have much help financially and motors were expensive and big boards were like a couple hundred bucks yeah sweet um so, oh, but hey, no keeper keeper oh four look see people don't realize back then that's when the four strokes were just kind of coming out stock right. ones with a yosh pipe were good and i whole shot everything that year um all right, Kiefer. Well, you and him should maybe do a podcast called Big Bore together. You two can do Big Bore <laughs> podcast. We'll That'd tell you great. all about it. Uh, I mean, we, we know. All right, Kiefer. Well, thanks for coming by and doing, helping out with the live show, Kiefer. You were fantastic, of course. And, yeah, uh, it was a fun time. Thank you. Appreciate that. Anaheim 2, you will be daytime program again? I will be, yes, and, I will. And, and read, read Kiefer's column on com where he picks his best dressed. Hey, my best dress was good. I had to dig deep. There wasn't that much good-looking gear this weekend, so... Um, that Fox stuff, I wasn't into. I'm by the way, this Lissamore. <laughs> you mean that AXO stuff? Lissamore is sitting right wow. here. Lissamore sitting right here. So we just put the Lit Kid Award out. Dean. The, 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 the real award that counts. Dean. And so it's on Twitter. Go vote on pulpmex.com. But Lissamore, a guy named Ken Roxon94 said, Jesus Christ, you guys couldn't find a photo that was taken with a flip phone. No, <laughs> no way. Yeah, it's hold, super blurry. Hold on. Oh, what? No, the. Whatever Adam did when he posted it, it's super blurry. I was gonna say that to you. So Ken said that. Yeah, the photo. The photo looks bad. Oh. But it's not bad. Like the ones I emailed to you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's lit, kid. Everybody. <laughs> all right, keeper, we gotta go. Wow. Thanks for calling. <laughs> See you later. Uh, all right, everybody. Daniel Blair in studio here. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. So one of the surprises of the night was this three-digit guy, 
running in 250 West class uh, for Cycle Trader Yamaha. Uh, by the way, sponsored by RoostMX.net. Uh, if you if you go to RoostMX.net, punch in the code Pulp Nation, you can save on custom number plates, custom graphics. I saw a guy on my Instagram. He had four bikes, four bikes from RoostMX with Pulp MX graphics on them. Why does he have four bikes? It was not related to me. He had like a CRF 150 and a CRF. Is it like two- a family of people or yeah. is this just one dude? No, it was he's a just, family. Like a they collector? all had pulp, pulp graphics on and they were all bought from RoostMX.net. Uh, RoostMX, of course, helps out the Cycle Trader Yamaha team and big part of that and uh, everything else. So RoostMX is pr- pleased and proud to bring you our, our next guest of the evening. Like I said, the three-digit guy that was uh, running up front in the uh, 250 class. He's a uh, Arena Cross champion. Jacob Hayes. What's up, Jacob? How are you, man? What's happening, guys? Hey, Jacob, before we get going, if there's anything you feel uncomfortable about, just text me and I'll tell Steve to back off. All right, just, I got you. I'm, I'm in here. I'm, so, I'm your first line of defense. You, this agent guy of yours, he, he shows up 30 minutes late. He comes in demanding pizza and demanding peanut butter cookies. He's he's really the diva, Hayes. Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, honestly, we said 845, and he pushes the show back till 9. Because he invites Holly on. I didn't do that. Because you invited Holly on. I did do that. I guess, dude. I guess I need a doctor pay, bro. Yeah. All right. Well, what's less than zero, homie? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, when, when, you, when you got Hayes that ride up in Canada last summer, <laughs> you texted me. I mean, you have been on the Jacob Hayes bandwagon. Daniel, and because you, and like you said before, you got on because he took out Tyler Bowers. Yeah, and let's be clear, I'm not on the bandwagon. I'm driving You're that driving sucker, dude. It. I'm you the are. pilot. Um, well, good job, Jacob. Uh, you won it back in Supercross. We know about your star ride last year that didn't happen, but came close. We know about your Arena Cross titles. You wanted a chance. You wanted a shot at Supercross, and you got one of the Cycle Trader team. And I think you did very well. And you, you should be stoked about Anaheim, huh? Yeah, thank you. I mean, uh, it's just been a long process, journey, um, just a battle to get to uh, a Supercross race. I feel like it just was never going to happen at times. I mean, uh, just battling in Arena Cross, going for the championship several years, and coming so close and coming so close to having many Supercross rides, it just always seemed like something would pop up to where I wouldn't get a chance. And to finally be able to get this chance with the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team, Christina Denny is. It's giving me an unbelievable opportunity, and I'm just super excited to be out there. Why couldn't you get him a star ride, Daniel? Uh, I just I felt it was better to come in a little under the radar. Oh, it was just okay. a decision that I made. I mean, they offered like I don't know, four hundred grand. I yeah. just told them nah, it's <laughs> right. just like, right. you're going to break that news tonight. Dan. Yeah, I mean, look, we just we got a big plan in place, and that right. just uh, didn't fit the agenda that we well, had uh, planning. Yeah, hey, it's very mature, of you Jacob, to skip out on four hundred grand. I was very very mature. It's not of about you. the money, man. Right. Like, I mean, right. obviously, like you said, he doesn't pay me anything. So, um, <laughs> no, it's just it, it's. It's about the fit, um, and the fit's perfect. So, <laughs> um, no, the Cycle Trader team is a good start. Look, hey, we're Colt Nichols start Cycle Trader team. Hartraft was a breakout rider last year on that team. Uh, a Ray had some success. They've they've done a nice job over the years of taking some people, grooming them, uh, doing well with them. It's a great platform, the YZ two fifty F. And Jacob, this is this is yeah. Now it's on your shoulders, and I think after A one, you you showed everybody what was up. I mean, you're one fifty six out there, and people are probably like, who the hell is that guy? I know, I probably look a little Euro, got the CD boots, uh, Suomi helmets, moose gear, but uh, no, from here. Uh, um, X-Brand Goggles, too, by the way. Choice of champions everywhere, xbrandgoggles.com. X-Brand Goggles, yeah, was ripping those. Um, The roll-off system in the main event worked out pretty well. I don't think uh, anyone had clear vision, but uh, Mm -hmm. I felt I did pretty good. 
Um, I don't know. The first one was good. Just kind of yep. happy to get it out of the way. Got a good benchmark and just uh, consistently want to get better. I want to get inside uh, that top five. So when you showed up at Anaheim, it's Anaheim 1, everyone's nervous. Uh, Daniel had the same feeling when he had his big boars and everything. But um, where did you think you could be? Were you like, hey, like, I think, you're, you know, you look at the class right now, you look at the D. I, I see, I could see you getting into the top five. I mean, Dakota's beat you. Marchbank's beat you. I think, you know, flip a coin, you can run that pace. And then, you know, if one of those big factory guys has an off night, you can get into the mix or maybe you straight up beat him. Like, did you think you could be... You know, you just said you want to be top five. Did you think that's where you could be? Honestly, I didn't know. I just, um, I mean, leading up with all the preparation that I did, uh, I raced over in Australia. And I wouldn't say it went bad over there, but, you know, I really wanted to be winning. And I didn't even get a main event win over there. You know, Mm -hmm. I got a couple seconds and stuff like that. So that kind of put the pressure on me even more. And then when I got um, to California and started testing and and riding the bike, and then me and Brandon were, were training together. Um, we have the same trainer, Seth Eric. So we were we were working hard, but I just didn't know. I've never done one. So coming in, I wanted to be – I think my goal was all day, just anytime I was on the track, to be inside the top ten. I think I told you that yep. um, at Post the race, race Saturday night. But there wasn't really a number where I wanted to be. And now that I have – you know, I went yep. fourth in the heat race, eighth in the main. I want to consistently get better. Uh, that's, you know, my benchmark. And – like I said, I just want to get better and improve on my results each weekend. Daniel, uh, you, like I said, you've been on this Jacob Hayes bandwagon for a long time. I don't know if he like started beating you down in Arena Cross, and then so that he made you switch to his bandwagon. But tell us, the listeners, with pretend Jacob's not on the line right now. Okay, why do you like this kid? Why have you always believed in him? Why have you been helping him again for probably ex- crazy agent fees, probably yeah. out of line percents, but. All right, I'm gonna just be on. Right, this is an honest show. Yeah, it's is an that, honest show. This is the thing. Yeah. We're gonna do good questions, good answers. Yeah. So, all right, I'm on the hot seat. You gotta be honest. Remember, this is an immature time in my life, but <laughs> I didn't like Tyler Bowers for a long time. <laughs> okay. All right, we've still right. never spoken, but I think you we're and, cool. You and Brady have spoken. Me and Brady are tight. Okay. We're like homies. I right. mean, we we say hi. Okay. I didn't like Bowers for a long time. When you're in Arena Cross and you're in that little world and in that pond, yep. and he was in that pond, he wasn't. He he wasn't too likable in that pond we were in. And Jacob comes in, some amateur kid that mm-hmm. I'd never, I hadn't heard of that much. I mean, I'd heard the name, whatever. First round in Wooster, uh, Bowers takes him out. And I'm like, Bowers, man, here he is, round one. Here he goes again, just start bullying everyone around. And little squirrely Jacob with his stock muffler and no graphics laid Bowers out. <laughs> and I walked up to him after the race. I literally walked up to him and said, hey, man, I don't know anything about you, <laughs> but I like you. And I shook his hand and... I, I started I even, driving the bandwagon right then. I said, "Hey, everybody, hop on! I'm driving this bandwagon." I didn't even, even know your name, but that's awesome. Yeah, kid. what was your what was your name again? Jeff, <laughs> Jeff. Hey, oh, Jacob. That's right. Good job. And um, that was it. And since then, I've you been get, making money off him. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Been sucking him dry. Yeah, yeah. Just. I mean, let's be clear. I sign his out. I sign his uh, contracts for him. He doesn't even well, know, listen, but the checks actually go hey, to me. Listen, he's wearing a Suomi, so that tells me that you, you were you were getting him some good money. I told you it's not about the money, man. I'm just telling it's you. About, it's about the fit, um, right? No, it's funny. Uh, Jacob, like you said, you've been waiting for that chance. So we kind of talked on our show about your star ride. Can you take us – I don't know how much you want to get into it. Take us through that a little bit. What happened last year? How close you came to getting on a star bike as, as a fill-in? Um, I believe it was on the the three weekends we had off before we reset the points mm-hmm. and we're going for the chase for the championship. And I had the points lead at the time 
Um, me and Gavin had swapped it back and forth a couple times, but I was holding the red plate. So that would have meant I was holding the red plate going into the, the championship run. Mm-hmm. Um, and Will Hahn got a hold of me and um, just kind of said, hey, man, this is this is where we're at. And this is kind of what I can offer you. Um, would you be interested? And I, I said, man, I, I honestly can't even answer that question. I mean, obviously, yes, I'm interested yeah, yeah. and would be thrilled. I said, but, you know, I got to talk to the team first. So hung up. Call my agent, you know, first things first, got to talk to your agent about yeah, everything. Yeah, right so away. I up, called my agent, and uh, he gave me the, the green light, so I called Denny Bartz and talked to him, and he seemed pretty cool with it. He thought um, that they could make it happen. He was just going to have to talk to Monster Kawasaki and um, and see if, they, if he could get the okay from them, and then um, he was going to Daytona that weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was going to talk to Kawasaki and Monster and, you know, Will was pushing me to to speed things up, and yep. obviously I want to speed things up. Yep. And it wasn't that I didn't like where I was at. I, I of loved course not. Yeah, but <laughs> I, lo- I loved everything that they points did. Points leader, me, you know. Yeah, you're a points leader. Uh, yeah, everything's good. You're just like, hey, bro, this is supercross. <laughs> and I was talking to Bobby Reagan, and you know, um, I was hitting it off with him. He's he's a pretty funny guy. Uh, super aggressive, you know. Tries to. Uh, to get things done really quick. So I was trying to do that and I was talking to Nitty back and forth. There was a lot of phone calls. I mean, back and forth with my agent, he was blowing my phone up. I really couldn't even get any words in. So, um, it's not denying any of this. Flying to California. Yeah. Flying to California. Still hadn't gotten an okay, like fully yet. They were still like, ah, oh, back and forth. I was writing emails, pouring my heart out. Just, you know, that this has been my lifelong dream is to race supercross and mm-hmm. especially, for a factory team like Star Racing. So got out there. Um, Will picked me up from LAX, got to his house that night, got some rest, got up the next morning. Uh, Will drove me to the test track. Uh, AP was out there. My bike was sitting there looking gorgeous as ever, ready to rock and roll. <laughs> got my gear on. and Literally got your gear on. Sitting in the chair. Had gear on. Had your gear on. <laughs> I'm a gear on. Denny Bartz called me. I'm like, oh, this is probably, you know, this is going to be the go-ahead. Everyone's kind of sitting around waiting on me. And he calls me, he said, hey, man, so it's it's not going to happen. You know, definitely do not turn one lap on that bike. Uh, it's, it's It would not be good if you did. And I was like, oh. devastated. Back, devastated. Back to LAX. Back to LAX. Yep. Stood there all day, watched AP ride. He was ripping and <laughs> went back home. I mean, we talked about this when it happened a little bit because we'd heard through the grapevine. But I, I can't blame you, for one. I don't know if I've ever heard of a f- replacement rider getting as close as the gear on at the track. Like, I've never, I've never heard that before. <laughs> you can't blame rough. Kawasaki. You can't get super pissed at Cowie. No. Like, you know, you get it. You have the number one plate. Like, you're, you're going for a championship. So, can't get too pissed at Cowie, but damn it. <laughs> yeah, and going back a little earlier in the story about him flying out, there was, because there was the communication and there was this, this unknown, I told him, I said, dude, Get on a flight and get out there at least because you don't want to get the answer on Wednesday and then you don't. Yeah. I, I said get out there and yep. sit there and wait. Yeah. And if the answer is no, then you go home and you go win the champion. But at least every minute on the bike would matter. So I yep. said get out there, sit there, and when that call comes in, if it's yes, you're there and it's it's Monday, not Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. And if the answer is no, cry a little. We cried together. He yeah, called cried me. Together. We, we cried together. Um. And then I said get back on the plane, go home. <laughs> Stop crying and go win a championship. And it did. It was like you said, Steve. It yep. was you can't blame Cowie. 
it was a it was a, a there was a slight chance it could happen, and since it was a slight chance, I said, "Get your ass yeah, out yeah, there!" Yeah. And yeah. just in case, yeah, that's a crazy story. Uh, Jacob, how good is the uh, YZ250F as a, as a platform for supercars? I think it's incredible. Um, I first got on it right before I went to Australia. I've been a long time Cowie guy. I mm-hmm. mean, basically all of my amateur career. And I spent four years on it in Babbitts. So been a long time Cowie guy, and then to hop right on the Yamaha. Felt right at home immediately, and then um, when I got back from Australia and got on the Cycle Trader bike, it just uh, it felt really good. We we worked on a couple things with suspension, and uh, a couple things with the power moving it where I wanted it, and we we're still working on gearing a little bit, just trying to figure out where mm-hmm. a good home is for me. I, I ride the bike a little bit more aggressive than I than I would say Brandon does. Brandon kind of rides in the meat of it to where I like to rev it out quite a bit. So. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to find our happy spot there. We we messed around with some stuff at Anaheim, but it's an incredible motorcycle. It runs great, and it's got incredible power. Uh, is there any truth to the rumor your agent is banned from the truck? Yeah, you know, they, yeah. they try to keep him out of there because I was talking to Weege, and Weege said, dude, we just we really can't have your agent talking to you on race day. It's, you know, it's yep. not good. It, it's a distraction, so probably mm-hmm. should keep him away from the truck. Yeah. What do you think about that? That was my idea for that to be that way. So I look. I mean, look. I'm fine look, with it. Right. Six days out of the week, I I, I right. groom this child, and then seven, on day seven, like yeah. it's on well, you, buddy. Speaking of that, we we have another outtake from NBC. Yeah, we have another uh, sort of clip that we got sent to us saying, "Hey, this is this is Daniel Blair on the NBC show." Right. So I I mean I don't know. I kind of let's play it. I, we'll talk about it after we play it. But yeah, it's but, fine. I, what? Okay, let's play it. Hopefully we'll play it. We're not playing it. Man, Marks. First of fantasy. Really fun to watch when they kind of just float into a short whoop section, but they're really steep into a fan favorite triple jump into a monster 180 corner. This is an interesting rhythm section. Some guys going double, triple, triple. Some guys not being able clip? to do that, so that's going to be key. Watch they go this under the into tunnel. It. Okay. Yeah. It's some really fun doubles right here, jumping over the start straight. Really cool to watch. Into another fun rhythm section here. Watch this. A lot of guys going to be doing just different options. So uh, still, I still don't understand what, sure. what, they come what, into what you're looking at me like. Like I have a problem with about this. About 40 yards. A lot of time to be made. I told you I had a solid performance. There. That's going to be yeah, a fun section I mean, across the start I'm stretch. I'm not so sure. A right-handed 180 corner and over the finish line. We have two more members of our NBC Sports team who will be covering all the action down on the racetrack. We begin with Daniel Blair. Thanks, guys. Look, I know I'm supposed to talk about the track right now, but I just can't. This is the debut ride for Jacob Hayes, and he's not even in this heat race, but i got to tell you all about him. Look, when he was born, he was laying in the manger. All right, I knew he would be special. I knew he would be a champion. It starts tonight. Anything negative about him, it's not true. The guy's a legend. He's good-looking. And look, if you want to pay this man some money, you got to hit me up at DanielBlair125 at gmail.com. And, guys, the track is great tonight. Let's go racing. I mean, I just don't feel like... Uh, what? I just don't feel like it's very professional. <laughs> it's Blair. extremely professional. I mean, it's I, I'm bringing content to the show. I, I'm introducing him to the world of I mean, Supercross. it's NBC Sports. I just feel like, you know, you should be a little... They loved it. Okay. I, don't, I don't mean, uh, I, it's what I heard, so... <laughs> I don't know. That was pretty on par. Sounded right, okay, good. yeah. Hayes is fine with it, yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, Jacob, let's uh, let's get some phone calls and get away from, from, from this guy here. Uh, Levi, what's happening? What's your question for Jacob Hayes? Oh, what's up, guys? I just wanted to ask Jacob, um, what was the hardest thing about transitioning from arena cross to supercross? 
It would have to be 100% the training. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I had a lot of cheeseburgers, donuts while I was training during arena cross, and I had to cut that out for supercross. It's a lot more demanding, and it, it uh, takes a lot more out of you, so I've had to clean up the diet and, and work quite a bit harder. You know, six-minute mains aren't too tough to get yeah, through. Yeah, well, <laughs> when your agent is also in charge of your training program, I suggest <laughs> well, finding somebody else. Look, yeah, on the like at Arena set. Cross, we ate together, all right? <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> uh, hey, th- thanks for the call, Levi. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, another question for you from Adam. Adam, what's up? What do you want to talk to Jacob Hayes about? Hey, hey, hey Jacob, i, I got to be really honest. Uh, well, I, I don't know you from your Arena Cross days, but I know you're 25, I think. And you're coming, you're coming into the Supercross series with some experience. You now you're one of the older guys in the class. And I, I just wonder, how do you view, you know, where, where do you think you stand when you come in against these guys? You know, a lot of these guys are younger than you, but you have a lot of experience. Yeah, and, here's, uh, here's Adam, I, I know what you're saying. Here's a, here's, a, here's a question, Jacob. So generally speaking, these younger kids in the 50s, they lose their minds out there uh, many times repeatedly. You're an older guy, um, you know, and sometimes – you know, you, you ride a little bit differently. Uh, so how has that been? How do you think it's going to go? Uh, I, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I've learned so much just over my years racing in arena cross, learned a lot there. It was a great platform. And me moving forward, I do feel I have a, a pretty big advantage, you know, on someone like uh, Garrett Marshbanks. You know, he's he's a young kid, and I feel – that that is a strength for me just because I can use the knowledge that I have and, and put it towards the track and, and, and training and anything, you know, I know he's got good, good people behind him and it's not just only him. There's a, a bunch of guys out there that are great riders, but I just think with everything that I learned in arena cross and applying it to supercross, it's, uh, it's going to be a benefit for me. Um, yeah, I think that'll, that'll be good. Adam, you got a bike, you ride. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a 2017 K, uh, sorry, KTM XXF 450. All right, you want to set a fly racing light hydrogen gear? Man, that would be awesome, uh, Steve. That would be awesome. That's Honestly, Steve, I, I was in uh, – I, I bought my kid. I, I'm, he's three years old. I, I got him a fly gear already because of you. Oh, and, uh, yeah, so fantastic. I'd love to support you and, and, and go fly for myself. Yeah. Okay, all right, flyracing.com. Please check them out. Light hydrogen gear coming your way. Uh, stay on the line, all right, man? Yeah, thanks, Steve. No problem. Thank you. Uh, Jacob Hayes here on the uh, Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Brought to you by Roost MX. they got a whole Pulp Nation section on their website. If you want to uh, go and type in the code ARAY91 or Pulp Nation will save either one. Uh, Jacob, question for you. So you're from Kentucky? Where's he from? <laughs> North, North Carolina. Yeah, exactly. I was, was close. Pretty so, close, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so listen, I knew back east. That's all I knew. So um, why West... And why not east? And did you want to ride east? And 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 if and whatever that answer is, are you staying in Cali the whole time? Uh, the reason to choose west was one travel, two I spent a lot of time training and riding in Australia, getting ready. I mean, I was doing my prep over there, so when I came here, I just had to tighten you know a couple screws here and there because mm-hmm. I didn't want to get back. I got back November thirteenth, and then wait this long time before I race the East Coast. I wanted to jump right into it. I was already racing. Um, kind of like the Justin Brayton thing, you know, race your way into yeah. Anaheim one rather than just train, 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 and then get ready for the East Coast. So um, when I started talking to Christina, I told her right away that, you know, I would really, really like to do West, and okay. it just happened to work out well because Brandon was just coming off an of injury, so he was going to do East, and it just fit perfect. 
Okay. All right. And then, yes, I am staying in California. Uh, how do you feel about this agent? It was, great. it was a decision that we made together. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. and, I, and I told Jacob, too, I said, look, I, ra- I raced East Coast. I got ninth overall in points. I didn't get jacked from it because <clears throat> it was East Coast. West Coast is bigger stage. And there is some of that for sure. Yeah, and just with Jacob, obviously, we're trying to make an impression that we, we are yeah. trying to make an impression this yep. year. That impression is a little, it could be a little bigger on the West Coast. Yep. And um, so we, instead uh, of running from it, because uh, I mean, if you're a rookie, East is a little bit more forgiving to kind of get in there. Um, and we just weren't going to run from that, right? Jacob, we, right? Just make it just, that's right. I mean, well, I just, we train together, I, we ride together, you know, we, yeah. we, we used to eat together. Right. We, together. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah. What'd you think of the Canadian Nationals last year, Jacob, when you did them? I thought I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> did you enjoy I the experience, I mean, though? I did. I love yeah. going to Canada. My girlfriend's from Canada, so um, I oh. always love going up there. Oh. Yeah, girlfriend's from Canada. What part um, of Canada? Toronto, she eh? is from Toronto. Oh, yeah, Toronto well, Manitoba is eh? the best part of Canada, but yeah, anyways, we'll carry on. <laughs> no, I, I went to Muddy Creek, got 11th overall there, felt pretty solid about mm-hmm. that, and then um, started talking to the Cali team and went up there, and I mean, being honest, I wanted to be on the podium and winning races, and I was getting six every weekend, so... Needless to say, um, got kicked below the belt pretty hard. Um, Made me look stupid. Down. <laughs> yeah. Daniel was like, dude, I mean, honestly, I think you're just going to have to hang it up after this. Like, this is not saying anything. Dude, Colin Fasciotti, Matt Gerke, all the guys in Canada are extremely fast. I mean, one weekend after the first practice, Fasciotti was like six seconds faster than me. So I was like, wow, this is devastating. Yeah. Maybe your agent should have prepared but, you better for that experience. I know he he was he was building me up too much, you know. Right, right, right. Uh, too he's much, really hard on me, and then too much faith. he's really really high on me, and uh, he had a lot of faith in me. And then, well, when I'm when I'm getting like, calls from the track saying, "Dude, I'm taking Roxon down at Muddy Creek." I mean, what am I supposed to say when you're going to Canada, dude? <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, maybe sure maybe a more accurate that. report from the practice track, and I won't say those things to people. Um, I mean, when when Daniel when he's calling you from North Carolina, being like, "Hey, bro, I just dropped Roxon at uh, at at the Baker's Factory," so you yeah, know, sign me up. I think it actually came from Weege because Weege came out to Webb's place one day. We were all riding. I actually had like the best day ever. Like it was almost like a dream day for me. Rode really well. Uh-huh. Me and Cooper were battling pretty hard, and uh, and then Daniel, you know, agent, yeah. he's yeah. concerned about where my fitness is, where this is, where that is, and Weege gave him a, a solid report. But it might yeah, have been a little off. It was one of those days, you know, where it was just like everything was clicking. I'd been to that track probably a gazillion times, so right. Um, well, the uh, that day. the Canadian guys know their tracks very well, also, and you wouldn't be the first American that came up there and was like, "Holy shit, these guys go pretty good." Um, you know, they know the tracks well; they've been there a m- number of years. You know, so yeah, it was different, but I had a I had a blast doing it. And I mean, all summer I wanted to race. I didn't. I mean, I raced Muddy Creek, and then I did the three Canadian Nationals. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to keep going because after Arena Cross for several years, I just stopped my program. I mean didn't take much to get ready for the five minute main event. So <laughs> I would start up probably about a month before in December, get going, um, have a, have a good month and then race arena cross and be done. But then this year I knew when arena cross was over, I really was working hard or we, me and Daniel yeah. were working hard mm-hmm. to, uh, to get a program to move into Supercross. So I knew I needed, we needed to continue our program. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's right. He's yeah, yeah, fantastic. Exactly. Um, are we doing nationals? 
Yeah, we are. We we're, are uh, yeah, we yeah, are. We are. Um, we're yeah. locked in? Yeah. Okay. We're locked in, yeah. Yeah, okay. I just, just we're locked and loaded, yeah. We're uh, already testing. Oh, wow. Already, already testing. Good yeah. to hear. Uh, do we like the bike, Daniel? <laughs> yeah, we love it. I mean, look, it's it's the best bike I think we've ever ridden. And, um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Sure. All right, fantastic. Good to hear. Uh, Jacob Hayes on the show. Uh, man, great job this weekend. Uh, I think uh, your handicap in Pulp Mex Fantasy was way too high. And you, you did a, a lot of good things for your owners, quote-unquote, um, really delivered some points. So that, that's a good thing. Uh, I'm, gl- I'm just glad you came on, Hayes, because I know you weren't that happy with me and the Pulp MX show. And uh, I'm just pumped that you decided to, uh, to, to come on tonight. Yeah, glad to be back. I mean, it's been, what, I haven't been on the show since 2015, maybe? Was that when the last time was? I don't remember, Whatever. yeah. Whatever I just know where you were pissed because be we, we... Wait, he was on? I think he was on one yeah. time, yeah. I, I feel like he was, but... We didn't approve that. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Listen. Well, you uh, were still kind of like on the fence if you wanted to work with me. You're like, man, this kid's pretty pretty out there. Listen, Just Jacob, from the moment redneck. your bike made contact with Tyler's, I was all in, brother. <laughs> all in. I don't know where yeah, this doubt's coming he from. Comes, he comes in the tunnel. He's like, you know, uh, you know, uh, I don't know who you are. You're some kid. You look ridiculous but whatever you did good mm-hmm. i respect you and then three weeks after that i'm going up to the stands to watch this really short guy go through the whoops like super fast and i just walk up to him and i'm like bro so so anyway you can kind of like teach yeah. me how we've to do been, that we've been we've been pretty into each other ever since uh, a lot of respect there we're on show 365 marks just told me that hayes was on show 197 it's been a while Yep. Wow, one ninety-seven. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we had you know you you were getting heat from Pulp Nation for a little while, so you had to go underground. I get it, but if everything's good now. We figured that all out. The beef has been buried, so that's right. That's uh, right. Good um, to hear. And uh, so, if you hey, listen, uh, if things go south with Daniel, just hit me up. All right, I'll get you a better ride. I'll get you more money. I will. I will. I'll take that. I'll make sure you get that four hundred grand deal. I won't pass up. Pass Jeez, it up. You guys bury the beef. Right, Fifteen right. minutes later, you're trying to steal my guy. Like God. <laughs> uh, Never mind everything good I said, Jacob. Yeah. Dude's a dirt bag, man. God. Um, Swoop him on air. Why does it? Why don't you get him an Eagle Grit helmet deal? I'm not giving him any money. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the, the financial stuff goes hey, one way, and it's product. this I way. Just, I just run the product. I I, I freaking push it hard on social media, but, right. you know, there's just no money involved. It's funny. He actually, Jacob Bass, he's like, you know, we kind of have like an open helmet deal. Like, what's the deal with the Eagle Grid? I was like, I'll have to talk to Brian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I might not be able to help you with that one, dude. And, yeah, exactly. and obviously, it's not on there. His letter. He's like, dude, it's just not going to happen. Um, we're just honestly too big of a company. Don't really want to yeah, yeah, do that right yep. now. Just too big. Don't really want to. I told wanna. him, I said, Jake, what I teach you? It's not about the money, dude. It's not about the money. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. I, I'm glad that we're going to be able to update our listeners all year on this relationship between the rider and the agent. This would be fantastic. So. Um, yeah, good vibes. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Thanks for coming on. Good work this weekend. We'll see you at Glendale, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Jacob Hayes, everybody. Yeah, he was good, man. He was he was, he was, was really good. You yeah, should be stoked. I on, thought on we did ride. great. I mean, 4-8, whatever. I mean, you know, my best heat race ever was a fourth. And he came right out and tied that. That, that was great. And I, my best main event finish ever was a seventh. Obviously, he fell short of that. I mean, yep, yep. but he's got room to grow. He could get to this level someday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he missed it by a spot, and that's okay. We'll, we'll start there. Uh, Tyler, what's happening? You've been on oh, hold for a while. What's Tyler going on? who? No, not Tyler Bowers. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's going on, guys? Marks, who is this? That would have been, that would have been fantastic, though. <laughs> so, what's going on, guys? How are you? Good. What's going on? 
Nothing much. I just want to talk about the uh, 250 Western Regional guys for a little bit, uh, like AC, uh, Nichols, and Ferrandis. I know you guys got touched on it earlier. I did listen to your uh, review pod with uh, Wygant, and uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, I know you kind of a little bit on the uh, AC train, but um, do you think it's kind of a fluke? Do you think you can pull it off this year, or do you think uh, Ferrandis and Nichols are going to kind of stalk him a little bit later on in the championship, or um, what's what, What's your take on it? I I I still think AC is the fastest guy in the class. I really do. I know he didn't sh- yeah. show it this weekend. He he did just about everything that one could do and still finish a race. He went off the track. He crashed. He hit the inside of a berm going in the first turn. He got taken down by another rider. He took down another rider. Uh, he went alongside the concrete wide open. Um, am I missing anything? No, but just think about this. If there was a nine race fairgrounds championship, do you believe A Ray could close it out? <laughs> answer that question, and there's your answer. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I think Ferrandis. I mean, he's just, he's just something so, so about his style, man. I just, I like it. I don't know. He's just his 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 intensity now, Ferrand- is just it's it's up there. And I, I noticed that you know in the years past, and he's just kind of yeah. I think AC. It's just he just kind of drops the ball too much. I don't think he can really stay on his stay on his toes. You know, AC AC told me. I've totally changed everything, and I'm not going to be the same guy I was before, but whatever happened at round one, no one's going to believe me. And I said, yep, you're 100% right. So, yeah, man. I mean, but look, it's not like, like look, I say, I think AC's the best guy in the class, and I think he's going to win the title, but it's not like I was shitting on Ferrandis or Shane McElrath. Like, they're going to be right there. Ferrandis is fantastic, uh, and now we got Colt Nichols who could – Join the mix, so you know what I mean. Like, like yeah, we could have a really good West. This this could be pretty wild if if you look at those three kind of favorites. Give Nichols and Hampshire an, maybe a little bit too, right yeah. there. And I and I think he's far out. He's just right outside that little group. I yeah. think this West can be really good with those guys, and I I, yeah. I I think we're in for a good series. Both both coasts. I mean, Marty's winning the East. I'm, I'll say that right now. It's a done uh, deal. Yeah, I mean, if anybody's um, a lock, it's Marty, 100. percent So yeah. Uh, but I think yeah. this West is going to be good. I think Adam will be okay. He just he needs yeah. to calm down and realize how good he is. If he did that, I think he'd be okay. He yeah. just he I think he I think he wants to win so bad that he forgets that it just might not work this night. It's, yeah. it's okay, and that's okay. Yeah. Well, he said again to me. He said last year he DNFs that race. This year, Prob- he gets a, actually, this year, probably this year he gets a fifth. Probably and so. and. and I think that's the key with him too, and I think right. he needs to be a little bit better about knowing where he's at on the track too. Because when he's in the lead, he's he's a little better. I mean, he's had the washouts here and there, but yeah. he when he's in the pack, I think he gets a little. I mean, with Hampshire even, I I think he's like just so motivated that he kind of forgets where he's at right. on the track sometimes with the people because right. he's out front. He's he's better. So yeah. just when you're in the middle, just chill out. Yeah. And when you're out front, just take um, off. I think he'll be okay. Yeah, Tyler. I mean, I I honestly like. I favor AC, but if I were to break this thing down, I'd probably be like AC, like 40%, Ferrandis, 35%. Wait, how, many, how much is that? 75. Is that 75? 20. No, that's 80%. 40 and Okay, 35. never mind. I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm saying AC <laughs> slightly favored over Ferrandis and McElrath, but slightly. Matt. You know what, though? Yeah. Hey, hey, there's a lot of people on the Ferrandis train, and I, I'm, I'm running alongside it. So I think he's I mean, pretty I, dang good too. I really but one for the foreign rider, but you know, I mean, it just his consistency is just it's just it's part. It's hey, hold, hold on, a consistency. He's been hurt almost every series there, Tom. Well, Let's back I mean, that down. Consistency wise, that way. Been, been that consistency, but he's just. I think I don't know. He's just his riding style, his aggression. It's just. It's, yeah. I don't think anyone can match it. it. But that's what bites him, and that's the thing, and that's the point I'm trying to make. Does Fernandez have a Supercross win yet? No. 
I have a hard time believing someone can go from no wins to championship. I, I mean, it, I know it's happened it's at happened. some point, but, yeah. but it's yeah. not right. likely. You, I mean, even Sexton on the East. I'm a Sexton is sick, but until oh. I see a race win, I have a hard time going. Yeah, that's the guy. You know it's what I mean? Marty's coast. It's Marty's coast to lose. I'm not going to argue with that at all. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Tyler. One, one more Pre- thing. Okay, well, go uh, ahead. One more thing. I'm, I'm, I'm from the Northeast, and I'm actually flying out to Glendale this weekend to watch the race. Nice. And I was wondering, I, I'd like to meet you on Friday or Saturday. I was wondering what, what, where you're going to be and when I, where, where I can meet you. How much, both days or, how much money do you have? What was that? How much money do you have? <laughs> I don't know. I figured maybe I could just meet you in person. But um, uh, five o'clock, fly truck. We'll do. A, we'll be doing a live show with Wygant and JT and Daniel Blair. Absolutely. So Thanks, just, we'll be there. Just go there if you want. Otherwise, go to the Cowie truck. Go to the JGR truck. Uh, sometimes Honda truck. Uh, never go to Rockstar Husky. Um, <laughs> Cycle Trader. Uh, Hep team. Oh, I was by the Hep truck this weekend. That's a good truck, Daniel. You got you got A Ray. You got Chiz. You got Seven Deuce Deuce. It's a good truck. Strategically the best team put together of all time. Yeah, exactly. God. I mean, <laughs> so, if you're putting together a team and you know you don't have the the chance to win, what else would you do other than that? Duh. Right, right. Like, yep. Dusty pipes, man. Yep. Clutch. Uh, so, yeah, check that out, man. But that honestly, 5 o'clock fly truck, I'll be there. So All right, definitely. Okay. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Um, Daniel Blair here in studio. Uh, Darkside, what's up, man? going on yeah you're right man the hep truck i spent about 75 percent of my time at that truck this weekend that is a fun place to be yep so hey um i talked to you a little bit this weekend you've got the uh privateer fund you're doing with the yamaha giveaway so Um, how much money did you think i would raise from this honestly man with your fan base and doing it for a whole year i i would have guessed fifteen thousand. because it's already at like eight or yeah. nine. Like, I'm just like, holy shit, it's five days in. Guys are going to well, be I mean, taking dives for what this is thing. It, and what is this? Well, uh, okay. Yes. Thanks for paying attention. I'll tell, you about, I'll tell you about the dive thing. I got, yes. I got thanks. some insider stuff on that. Thanks for paying attention. It's a, <laughs> We're giving away, thanks to Yamaha, hashtag Blue Crew, we are giving away a YZ450 done up with a bunch of our show sponsors' products. And it's $20 in a raffle. Okay. Right, you got that? Yeah. Following. What we're doing is taking 100% of the money. If you get fifth in the 450 LCQ, I'm giving you 25 points. So it's like you won the race. If you get sixth, <laughs> you get in 22, just like you got second. And we're going to add the points for all 17 rounds. Whoever is the leader of the LCQ challenge gets 80% of the money. Second place gets 15%. Third place gets 5%. So you're rewarding people to not make the main? Yeah, because I don't know who the fuck a privateer is anymore. Dino, man. Dino's going to get... Yeah. Well, oh, oh, no, he gets the money, not the bike. He gets the money. The rider right. gets the money, rider but the Dino's money. going to be in the main events. You got to be out of the main to get points. Oh man, that's rough. Because like, dude, what if you're like fourth and you're you're doing the math in your head and you're like, man. yeah, we're going to update the points every week. So absolutely. So dark. Side, that's going to get weird at the end of the so, year. So well, really now, weird. Well, maybe the fucking track reporter, if he doesn't get fired before then for saying those things that we have on tape, <laughs> maybe he can throw that in the show. Yeah, that's and that would be the official getting fired. When when the guy in fifth or fourth grabs a front brake and just waits for the guy to go by, and I can, explain to everyone why. Yeah, so I'm sure uh, that'll bode well for me. If all I right, say dark that. side. What uh, what what kind of inside stuff that you got? Okay, so I explained this to Tyler and Tignaps. He wasn't aware of it. Later that day, he's, a he's at a truck where maybe one of his family member rides for, 
and uh, all of those guys were talking about it, and that came up. So if I'm third or fourth, maybe I should drop back to fifth? And they're like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's already being discussed. So who won Anaheim then? Who won your thing at Anaheim? Adam Ettingknapp is in the Adam. lead. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and second place is Alex Wright. <laughs> that might not be a fun truck come Vegas, man, when they're fighting so, in the pits. Uh, anyways, Dark Side, so for this yep. raffle, uh, your podcast, uh, Moto X Pod, you guys are going to buy $100 in raffle tickets. Correct. And the first person, now that you've brought it, that we've talked about this, that pay, also buys $100 worth of tickets, um, I think Marks has already set it up where he'll know. The first person that does it since we've discussed this, we will match that $100 and give that person those five tickets. Right. So you're basically drumming up $200 for us. So if you... $100? So if someone buys five tickets, you're going to buy five tickets and then give them those five tickets? Yes. About 10? Yes. That's, that's it. Damn, dark side. First person who's listening to this uh, that wants to go in, spend $100, we'll let you know. Well, Marks, can we let them know or what do we do? Does it what come in on like PayPal or something? What's it? What's well, like okay. So if someone's listening to this right now and they buy, and Dar- have you given the money at Darkside? No, but we will as soon as it, as soon as as soon as it happens or whenever you need us to, we'll do it now if you want. Or as soon as how they do they do it, it? We'll on PayPal? Yeah, do it right now. Okay. And then if somebody's listening to this, if you buy the next hundred dollars, you you get Darkside's entries, right, Marks? Yeah. Are yeah. We, so are we, can, look, are we can do that. Yeah, I'll just look, and if if the winner happens to be one of those, then buy it down. That's so rad, dude, because think about it. Right now, 10 people are all rushing. You're going to get a quick G. Someone's uh, going to get second and be like, oh, missed it, but thanks yep. for your 100. Fantastic. Good so, move, Dark Side. That's strategic. Um, there we go. Yeah, well, I, I, it, you know, I appreciate what you do, all the help you've given me. Um, our show, the Motor Pod show, you know, when you're done listening to all the Pulp MX stuff, listen to us before you listen to the main event. Um, wow. <laughs> no, I love I love Daniel Blair and all the things out, you guys do, and I um, appreciate it. So we want to, you know, and I appreciate you letting me do this to give a little bit of word on our show. Cutting you know, his, you, I'm cutting his ponytail off this weekend. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, God. I'll, yeah, and I'll what, sell that for raffle tickets. Mathis being creepy again, taking pictures of it again. I mean, I couldn't help it. It was glorious. It was just hanging there in all its glory. I just, I had to. <laughs> Uh, hey, have you talked about Weege being unprofessional at the? Uh, oh yeah, at the yeah. Co- yeah, yeah, we have. He's yeah. been given a warning, okay. Daniel. Yeah, official warning. Yep. <laughs> HR wrote him up. Yep. So all right, all right. Well, hey, Starks, I'll let you get back to it. Good. I'll, uh, I'll do the hundred dollars right now. Good and, work. Uh, yeah, good I'll work. See you guys at Glendale. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank right. you. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, Dark Side Motocross Pod. Gonna match hundred dollars, and you get his tickets. Fantastic. That's a good move. Uh, let's talk about Ken Roxon because uh, okay. he's bagging on Lissamore's photo in Instagram. It's less more blaming Antignap, so that's uh, that's a great subplot. Um, got second in the main. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and we talked about this in my review pod. I feel like that's a win for him, man. Uh, he didn't get a great start. Let me look here. Um, I should have been more, better prepared, but um, well, you look up lap chart or something like where he started. Oh, he started sixth. Okay, but still started sixth. Worked his way into second, and at times he was closing on Barsha a little bit. Um, we all know, you know, his story, everything that's been going on. Take it, I guess. But from what I gather from people who were down there, he wasn't that stoked on the second after the race. Now, maybe he was... He was stoked in the interview, but he's he was being, I think, smart, you know? Yeah. He's not going to come off right. come off that way in his interview, but he was smart. But he, yeah, word is I mean, he's not, uh, he wasn't impressed with the second. But he should have been, right? I think that's that's a great spot for All him. All right, and, and here's why. Okay. Let me ask you, why hasn't Eli Tomac or Ken Roxon won a Supercross championship yet? Uh, Eli makes mistakes. Kenny, Kenny doesn't make as many mistakes as Eli. 
Um, Big but, ones, whatever. But but he has. I'll, he I'll has, tell yeah. you why. Okay, all right. You're They've the both been extremely undisciplined uh, with their approach, okay? Those two riders, Kenny and Eli, had disciplined, smart championship rides this weekend. They didn't implode. They didn't overdo it. Even Eli, I wasn't jumping the double. Then I started doing Those were championship Rides on yep. a night where things could go bad. Okay, so I know he's probably not happy because they can't help it. They want—I mean, you do all that work, you want to win, right? Yeah. They want to win the championship. That's more important. And both of them were disciplined at round one, and they should both be extremely happy about it because the guy who is the most disciplined, yeah, got fourteenth. Have, have you so, taken a look at? Have you taken a look at Tomax? Uh, Anaheim won results over the years. Garbage. Yeah, this was his best one. <laughs> right. Uh, he's mostly he's DNF last year. He DNF to the shoulder in practice. Yeah. He, he faded from second to seventh one year. So it okay. You're 100% it, right. it takes extreme. Uh, if you want to win a championship in Supercross, it's four months, right. seventeen rounds of action. Yes, you have to win races. Yes, you have to be aggressive. Yes, you have to take chances. But most importantly, you have to be disciplined. You got to stack points, especially on the nights when things aren't going right. And for Ken and Eli, things could have not gone right. It was a muddy track, weird conditions. They're in the battle with Malcolm, and there was a lot of lappers. Things could have gone wrong, and they were both extremely stable. And for that, I I think both should be, and their teams should be, yep. very happy. Um, because the guy in front of them in points, he's also been undisciplined over the I mean, yeah. the top three in points, they, I, they uh, should all be very happy. I, I think the world of Kenny as a person and as a rider, I think he's what the sport needs. He's a foreigner, speaks perfect English. Uh, he's a sponsor's dream. He's stylish on the bike. He's, he gives us enough of a personality to go, yeah, like, you know, I mm-hmm. like this dude. So, sometimes I could see people being like, I don't like the guy because when he, he'll tell people on Instagram, you know, to beat it or whatever. <laughs> but he's been laying low all, all, all offseason. I think he's done that for a reason. And 100%, I think he. Out of the guys, he came in under the ra- most under the radar. Did Every, I mean? F- I I could have made arguments that all of them should and could win the championship. Whatever he was, I, I had the late the least amount of like passion behind the argument, and the yeah. main reason why is because he's been really quiet, and that's I think the smartest way he could have approached it. And yeah, and, and so great. I don't know if he if it was I don't I don't didn't talk to him. I don't know if he really was pissed. That's the word I kind of get from people who mill around the podium. A lot of you know rug rats and mm-hmm. scum guys and stuff like that <laughs> hang out there. But but I, I I do think if he was unhappy, like yeah, maybe the split second he was. But when you really goes to bed at night, man, take that second. Your your champion was fourteenth. You beat the guy. You beat Tomac. You beat. Um, the toughest guy as far as pure speed, whatever, yeah. the, the winningest guy of the last two two years. Yep. And yeah, and my guess is he probably wasn't very happy. And then after about an hour or two, it, it, you know, yep. you're you emotional after a race, good yeah. and bad. Yeah, and then yeah. you, you don't really know how you feel until the next day. Yep. I bet you right now he's going, we're good. Yeah, yeah, we're absolutely, good. 100%. And, uh, you know, he's ridden well at Glendale before, so uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Marvin is the other big guy that we haven't talked about now. We talked about him in terms of injuries, but... Um, I think it's fine. Like he he he's got to build up. He's missed a lot of the off season, man. And I don't know. I know he's not going to tell you that because clearly he was asked that and he avoided the question like it was you know like he was Frogger mm-hmm. jumping across <laughs> the highway. But I I mean he he'll take a little bit to get going. Now um I heard a shoulder problem, but I asked I asked around. I was told no nope. shoulder two. Nope, I sold nothing. No truth to that shoulder issue. Um, it's just a knee, and it's lack of time. How, how do we hear these things? Like Eli with the back. Like, how does that get out? But then they deny, like, what yeah. the heck? But it got yeah. out. Yeah. 
No one. I mean, is there like a magic person that makes it up? That it's this isn't made up. I I do think some stuff is completely made up in the off season. A hundred percent. From where? Like I, I don't know. Yeah. But if you're hearing it, and I'm hearing because I heard it too. Because I hear it from an industry guy or something. Okay, you know? well that means you heard it from an industry guy. Where did he hear? It? Like it, it came from someone. Unless yeah. just there's a random guy who makes up stuff, and I don't think I don't I mean maybe. I, I but, heard it was made event moto. <laughs> they randomly make up things like FBI wants the restaurant. Okay, I mean that might have been made up, <laughs> but I mean that's so far extreme. I mean we're not talking about a guy with an injury; we're talking about no, a guy being federally um, investigated. And so it was a joke. What happens? What happens? Are you ready for this? Oh boy, I'm gonna blow your mind right now. What if Webb just starts beating Marv? How is that gonna go? That's that's what my brother thinks. My brother, he comes on Your our podcast. Your brother has had some hot takes, though. That my brother has a lot of hot takes, but then again, he hates Marvin. So I, I mean, you oh, can't okay. really okay. whatever. Um, I, I'll give you my honest opinion on Web too. This is I don't know if this is the plan. It should be so bad. I, I sometimes I wish I could be a psychologist for some of these writers. Well, Webb's you, got you a, have one now. His name's Jacob Hayes. And look how great things are going. Um, Two year deal for Web, right? Yeah. That means that this year you're safe. You're not riding for a ride. You don't have to overdo it. You don't have to work, whatever. It's a base building year, all right? You want to be a champion. You're probably paid somewhat to be a champion. They want you to be a champion. You have to take steps. Look at Barsha. You got to take a step back, right? Webb needs to put down 17 races with no injury, 5 to 10 every week. Hey, starting first, get fifth. Starting last, get fifth, whatever. Just build and then do 12 races this summer and build. And if you do that, for the course of a whole season, no injury, no setback, confidence building, good races when they're there, when they're not there, just whatever, he can take the next step. And I think he's got the talent next year mm-hmm. to be one of those guys chasing yeah. wins and championships. But everyone's so impatient and they want it right now. And that's just not how it works. Just be patient and realize that this year you're building for 2020. And that's, I, I just wish. He would do that. Um, there's other writers like, I just, that's I how it see, should be approached. It so should be. Our buddy David Villeman, been on the show a bunch, used to write for me uh, until KTM told him he probably can't and shouldn't. Um, Glendale, tough whoops, generally speaking. If they're tough again, Villeman was basically hired by Marv to work with him in the whoops. That was it. By the way, I asked Baker about how it was going, and he had nothing but praise for Villeman. He uh, he was very complimented. Surprised by that, to be honest. I am. I he, just... said, he said that there were people that were worried about it because of Villeman's strong opinions, the way David is, everything else. Uh, he's had nothing but uh, great respect for the way DV has worked with Marv and Marv with DV. But back to my point, uh, big whoops at Glendale. DV was basically hired to help Marvin get through whoops. I don't care what anybody else says. That is all he was hired for. Uh, I want to see if Marvin get through big whoops. I can't wait. Find out Saturday. Right? They're always big, they're dry, they're cupped, and the whoops suck. And the way they're built and that soil, you can't jump those usually. So, and Marvin loves to fall back on that. Yep. And that's one of the biggest problems, too. I can tell you as a bunny hopper through whoops. Yeah. Like a, as a fellow a, jumper. As a fellow jumper. Once you learn how to jump through whoops, mm-hmm. you always want to go to it. You want to. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with Marvin, I think, is he has always been like... Are they ready to be jumped? Are they ready to be jumped? And that's what cost him last year. You go to Houston Supercross, he tries jumping into the whoops in his heat race when they're not ready yet. Yep. And he goes down, hurts his yep. shoulder, costs him the championship. And that's the problem because when you're a jumper, you want to be a jumper. You're looking for any reason to be a jumper. His mother was a mutter. His uh, father ex- was a mutter. Exactly. And the problem is, is Glendale normally mm-hmm. can't jump those. So you'll have your answer on Saturday if 
Villeman's yep. getting fired on Sunday or not. <laughs> I'm really interested in seeing. Uh, so we're up in the press box. Me and the dirtbag Wygant are up in the press box. God, that guy. Yeah. He's... Used to be a fan of him, man, but just... Yeah. No, you know what? He's terrible. He's, he's let just, himself he's go. He's trying to ruin my job. I'm up there trying to be professional and run a press conference. He's just... Yep. Um, so he's... Uh, we're up there. Tony Alessi's up there uh, before the main event. Moto Concepts guy. Team manager. I said, hey, Malcolm's looking good. Like, good good work. He looks good. Obviously, Brayton looks fantastic. And Weech thinks Brayton is great. Um, Tony goes, he can win. Malcolm? Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. All right, Tony. All right. He's back. All right, Tony. He's back. <laughs> someone someone call somebody again, you know, and 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 and, and yeah. you know, tell him. But dude, Malcolm was in second. He looked good. He looked good in the heat. I'm like, look at this. Malcolm looked really good. He looked in shape. Hey, I'm just saying, if there's ever a Tony Alessi fan club, I want to be the president. I, I believe every word that dude says. <laughs> Honestly, and during his mic years... Me. Right during his Tony and You're Mike years, mind, I think he might have been out of his mind a little bit because he, he was he was biased. It was his yeah. kid. It was yeah, different. Yeah. Yeah. Now that he's not, and he's just the manager of yeah. his guys. Yeah. I talk to Tony almost every week. Yeah, I would say one hundred percent of the things out of his mouth, I believe. I mean, I believe I've, him. I've I think pull, he's on it, dude. I've pulled Chisholm, Weimer, Brayton aside as friends and been like, "How is this?" And they've always complimented Tony no. and and off the record on the record whatever you want the guy will do anything for you as, yep. a, as, a, as a team manager right there he'll no, call that you. is it yep. he'll do anything for you and that's one of the biggest problems in the sport also is managers that think they know more than the riders yep. which yep. sometimes they do yep. they don't ride the bikes the riders ride the bikes and if you're a team manager you need to do what the rider wants, unless you have a really dumb rider. And there's some of them out there, too. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, your job is to manage the operation and make sure that that rider has everything at his disposal to be as comfortable as yeah. possible. Because it all starts with comfort, and, and, and Tony does that. And the guys will tell you that if he can't do something, he'll tell you why he can't yeah, do it. he's not full of he'll it. He'll tell you if he can do something. He'll call you at 5 in the morning, I've heard. with like He'll be working and be like, ah, you know, 5 in the morning. He's... He's done a he's, good job. He's awesome. I mean, yep. what was time qualifying the first session? It was like Malcolm and Brayton were like two and three. Yeah. And I'm sitting there looking at those results. I'm going, Tony, man. How about uh, we had, and someone brought this up to me maybe in the uh, in the fly show, I think we did at five o'clock. So it was Baggett, Dino, Malcolm, Brayton, or something like that. It was no factory riders. Maybe it was Hill, JGR guys. Like, it was all independent teams. Mm-hmm. Maybe factory bikes or whatever you want to talk about, equipment-wise. Right. But no OEM factory guys. And, and that's a pretty pretty rare thing. And I think that tells you how good the equipment is getting and the access, I think, is getting better. And I, I think that with the factory teams, they actually overdo it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think they want too much power and too much. Yeah. Again, it always starts with comfort. Comfort is first. Comfort leads to confidence. Confidence leads to aggression. Aggression leads to results. Mm-hmm. You can get a comfortable bike without having all of it now. I think Brayton's bike has got some stuff, but it's not full factory. But he loves his bike. And when you love your bike, especially on a 450 where you you have the power, right? Mm -hmm. That matters more than anything. And look at the bikes. Dino's bike, he loves it. Brayton and Malcolm, they love it. Baggett loves his bike. I mean, it's when it comes to, you know, uh, to me, that's the domino effect. And that's why you're seeing that. And a technical track like Anaheim 2... And I'm one, but two, as in T-O-O. I think a track like that lends okay. to guys who are more comfortable, can be faster, because it's right. more about timing and less about just 
throttle, you know? Um, before we go to commercial break here. Yeah. I want to... I'm Jacob Ace. Okay? All right. You're Daniel Blair? Uh, that's me. Okay. Right, I'm going to run you through some stuff. I want to hear your response. Honestly. Okay. I'm, I'm nervous of where this where, where you're going with this, okay. but uh, right. hey, this is an honest show. Yeah, it's an honest show. So um, okay. I want you... Scenario one, I want you to be like... Hey, Jacob, how's it going? You want to say that? Yes. All right. Jacob, how's it going? Daniel, listen. This team is shit. The bike handles like garbage. They're not doing anything for me. I'm not happy. I can't ride this piece of shit. I would say, Jacob, um, it's on you. You need to communicate better with them, okay? They are who they are. That's who you ride for. You need to talk to them and sit them aside and have an honest conversation and don't be a young rider who just takes it and don't be an asshole who goes in there and tells them how it is. You need to go in there and explain to them and bring it to a personal level so they understand you as a person, not just a rider, and tell them what you need, why you need it, and how you can make that happen together. And I guarantee at least it will start a domino effect of them wanting to work with you, and that's step one, and then we'll move on to individual parts. Yes, thank you. Will that work for you, Jacob, or are you better now? Or Fuck you, you're fired. Okay, next question. Okay. Ask me again. Same question? Jacob, how, all right, how's everything going? Daniel, look, these piece of shit gloves from this piece of shit equipment, I can't hold on to my bike. They suck balls. I'm getting blisters. My hands, they feel like I'm holding paper towels. I got to wear my gloves, man, that I won the Arena Cross title in, the ones that make me feel at home, the ones that I just, you know, feel so good at. I got to wear these gloves. I got to. You got to get me in these gloves. Jacob, look, there are, there are battles that you're going to have with your team that you need to fight. And there are things that you need to suck up. And the truth is you're probably just not used to it. And if you would just change your attitude and spend two days with them, you'll be comfortable. It just takes time. Get over it and shut up. Fuck you, you're fired. Okay, ask me again. Um, how's it going, Jacob? What's, what's the word? Daniel, uh, I just knocked up. I went to fucking Sapphires and I just got a stripper. <laughs> I just got a stripper pregnant and I don't know what to do. Time to look for a new rider. <laughs> Fuck you, you're fired. <laughs> hey, you're fired. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, commercial break here on the show. Daniel Blair from Eagle Grit. They use the uh, talons and beaks of eagles that they crush up for the absolute <laughs> best hand cleaner that is possibly out on and the market. And then we squeeze them. <laughs> we squeeze the eagles. Right. And uh, we'll be right back after this. We're going to have much more on the show. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close 
to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chance that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who've purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing.
race tech suspension and engines great guys have been with us for a number of years now you know what race tech's all about you know the top teams and privateers choose race tech look maybe you don't race supercross i get it that's fine neither do i but you can at least get your suspension looked at change your oil change the bushings change the seals love your bike and it'll love you back Pulp MX 17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation Code, saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp, and why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team, and we have Alex Ray. Here in studio, Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right gearing for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, hard coat, silver, and our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. 
And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines, brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. 
Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brol. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. 
They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their Prolon start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Presented by BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Eagle Grit's own Daniel Blair. Probably just Eagle Grit from now on after we played those clips, those outtakes that didn't really yeah. make the broadcast. It was weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, it was really, really weird. I mean, I love the fact that you, you know, you love your guy and everything, but it was yeah. just to, to just bust into this when when Ralph throws to you. I mean, I mean. Just- Doing my best to bring the best content that I can forward, and I just what I did. I right, don't know. Right. I, again, I don't see. Uh, I don't see what your problem is with it. Uh, Daniel Blair, NBC Sports, <laughs> brand new uh, network this weekend for Supercross. Um, I met the guy. Uh, he was rocking with Ralph. He Rich, a nice guy. Oh yeah, he, he seemed like a really important NBC guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's the he's the guy. Right. Like, um, I don't really know how it all works right. on their end, but yeah. uh, obviously Supercross falls under his responsibility um so he's kind of like our guy at fox it was pete richards oh yeah um and he was the one who oversaw everything he's in the car he's in the meetings with us he's going over there i mean that guy's coming every race 
I don't, I don't know. Right. I know Pete always did, but yeah. I don't. I don't know. That's, He's a nice guy. Anyways, I, I was. I was smart. Uh, He's Ralph was walking. They, Ralph was probably like, "Oh God, this guy." But it was cool. He's probably like, oh, "Dude, I did that podcast with you. Just leave me alone." <laughs> God. <laughs> I told the guy, "I'm like, look, I voted for Wygant, but you know, no, I didn't." Right in front of Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I did not. No, Ralph's awesome. Ralph's cool. I, I don't have a problem with Ralph. Uh, I know people don't like Ralph, but I will stand up for Ralph. Uh, yeah, I, all day long. Uh, Becca, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're good. Thanks for calling the show. What's going on? Um, just wanted to say thank you for the fly racing Ogio gear bag. Love it so much. My dad's very disappointed I didn't give it to him for Christmas, but you know, yeah. that happens. No, that's good. Perfect. Don't do that. Don't give him anything. No. Yeah. I know. I need it's it for just... Supercross season anyway. Right. It's just Christmas, the holiday of giving, but okay. Yeah. It's okay. He, he got a bike stand, you know, it's all good. <laughs> but um, I have a question for y'all. Yeah. Um, so Kiefer mentioned it earlier when he called into the show, but the pit setup this weekend didn't really work out. Who's the person in charge of that? How do they decide who parks where? Daniel Blair. I don't know. It's a hundred percent Daniel Blair's call. Yeah, I do. I, that's, that's, I do that. Um, what, what, what's wrong? I thought it was, I don't know. I thought it was was, Daniel Blair doesn't do it, but, um, I, what was wrong? Yeah. I I don't know. Over by the Kiefer was right over between the Cowie trucks and the Suzuki trucks. It was like it's just super cramped. I remember many many podcasts ago, you guys said that like it's a lottery system or something. But is that still what goes on? Like who decides that? I'm just super yeah, curious because they, they definitely decide parking order on sort of points and where you are in the points. If you are a janky privateer team, you will not be up front in the uh, in the pits, no matter how early you get there. Um, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's That's like a fun. local race. Like, yeah. first in line. Yeah, like you can't be like, hey, man. Uh, here I've we been are. here since Wednesday. Right. Uh, so, too bad. You know, I don't know. I Honestly, Becca, they change them all the time. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad. Um, I, I got no opinion either one way. I mean, I, I, I'm glad that you, you have one and you've thought about it. But I don't know, man. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hope it gets better for um, Phoenix. And I have another question. Okay. Where did... um. What podcast number was it? I tried looking for it. Where did Warren MX originate? That guy talks a lot of shit on Twitter, not complaining, funny as hell. Yep. But just just curious. Um, Marks might remember. I don't know. Um, not off the top of my head. There was a guy who called in named Warren from South Africa. And he was not agreeing with me, and he was repeating the same dumb points over and over. So I told him, Start your own show, Warren. Warren MX show, and you can ramble on with your dumb points over and over, and and in South Africa and everything else. And then somebody created an account, Warren MX show, and that's that guy. The Old. account was created in June of 2018, so probably uh, it was literally right, right after, right? Right, right, right? Yeah, it came up right after. Uh, like Al- Alden so. Baker's burner account. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right around there. So uh, yeah, I don't really know. I don't know who it is though. You know what I mean? It was the guy from South Africa who called in, but I don't know if the guy. Who created it is the guy who called in or, or whatever? I don't really know. So that's yeah. that's what happens with our with our with our uh, our people, our listeners. So hmm. all right. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Becca. Thank you. See ya. Uh BTOsports.com, fly racing, race tech suspension and engines, vortex racing, roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X brand goggles, EVS Sports, proud supporter of Daniel Blair, Michelin Starcross Five. Firepower, batteries and chains. Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Guts Racing, Get Data, 
OGO Power Sports. Love OGO guys. Uh, you probably have a bunch of OGOs. I would you think. You know what's funny? Hmm. I had it in my mental notes to bring that up. I want an OGO bag. I don't have one. I have a really dumb Walmart red bag that I take with me. And here's the thing is I take it with me everywhere because I have stuff in it that I need throughout the night. I have to change clothes for different yeah. roles. So can we make that happen? I admire the honesty. I just want one. Like you're just like. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah, I want yeah, an OGO yeah. bag. Yeah. No, uh, fantastic. We'll get Look, you I already one. had someone write in today to my Instagram telling me about some cream for my feet because I said my feet hurt. Right. So whoever the OGO guy out there is who's listening in right now. There is no Daniel other... Daniel Blair, 125 at gmail.com. Hit me up. I want an OGO bag. There is no other trusted name in the game as OGO really does take you there. 30 plus years in the finest in technical transport that's built to last. OGOPowerSports.com. Um, we'll get you a travel bag. Because I would say, when you see me walking around the pits or walking around the stadium, I always got my bag with me. So if you don't see me with an OGO bag, just know that Steve dropped the ball. Right. All right. Fantastic. No. Uh, WUSA, Eagle Grit. Pulp of Mexico to EagleGrit.com. That's right. Check it out. No spaces. Pulp um, MX. What are the products you got? You got the hand cleaner? Hand cleaner. That's our marquee. That's that's number one. If you yep. don't have a bottle of Eagle Grit by your sink. Think simple. Think um, orange. Simple or, uh, orange. Fast orange. Fast orange, but twice as good. Three or four times okay. is All right. good. And then yep. there's Fast Orange and Gojo. Those are those two. Gojo is They're the, they're the orange, cra- yeah. orange yeah. crappy ones yep. that are, everyone knows about. So if you like those, and, and they're, they work fine. They work good if you like them. But if you want perfection, Eagle Grit. If you're a dealership, get Eagle Grit into dealership. Yeah, we got a bunch of those, too. Right. Um, NorCal Motorsports, Stockton. Okay, Hunter, we, didn't need the names. We, we didn't need the names. We just uh, let me you. promote my, my dealerships. Okay. okay. Right. Um, but that's our marquee item, and then we've hey. built complimentary uh, items from then. From I'm, Jacob, I'm Jacob Hayes. That's me. I'm done. Jacob, what, what, what now, Jacob? Jacob. I, I'm Daniel. Daniel. I came in after practice. I got gas on my hands from my bike and now I went to go wash my hands using Eagle Grit and now my hands burn like crazy, (laughs) Daniel, from the Eagle Grit. What am I doing wrong? What's going on with the Eagle Grit? Sounds like you got pussy little hands then. That's the only thing I can think of because that would never happen to man hands. Okay. You're fired. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Um... Honda World Downey, 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A. Great guys. Fantastic uh, company. Uh, if you're in L.A. and you want to deal on a Honda, you want a free first-time oil change, go to Honda World Downey. Uh, great guys. Uh, Ridge Line Nation, myself, Vince Freeze, Chris Kiefer. I fucking love Ridge Lines. Hunter Lawrence, Adam and Thignap. Are you helping these guys get those? Like, is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I want a Ridge Line, too, then. <laughs> With okay. the OGO bag. I okay. want a bag and I want a bridge right. line. Okay, fantastic. That's a schlong yeah. shot. So. Uh, and Ride Engineering are all on board with us. Uh, Ride Engineering triple clamps. They come in several different offset options to customize the handling of your bike. The Honda set shown uh, uh, comes in 20, 21, 22 options. Metcalf, Carlin Gardner runs Ride Engineering. Mm-hmm. That's because he's about that. from the, near the same area. No, not at all. Yeah? No. What? Carlin Gardner's in the 805. See me. Isn't is Adrian in Ride no. Engineering? Where Adrian is down in uh, uh in beach 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 area. I guess so. Yeah, I can't. I thought I he guess was, so. Here we go. Oh, okay, here we go. Five forty nine ninety five. They come complete with a stem and lower bearing, and will accept the stock biomarks. If you use the code PulpMX twenty at ride ride engineering dot com, you can save money. So it's fantastic. You can save money at anything at ride engineering dot com with our codes. Sponsored deals on the show dot com. All of our codes, all of our discounts, everything else. If you're in the market for anything. Anything. Hand cleaner to exhausts to mountain bike shit. You can say it by just listening to the show. Costa Mesa, Ride Engineering.
Nice. Nowhere okay. near Simi Valley. It's all kind of like coastal California. I mean, it's whatever. It's not far. Also, Simi <laughs> right? Is it Geography by Daniel Blair. It's in the same state. It's more. It's closer than just the state, bro. It's <laughs> n- they're not that far. Run the maps. What I'm gonna do it. What what cities are they in? Well, why don't you take your iPhone four and run the maps? It's a five S. Uh, but whatever. <laughs> Look at his phone. Look how small it is. Told you, it's not about money, man. It's about fit. You turned down a 400k ride. Yeah, and I turned down a new phone too. Uh, but you want Val- hold on, but you want Valley to where? You want an OGO and a Ridgeline? Yeah, <laughs> really badly. <laughs> Costa Mesa to Stop Simi it. Valley. Stop it. Um, seventy-six so, miles. I mean, that's that's not far. Just, just worry about your fantasy scores. Don't worry about telling Marks what to do. Okay, six miles. But what are we doing? Can I ask you about the Dean Wilson CP, CBD controversy? You can ask me anything. It's on a show. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, it's like no. Listen, I, I we had it, we talked about it earlier. I just I, said it's on a show, and then I answered with I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like like uh, uh, I could see both sides. Point. I see Dean being pissed. It's money. It, we're in 2019 now. These things are a little more accepted. But if NBC says there's laws and rules against it, there's laws and rules against it. This isn't norm. Yeah, and me individually as a person, I have a, I have a libertarian type spirit. So you know, some of those things make me just roll my eyes because yeah. whatever. But at the same time, it is what it is. It's I mean, and, and I don't think it's the state issue too. As much as these states individually want to legalize cannabis products, CBD, well, CBD I think is legal everywhere, but um, it's federally illegal. So it's. It's an illegal product, yeah. and it's hard for NBC or Feld or whoever yeah. to just be cool. And and I know that some people are going to be pissed because it's like, wow, laws and rules and whatever. And, dude, trust me, I get it. But at the same time, I mean, think about it from their point of view. Feld and NBC, their first show together. They're like, this is brand new. They got yeah. a lot on their plate. They're yeah. making sure this goes right. We got this idiot trackside guy. <laughs> they got this trackside guy who's promoting himself and his right. rider every right. time he talks. Right. And then you have a guy show up with... Ignite, which I did my research, it is a CBD, whatever, but it's also it's more than that. Dan Bilzerian, it's not all it is. Well, so I was it's gonna, the connection. I didn't want to argue with know? Dino on the phone, but when you go to CBD uh, social media, yeah, I could see where someone would be like, WTF. Yeah, and, and I've know? seen online, people are like, dude, can't believe they're turning down big outside money sponsors. You're about... 15 years in the future, all right? Because right now, it is all illegal, and if you just look at the history of everything, it will be legal probably someday, and if it ever becomes accepted like alcohol is, they're not going to turn down a Coors Light deal. No, no. And that's because that's accepted, it's promoted. I mean, alcohol is like... It's okay. It's yeah. I mean, as a nation, we 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 have beers, we drink drinks, we go out, whatever. If weed or CBD ever becomes that accepted nationwide, legal, everything... They're not going to turn it down. I don't think it. I don't think it. At least I don't know. I don't think it was like a moral thing. I think it's probably a protective. Like, hey, we don't know for sure, so like, no way. Like, we don't know. And then again, it's week one of this new relationship, and then they get dished that. It's. Yep. I I get both sides, but you guys got to remember, it's. If you don't know for sure, you take the side of caution, and that's what I'm guessing happened. That's uh, my guess. Absolutely. Uh, Pro Filter, uh, Pulpamex35 at MaximaUSA.com to save with the folks from Pro Filter. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use air filter or high-quality premium air filter for your next service. Uh, if you haven't heard of Pro Filter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. So you can use air filters that are high-quality, and you can reuse them, or they have the actual filters that are just basically uh, a few rides, and you can toss it. 
it. So either one, profilter.com, Pulpamex35 code at checkout to save. Uh, thanks to those guys as well. Daniel Blair in here, in studio. Um, what do you think of Blosis' performance, speaking of Marine Cross and coming back? Good. I actually, I thought he was pretty spicy and aggressive and going for it for a guy who's coming off an injury. Remember, his arena cross championship ended with a bad injury. He ended uh, Vegas, the finals, tore his ACL. Oh, yeah. That's fine. I forgot it, about that. Yeah. It ended in an endo. Yeah. And I was thinking it... I, I was a little worried of how he would come out because you come back from an injury, it takes a minute, and he... I thought he looked great. And I, I'm, I think he'll be a top 10 guy all the way through... You know the kids, the uh, the Lopeses and Kentrells and Mosman, they're gonna have a whole hard time with the old Chris Blos all year. Yeah, and, um, yeah he's that's so- that's not good for them and their image. Right. But yep. Chris is sick. Like I mean, you, you forget how good he is was. He okay I'm, I'm not like pneumonia sick, oh, like oh, sick, oh, like yeah, yeah, bad to the yeah, bone yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, right. uh, yeah, he's fine. But um, I, I thought he was good. Right. Um. What? Ask me how I'm doing. Jacob, what? I mean, this is the fifth time today. What now? Dude, listen. I don't want to race with Chris Blose all the time. The guy I raced with the Marina Cross all the time. I should be stepping up. I should be better than him. What? His bike has got to be better. He's got to have a better team. He, he, what's he doing, man? I know I'm better than him. He's 800 years old. Like, what's the deal? Look, Jacob, you're, you're can gonna, I get his bike? You're gonna have to worry about you. And Jacob, your bike's a little bit better. I, I'm sorry to what, tell you. What do you, you mean know. he's beating me though? How can his bike be better? Jacob, he didn't beat you. You beat him by one spot. But uh, he beat me this past weekend in Glendale. Step it up, man. I mean, I don't know what to tell you other than but my gloves you, suck. You know, I thought we already went through that. I got the stripper pregnant. That I can't help you with. That was a bad decision on your part. Look, I, I told you not to go there, and I told you if you did to well, use protection, and you didn't. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Well, why as did a you pass a, figure? Why did you pass up four hundred grand from Star? Because I told you you need to earn it. You need to have a higher character. It's not about money, man. It's about you know. Come on, dude. It's it's not all about that. You're, Fuck you. You're fired. All right, sounds good. I mean, I've been fired four times tonight, so right. whatever. It's okay. fine. You're, you'll be asking me in ten minutes again for more advice, Jacob. So uh, whatever. All right, and scene. Uh, Shane McElrath this weekend. Um, he'd won Anaheim one last year. Uh, we know his team. We know he's solid. He's we joke about being about shitting on Shane because we don't right. talk enough about him. You know, um, I thought he was going to put in a little harder push at Anaheim one than he did. But again, I think in the spot of Roxon, like you'll take that at the opener, like in those conditions and everything else. You know, he he'll be there. I, I think the guy. And outdoors, we saw some breakthrough from him too. Obviously, he won won a race. I think the guy's still really underrated. He is unfairly. I don't really understand why, too, because he's won a lot. So you feel like when you win one or two or three or five, I don't even know how many he has now. But once you get to that level where you're a somewhat consistent winner, you would think that everybody, uh, I mean, would give him more respect. But obviously, you just don't. So I don't know what your problem is. Straight up. <laughs> Well, my gloves suck. Yeah, and, apparently. Um, what's your hot take on him for, for next year? We discussed this a little bit off air. For next year. Um, yeah. In honesty, uh, dangerous. It, we, dangerous we ask, we, we're honest on this show. Okay. I'm, that's what it is. What number episode is this? Uh, 365. It's an honest show. Yeah. 365. That's a. Uh, yeah. yeah if, you, days if you would have done one every day, this would be a year in. Yeah. Um, I think he's in slightly dangerous waters. Why? Um, well, is there sharks uh, in the water? Yeah, oh. um, yeah. Uh, so my thought on him is, you've been very good now for a few years. You won races, mm-hmm. maybe could have won two championships in a row. Yeah. 
You haven't, and that's okay. Some issues popped up, but you're pointing out this year. Unless you get hurt and you just go out, then you. I think he gets his other year. Otherwise, he's pointing out <clears throat> the state of the sport right now, the number of 450 rides and the number of talent of riders in that class. There's not that many rides. I mean, look at what we've seen over how many years now. If he points out without... <clears throat> sorry. If right. he point, yeah, you're, you're very passionate. Get choked up here. Well, Pookie brought these cookies in. All of a sudden, I'm having a reaction they're C- they're or something. CBD God, the they're CBD. In the I guess, man. Or if you're a little bitch. <laughs> Jesus, he's <laughs> Pookie. All right, yeah, um, back it down, Pookie. <laughs> God, um, I think he's in a situation where if he does not win the championship next year, might be hard ride wise. Does, does he take a dive for, as far as for what points? If he's not in the championship hunt, how tight are him and Marty? I don't know. Are yeah. they buddies? Yeah. Is there like a relationship <laughs> there? Um, um, but that's my concern. Yeah, yeah. Shane, you go and win the championship. Okay, you okay. beat Adam. Uh-huh. You beat Dylan. Uh-huh. I, you're on a 450 factory ride next year somewhere because you're a champion and you proved it over three or four years that you're a legit guy and you finally close it down. But if you don't and you come up short, second, third, whatever. That doesn't mean he can't get a deal, but I think the odds are a little bit tougher. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just it's it's just not as good of a look, I, and that's where I, I get kind of concerned because I, I like Adam and I like Shane, and I'm kind of like on the fence of which one of these guys would I want to win. But you mean I, Alex Cincerello? Alex A. Ray Cincerello. I want Shane to win because I want him to win the title and then get himself a 450 deal. Because I think that if Adam wins and yeah. Shane doesn't. Adam goes anywhere he wants. I think any 450 team is going to grab him. And I think, Shane, I think he needs the title yeah. to get the deal next year. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can't I can't argue with you. Um, I think uh, if Joey continues to impress, and he was good this weekend. His main event wasn't good, but his heat race, he was up there. He went up the track. He's fine. His times were good, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um we all think Joey's out of there after one year and Adam's going there. But if Joey keeps it up, Kawasaki's going to have a very interesting uh, choice on their hands. They're and, not going to have a choice. And KTM might, too, with, with, not, with no, Shane. They're not going to have a choice. Adam's going to factory Honda. Book it. Really? Yeah. That's a hot take. I'm, yeah, I'm, okay. it is. Adam will be at factory Honda right. next year. That's my that's my guess. Right. I have no inside information. Yeah. I don't even You're know. You're fucking kidding me. No, Berlue, I'm not. Adam will be on factory Honda next year. It's my guess. Okay. With his buddy Kenny. Yeah, oh, that's uh, that's odd that 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 they're buddies, and it's odd that Seeley is, I think, going to have a, a tougher time this year, just coming back from the injury and just the natural progression uh-huh. of the 450 guys that are at the later stage. The young guys push them yep. out. It's yep. it's what happens. And um, Adam, uh-huh. regardless of if he wins the title or not, if he doesn't, he'll be personally let down, and he'll get a 450 deal no right. matter what. He's he's sick. So Adam will be on Honda. Joey will be on Cowie again. Yamaha's not changing. They're two guys. KTM's not changing their two guys. Mm-hmm. Husky's not changing their two guys. Uh, um, BTO maybe for Shane, um, or maybe Honda. If he wins and just spanks Adam all year, that, yeah. that'd be the only uh, way. But otherwise, Adam's at Honda next year. It's His national results have to improve a little bit, I think. Who's that? Shane. I, I think they I mean, will. they're good. They're yeah. good. But I just think, yeah. you, you so know, you, you got to get into the mix of like, you know, so. Um, that's, that's that's my hot take. There. Okay. Fantastic. Good to hear. Uh Daniel Blair on the uh, Pulp Show. You've been having fun? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's good. good, right? The cookies, I mean, I, I thought that was going to be a good decision. That's ter- um, People who watch on Facebook tonight, and I think, are we done with Facebook? Yep. People who watch on Facebook tonight might notice uh, we were lit up a little bit. There's another guy in the studio. Yeah, it is bright in here. Um, Red Bull is releasing 
Spy TV. Moto Spy. Moto Spy, okay. Seven or eight episodes, all super cross long. I was wondering what these guys were in here doing surrounding me all night. I was wondering what that was. Well, we're f I'm also a porn actor, and this is oh. set up for later. So, oh. yeah, Poogie and I are we're, we're, gonna, we're dipped into we dabbed into the amateur porn wow. industry. Um, Steve after dark, I guess. Uh, all right. So we're gonna be on Moto Spy. All right. Uh, all right. TV. You, me. I don't know what well, exactly. Well, what, yeah. What, what about what? what I don't know. I guess some, so they're recording the whole show tonight, and they're gonna probably just take the the hot takes that we made that are terribly wrong. Oh crap. <laughs> um, but, Never uh, mind anything I said. I, yeah. Yeah. God. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm pumped to see this. These guys asked me to come up here, and I said, sure, and here we are. So I'm terrified. Yeah. Because usually hot takes are usually like negative ones. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. They're just gonna at, at the moment, I have like right. pretty solid relationships with these riders. And wow. Yikes. We are going to look like assholes. Is Adam going to give me a hard time at the press conference because of this? Uh, it depends on when it comes out. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm saying just about the A-Ray thing. Well, how would he ever listen? How would he find out? Find out. These writers find out. They do find out. They do find out. They might not listen. Yeah. Their handlers right. do. I, might, I may or may not have texted him already. No, I'm just kidding. That I said that? No, I, did, I didn't. Um, Whatever. All right. Tell me to get it together. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. Here we go, everybody. Uh, BTOsports.com. Use the code PulpMX. Call them. Mention PulpMX. Talk to them. Uh, they'll dial you in. And uh, anything you need from your biker body, mountain biking, street bike, dirt bike, UTV, BTOsports.com has you covered. Love these guys. And uh, they're fantastic. And you can use uh, the code to save it OGO, on OGO at BTOsports.com. Yeah, I'll be ex expecting that for free. Um, I just thought of something, though. The Ridgeline, that little Ridgeline car. I think I could put my kids 50 in it, huh? In the trunk? Yeah, isn't it? It's like a car truck, right? It, it's a, it's a that's a good way to get kicked off the show, by the way, forever. All right, still um, want one, but <clears throat> fuck on. you and your show, He's Mathis. Cookies, man. Um, <clears throat> hold on. BTOsports.com. Anyways, um, I'm so stupid. Like, I don't know what I'm doing with this. I got too much paper. I got too much going on. I'm trying to get my eagle grit shit straight. Great radio. Um. Great radio, bros. Pulpamex code at eaglegrit.com. Oh, here we go. Uh, do you know that Racetech does more than just suspension? That's what I've heard. I heard they do engines, right? Racetech Engine Services Department provides precision engine service to many of the nation's top engine builders and riders. The Gas Monkey AGE riders of Chris Blows, mm -hmm. Dylan Merriam, Justin Starling, along with Ben LeMay and many more of the world's fastest privateers. Racetech.com. What happened to Starling? Uh, broke his collarbone? I think. Crashed pretty good was, on that rhythm by the old tunnel. So I was thinking he was going to have a pretty good year this year. He was good last year. Uh, he was. And um, so, BTOsports.com. Okay. I, I, I forgot the race tech read. It just came to me. I wanted to read it and then move on. All right. Very organized here. Mm -hmm. uh, these questions are submitted to Ad Pablo Mech Show to the guy in the corner. All the way over there. Does he decide? <clears throat> Man. Do you decide these? Do you just read them all, or do you just cite them? No, I, I pick. I pick through. And I've always people, wondered that. And people are mad about him. Uh, <coughs> people are mad about his picking question picking skills. People are mad about everything. All right, let's go. This one's from Tyson Johnson. Uh, front tire slip, back tire kick. Steve, is this the best RV quote of all time? We need that drop, by the way. Um, 
No, no, it's not. That's just Big James. Everybody knows Big James and the way he talks. RV told a story on the live podcast show. You you heard it. Listen more. It's really funny about his crash when Stu was behind him. So it was good. From Eddie O'Keefe for Daniel. How often during Supercross Live or the night show broadcast does the producer talk to you in the headset and can it be distracting? Can they make those communications directly to the person who's not talking so not to distract the person who is talking? Man, you, you want behind the curtain, huh? He's trying to get there. That's what we do on our show. Um, so I have the headset on. I have access to the truck. Um, my microphone, if you press it up, I talk live. Press it down. I can talk to Bondo and everybody in the truck and let them know something I either see, something I want to say. Like, for instance, most of the times when Ralph will send to me in the middle of a race, like an in-race hit, that's usually me going, hey, I can add on that. <clears throat> so, Cincerello is out there and I have something I want to say. Bondo, I got something. And he'll then he will communicate to so the, so the I, team. I got something about Jacob Hayes. <clears throat> yeah. Do you need some water? Yeah. Bad. <laughs> God. <laughs> poisonous cookies man are you okay <clears throat> just yeah i'm allergic to cookies cookies man all right um um anyways to finish that yep yeah there's a lot of options with communication there's a lot of times that bondo can talk to them and not me obviously he's not like everybody hears and so he, when he's yelling at you it, it'll be uh yeah it's to me um but he can talk to all of us um and it's I can talk to them during the breaks, obviously, but during the live show I can't talk to Ricky and Ralph because they're on. So uh, it's a little bit of a game. Um, and then as far as like hearing the voices in your headset, yes, you can. You could he could you, Bondo could say, hey, wrap it up if you're going a little long, or hey, we're gonna sw-, you know it's there, but it's Bondo's like a wizard, man. He doesn't he doesn't distract at all. He's really good. So I'd love to be um, in, in talking back to you during the broadcast. I would hate that. That'd be great hate it all right next question this one's from d why were ralph and rc so insistent that dean wilson had to sell t-shirts to make enough money to show up they exhausted this narrative all night <laughs> they did if they only knew how much money dean was actually making like from the gear money rockstar like dean's easily six figures we're not gonna hold a bake sale for him <laughs> you know what i mean like nobody's gonna hold a bake sale he's fine but uh yeah, I didn't hear that part. I, I was watching with the sound off. I know they said it, but... They said it a lot. Did, the, uh, did they really? Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't even like really paying attention a lot because I was on the computer, but that, First for of some all, reason, when Ralph says it, like it just sticks out every Ironically, time. Feld will not let you sell t-shirts in the pits. Oh, so there we go. I'm just saying, like, actually, Ralph and Ricky would love to sell t-shirts in the pits, but Feld won't let them. Will you please bring that up on the air? Yeah. That would that would go over super great. Right. Um but as far as saying it, I, I, I'm assuming that their reasoning is is selling the character of the writer and trying to sell him for what he is. He's a privateer doing, and we know he's Dean's program's good, right? He's right. not, he is not sleeping in his Sprinter the night before, and he's not riding a bike that he got from the dealership the night before. He's not Daniel but, Blair in. Yeah, no, he's not. He didn't. He didn't live this life. Let me tell you. But um, yeah, he didn't sneak into other people's hotel rooms to take a shower on numerous occasions. <laughs> uh, uh, wait. Would you do the trick of let, when the maids came? Like oh, all the time. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I've done, oh, I've done I mean, that. yeah, I didn't do that a lot. Yeah, you wait yeah. until someone leaves and the maid, and then you shoot in there because they don't know they're just a maid, and you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm not out yet. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You go in there, but you grab a fresh towel, shower down, hit yeah. the road, go to the next arena. Yeah, I do that a few times as a grease um, ball mechanic. So Dean doesn't have that situation going, but at the same time, as the you commentators, you're I trying would, to sell these guys as characters, and that's part of his story. He was legitimately times, doing it. A so. couple times, I asked people who were leaving the room. 
<laughs> yeah, because if I just saw like whatever, I'm just like, excuse me, I'm sleeping in that van right there, and I just really want to use a shower. Are you checking out? Do you mind? And every, a couple people were like, no problem. I mean, I would think if they would have a problem. If they did, that's so rude. I mean, yeah, I mean, oh, uh, actually, uh, no, go back to your van. Yeah, like, I'm out of there now, but I don't want you in there. Right, right, exactly. That would be rude. Yeah, exactly. So. I was just sneakier about right. it. So, all right. Um, this was from Victor Risman for DB. Was the live crowd pumped on Dean and Mookie leading more so than the usual Tomac, Muskan, Anderson, Roxon freight train? I got a headset on or earpieces, and I'm locked into the monitor. I and I'm better about this this year. I used to watch and not pay attention to the monitor enough. Well, not enough, but I was always distracted. I was locked in this weekend, so I have no idea what the live crowd. I did. I couldn't hear anything live. I'm assuming. Yes, I'm assuming they were stoked, but I don't know. Steve Liss, anyone? Any ideas? Nope, moving on. From Mike Lentz, how much money do you think Dino would have made if he pulled off the win? Just 12 grand from Feld and continuity. Did he say anything about, does he have a bonus program or podiums? I, I, sh- Cause I really should have asked him, yeah, I don't know. Because on a factory team, I mean, that podium yeah. money is good. And does I assume he... he does not. Yeah, I don't I mean, maybe something with this Rockstar deal. Yeah. We need to get to the bottom of that, Marks. You're going to Glendale this weekend, the, right? Yeah, and if that's not in his contract, uh, he can hit me up too, and I'll take yeah, care maybe. of his deal too. So yeah, we'll see. Might have to pull out the computer in the stands again. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, this one's from Stephen Grenier. Daniel, how shocked were you when RC said he had never seen the double goggles in a mud race trick? I feel like that's been a thing for the last two, three years, and has gotten coverage on the broadcast. Um, Ricky also said he never saw the gate not fall. Literally happened twice in a night in Monster Cup at a race he was announcing. Wow, I didn't think about that. But um, the goggle thing, I don't know. I'll, I'll ask Ricky this weekend because Savachi's his guy. Like, I, thought, I figured he would. Well, I guess that's different. Savachi's maybe never done it. But they've done, Kennard used to do that all the time, right? Kennard, yeah, a bunch of guys have done it now at this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wasn't surprised. I didn't. I, he didn't. No, I didn't the, he'd never said he said he never, he said he never saw the gate fall, not fall. I don't, I don't know. Want me to ask him? I mean, I'm just saying, Daniel, it's happened quite a bit. I mean, just, honestly, that happened five minutes into Ricky's commentating solo career. Like, I mean, it was the first thing that happened. He, I don't know. He just saying, like it's happened quite a bit. I would have probably said the same thing. Just okay. as a, I don't. Yeah, I mean, what's he gonna do? Say, oh man, this happens all the time. Welcome to Supercross. <laughs> I don't think he would have said that. You know, like I'm, I'm sure. I'm assuming he. Trust me, folks. It's a shit show like this every weekend. <laughs> uh, all right, next what, question. That happened. At, Remember Monster Cup? It happened... Uh, Did it happen twice in yes, the same night? Yes, twice in the same night. I'm sure Prater probably wanted to kill somebody. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'll ask Ricky, though. I'll ask him if he knew that or didn't know that, but I'm, right. I'm guessing. Ask him about the Pulp Show. Just say, <laughs> hey, man, I was on the Pulp Show. And get him on. We're talking about you guys. All right, I'll, I'll get him on. Me? Next question. Making deals. Steve doesn't even want him on. Making deals. Uh, this one is from Kill McStovepipe, which I only chose because of the name. Are you sure it was raining at A1, or was it all the jizz from the Yamaha ri- Yamaha higher-ups? I was raining, yeah. It was, that's a lot of jizz. There's lot no jizz. chance. Yeah, all, it was raining. All the winds from the Yamaha guys came at the end when it was already wet, so McStove whatever is timeline. A little bit a little of off. a pr- oh, yeah. pre-excitement? I, yeah, that would have been a lot. But. I went Blue Crew, and then that's what happens when I go Blue Crew. From uh, Jamin Leesk. Was RJ's retaliation too much? Yes, I think it was. I do think no it was. Way. But, but that's supercross. No that's what happens. Way. That's that was that was rule book fine. 
straight up. If like on a moral it, level or on a rule level? Like, if, almost, if it was rule level, why did I hear, I hear he got written up by the AMA? Did he really? Yes. Well, he got written up. Lame. I, 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 maybe I'm alone on that. I'm probably not alone on this, but I, I love it. I ask, mean, I ask me how I'm doing. Jacob, how you doing? <laughs> well, God damn it, Daniel. I went in, I took the guy's front wheel out in the inside of a turn, and I got written one, and I got a $5,000 fine from John Gallagher. That's, that's, that's equal to 10 races of 250 Supercross purse. I did that all the time, Jacob. Or Daniel? Daniel. <laughs> I did it all the time. I did it in Huntersville, and I did it in... Is that a Kentucky accent? I did it, I, yeah, I did, it, I did it in Maine. I did it in all the places, Daniel. Can't do that here, Jacob. Uh, hey, in, in Arena Cross? I killed Tyler Bowers one, one week. <laughs> you told me to. <laughs> I broke his femur. I know. You killed Regal, too. You killed Blos. And yeah, I, I this... killed Regal. I lost my mind. Yeah. And I lost yes, my mind in Vegas. You sound like Ricky Bobby. Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> now they, now they, damn, they damn gun me, find me. That G- gun? Gun me, find me? Yeah. Um, my advice, Jacob, is it was just a write-up. What? Don't worry about it. They find me. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of that, dude. I'll find you some money. I, Tuck I, in your I, uh, I'll take care of it, dude. I, I blasted my email out on the broadcast. <laughs> and now you're there, Cartman. Dude, Hollywood's... Yeah, <laughs> now you're Cartman. All of a sudden, uh, uh, dude, Hollywood's calling. They can, listen, I got you deals. I got listen deals for me. you. Five grand's nothing, bro. We're going to get 400K. They killed Kenny. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, you're fine, Jacob. You're fine. <laughs> Fuck you. You're fired. <laughs> All right. Obviously, don't take you serious when you fire me. It's been five times tonight, so whatever. Call me tomorrow with more problems. <laughs> Man, you're the best agent to deal with. Dude, you know what's funny? I shouldn't let everyone in on this. This isn't far off of how things go, man. He, he calls me for some stuff, man, a yeah. lot. Well, honestly, I am drawing on experiences of things that I know have happened you know, from over the years. Not from Hayes. I mean from riders and teams. Like well, issues, the, well, the funny know? thing like, is, is I'm not his agent. I'm more of like a older brother type figure to him. So you're coming at me with some like younger brother stuff more than like rider agent issues. Riders get want money from their agents. Get me some money, right? I don't think agents are babysitting their crybaby needs. Jacob they cries. Are, he cries to me a little bit, they dude. He, he calls me with some stuff, uh, and half the time I gotta tell him, dude. Well, grow up. I'm glad bro. I'm helping you work out, work this through this. Then I'm dial. I'm look how good he did. We're solid. I, I we did yeah, great. We, right. I got a, I got his head on straight right okay. now. I think I sense. I think this can be a reoccurring segment on the show. <sighs> Probably, man. Is that how it? Every every time I come on, we'll get him on for an update on life and what he's been dealing with. No, and I how think, I've no, had to walk him through. I it. I don't mean that. I mean just me putting you in scenarios as as, oh, as Hayes' agent. Bring it. I'm I right. I'm great at it. Right. So I. I I told you, I, I listen to psychology podcasts all the time just so I can help Jacob because I deal with this seven days a week. So, All right, next question. This one's from Jonathan Danil For Daniel Blair, what's oh, been his favorite race? He's the guest. What's been his favorite race or stadium to work in on the media side? Cowboy Stadium, without question. Just, Congrats on your uh, playoff win, by the way. The house that Jerry built, man. I mean, come hey, on. Hey, dude. listen, I fucking hate the Cowboys, but that is a damn nice stadium. It's the best. Well, actually, I I don't think it's the best. I well, think Minneapolis is the best stadium. You think? And and outside isn't as cool. It's but the, yeah, whatever. but the wig windows Inside, and everything. Yeah. Minneapolis is dope. Atlanta, all these new ones are bangers, man. They are it, they are killing it um, on the design of these new things. But Dallas, because I'm a Cowboys fan, I obviously 
Oakland. Oakland's great. <laughs> it's an hour from home. I mean, look, it's the best one. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oakland's fantastic. It's, hey, I talked to Weeds today. He says he thinks he has to go to Oakland. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, he skipped Oakland he's, for two no, or three years. No, he says he's skipping something else. That, yeah, yeah. So he's swapping it uh, with he, something. He's, he's, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, we don't talk about Weeds. <laughs> That's where I'll kick him out of the press conference. Yeah. Make it his worst trip of his right, life, right. dude. He's in Oakland. It'll be raining, and I'll just boot right. him out of the press conference. Right. Ask me how I'm doing. All right, Jacob, look. I thought I thought we were in a good place, man, <laughs> and then my phone's ringing, and I, what? What now? Why'd you kick weeds out of the press conference? <laughs> it's, I know other buddies, are like North Carolina yeah. buddies. Yeah, they are. I say, look, because he, he was acting up yeah. like, a, like a child, and I had to put him in timeout. Here's what it is. Okay. <laughs> Not fired? Nah. Sweet. All right. Call you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> call, call me in an hour. <laughs> Next question. I like how you like move like Carmen. <laughs> yeah, who are you? <laughs> who are you, Carmen? I'm dying right now. Who's next? Uh, this one's from Gus Keeter. Steve, you honestly, can... it is the same fucking people that he asked the question. <clears throat> so. It's the same people that submit questions. What uh, do you want from me? Uh, they're the loyal ones, man. Steve, you've hinted at A Ray not having it this year. Are you at liberty to expand? No, 18th and times. Listen, the only, and A-Ray called me out on this because I think in some fucking show I do, I who God knows which hour it was of which show, but I said I thought he got fifth in the LCQ at Anaheim 1. He got sixth. And he said, I heard about that. I heard about that. That's what he said. <laughs> he sounded like Jacob Hayes. Yeah. Is that how Jacob, okay, that's how Jacob is now. Um. And I just, I'm worried about the bike. Like, Yamaha's a good bike, man. It really good. And he fit it well. And I'm worried about the bike a little bit. And I'm worried about the suspension services he has. Like, Look, the suspension. Maybe he, A-Ray couldn't handle the power of the Yamaha. Okay? Right, so It's right. a fast bike. Right, right. And things got wild. Things a did. A lot last year. What so, was the one with the LCQ? He's scared. Minneapolis, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, he went from. Because it, it was a triple crown. Minneapolis. And it was because it was race day live. I'm yep. pretty sure. And um, he went from like sixth to fourth on the or seventh from the last yeah, rhythm yeah, section. Yeah, yeah. He almost killed Polly. I yeah, think. Bubba Polly. Oh yeah, my yeah. god! So that was um, wild. Uh, no, I just I just the adaption of the new team, new suspension, new bike, all of that got me a little worried about A Ray because I just I'm I listen. I'm, I'm Blue Crew. I get it. They give me a bike. We're giving away a bike. I get it. They're fucking really good bikes. They've won every 250 shootout. They won four out of six 450 shootouts. The motor's phenomenal. They're good motorcycle suspension, chassis, very stable, very easy. I'm just worried about it. <laughs> Dual red plates. Right. So They're leading both championships. So I just I want anybody to win. I think we got to lock that in as the Jacob voice right there. So remember <laughs> this and uh, make sure right. you don't steer off it. Right. I can't keep up with these changes, but I think yeah. that's a good one. Okay. How are you doing, by the way? Are you doing okay, Jacob? I mean, I, you you seem a little tense today. Are I'm good. Right? I got eight. All I right. hate my gloves. I hate my gloves. Right. <laughs> no, I'm James Brown. <laughs> yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> no, I'm James Brown. Well, I get wet. Uh, well, I sweat. I took. <laughs> I hate my gloves. I should have left the camera on. Dude, seriously. And I don't know what else to tell you. We already figured out the glove thing. Like, I thought we were past that. Seriously, <laughs> grow right. up. Next question. It's like herpes. Just keeps coming back. 
This one's from Prozac330. I need to be careful because, like, Pulp Nation could go up to Hayes now. Oh, stop- God. <laughs> he, he, I talk him into coming on this stupid show. He's finally over. You're fans. And now they're going to be like, hey, Jacob. How's it going last week? How's it going? And he won't know. Right, and they'll right. be like, what the hell is wrong with the people in Arizona? They're weird people right. out here. Because I don't think there's ever been an arena cross right, in Arizona. Right, right. He's going to be like, Daniel, this is the weirdest part of the country ever. They all sound the same. It's weird. How's your gloves? Did you bang the stripper? Yeah. Oh, you right. just ruined Okay. And Don't was, do that, and everybody. Now his girlfriend, right. they're going to walk up in front of his girlfriend and be like, how's that stripper? And she's going to be like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, Don't do, do that. Don't, Don't do, do that. Because do no, no. I'll get that call quick. Right. All right. Next question. <clears throat> um, Daniel, who smells better, Ken Roxon or Will Christian? And do you think Ken was wearing some of his Clinique cologne? <laughs> I know where that's coming from. Um, so we did our Benevent Moto podcast yesterday. We do a listener question thing like this. And some guy wrote in, hey, you were really up like in Ken's grill on the podium like you were going to kiss him. And I didn't know if he could hear me. I, I'm not I'm not used yeah. to the podium thing. So Have you noticed the, the, the podium girls or women who interview the riders? They'll go like this and they'll go like this. Yeah, I did that. Oh, you did that? I did, but I started. Okay. So I didn't yeah, know yeah. if he could hear. It was loud. So I was kind of up like. I want to make sure you could hear me. I was up in his grill a little bit. You were about and to he, lay your head on his shoulder. He even, it was he, bad? It, it was <laughs> bad. a little bad. You were right there. My wife was like, get a room. <laughs> uh, it was. I was up in there, all right? And um, he smelled good. Let's just. I'll just put it out there. He smelled great. And I don't know if he had... What, isn't he sponsored by... Uh, I thought I was your only rider. <laughs> Sounds gay. Uh, what's that, what's he sponsored by? Clinique. He just said it. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um <laughs> I mean, I know that he was sponsored by something right. weird. Like, isn't it like, don't they make chicks? It's like saying, like, I don't know what Doritos are. Oh, yeah, because Clinique and Doritos are the it's same a, thing. It's a ginormous company brand, I mean. Of, like, male care product. I don't... I don't like my gloves! I use, I use access... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'll be honest. I think it's cool you got that sponsor. I don't rad. care. Yeah. But, bro, like, get Axe or something. Like, isn't Clinique, like, chick stuff? Mostly? Aren't they famous for chick stuff? It doesn't matter, bro. It's awesome that they're in the they're industry. Right. Right. He smelled great. And Will, okay. I don't know what Will smells like. Right. Uh, but I know it can. And he smelled good. 20 minutes plus one. Yeah, no problem. Solid. <laughs> from This one's from Keith Hansen. Why was Ping using the Racer, Racer X Instagram during his Whiskey Throttle live show, which oh, was boy. the same time as your live show that we said was the Racer X Pulp Show? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I didn't see it. You mad at Pink for that? Hmm. <laughs> no. Kind of. Hon- this is an honest show. I've been extremely honest with you. Hmm. Um. I, I just say the truth. Right? No, I'm not mad at Pink. I think the Racer X guy should have said, "Dude, what are you doing?" Because we had our show in the works for a long time before he announced his show. I felt like the, li- the, the live one. Yeah, okay. I felt the Racer X guy should because the Racer X pulp shows. Racer X gets money. As I do. We split it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a for profit. It's for profit, obviously. But You guys race- have a business rating. Yes. So to me, if I thought the Racer X guy should have said, you can't do your show. Because you're going to take away from our show, i.e. take away from our profits. And their own. And their own. Yeah, our profit. I'm talking as Racer X. I'm Racer X now. <sighs> Who so, is this guy? So, um, no. So I thought the Racer X guy should have said, dude, you can't do your show. Like... It's not a Racer X show. It's Pingree's own deal, but I'm like, right. ah, because for sure we had almost 200 people. I'm sure he took some of those sales, the right. people that were going to show up. So I just was like, come on, Racer X. So you're not but mad, but you're just like, like, well, it's not my on. place to tell Ping anything because he doesn't work for me or anything else. Right. But I thought Racer X guy should have been like, hey, man, kind of already have like that going on. 
He's not mad. He's disappointed. Mm, Ooh, no, I just that hurts worse. Yeah. I asked the Racer X guys. I'm like, well, just tell him he can't do it because it's hurting the brand of Racer X. Because, and they were like, eh. So, oh, that was honest. That was good. Yeah, doing. You're doing great. Thank tonight. you. Doing good. Just work on my gloves. This is from Graham Heron. I'm gonna get you some new gloves, <laughs> dude. I'm sick of the glove thing. I'm gonna, I'll get you some new ones. All right? all right. God dang. Steve, why don't you have numbers on your bike? I know. I've gotten this a lot. What number would you be? Well, I, I, like who? Like who were you as a rider? As a number? Well, I was fucking fast as fuck. First of all, <laughs> um, that's what I asked. I I don't know. Like I was I my pro number was seven sixty two. I only had a okay. Canadian national number one year. I never ran it. Um, and so I was seven sixty two when I turned pro. Let's put it on your bike because I liked it from Kudrowski. Look like a bad, don't you, you sponsored by something Roost? Yeah. Put a seven sixty two. But what about fifteen? I like fifteen. You're not 15. Tim Ferry. He was 15. You weren't 15. What about number one? Run one, then. <laughs> That's bold. All right, Kiefer. Didn't, yeah, did it say, didn't Kiefer run one for a while? Yeah, he did. What if I slap on red background number ones from Barsha's bike? You should. You should. Once you ask him for his plate. Oh, he's not a one. He's a 51. Yeah. Red 51. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ask him for his plates after this weekend. Stick him on your bike. I mean, I like you, guys that. Are, you guys are buddies now. Yeah. I, mean, I, I feel like you're really good friends. Yeah. Uh, I, okay, well, first of all, never mind what number. Do I need to put numbers on, Blair? Like, even, I'm not racing. I'm not going to race. You don't have to. I mean, honestly, that no, you don't have to. Okay. Numbers are for, tr- like, live sc- like scoring. And if you're not racing, then you're not getting scored. So the truth is, you don't. there's no rule. How do you feel about that, Marks? Uh, yeah, I don't really care. I, yeah. think, I think it looks, it's better visually. I don't care if you're racing or not. It looks better with numbers, but okay, whatever. This one's you know what would be cool? If there was numbers on PublixFantasy.com. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my. For, for the guy who likes numbers. Oh, my. That was pretty good. They have numbers on their plates. <laughs> uh, this one's from Mikhail Refsgard. What? Uh, it's like a, I don't know, it's like a Swedish name or something. So what What was actually in Davy Millsap's locker when Cowie sacked him? I've answered this a hundred times. People, I, people, some, people, what? some people don't what? know. What was in it? I don't know. I don't know. I said, I don't know for sure. I believe... CBD oil. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it was an anti-inflammatory uh, fluid or ne- that you t- would take for the syringe, anti-inflammatory of some sort, that you need a prescription for. He didn't have a prescription for it. So it's like one of those deals where you can take it if you fill out the thing. Isn't that, you, you... No, that wouldn't be a TUE or anything, but you need a prescription. It's illegal to have a drug... That you do not have a prescription for anything like okay. oxy or anything, and so he didn't produce a prescription. But I don't think Ouch. it was. I don't think it was HGH. I don't think it was any sort of steroid. I don't think it was anything illegal. It was just an anti-inflammatory. I mean, uh, this is just kind of like some common sense logic here. But if he was doing something that was like straight up illegal, he wouldn't have it in his locker of the semi. I wouldn't think so. But he's a rider. You got a point there, but still, like that seems. Ask me how I'm doing, Jacob. How you doing? What was what's in your locker? (laughs) I don't have anything in my locker, but I need some HGH, Daniel. (laughs) Daniel, I need HGH to compete with the top guys. Can you get me some HGH? I'm not gonna be able to help you with that one, buddy. Sorry, man. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sure there's someone else I could get it for you, but it won't be me. Okay. Next question. Okay, we're done. Hold on, we're not done. We're done. Are you mad now because he burnt you with that fantasy uh, he joke? Is. He's so buttered. <laughs> I'm saying, dude, I was just playing. I had a couple man. more, but I mean, there were. We kind of went over him, dude. I'm sorry. 
It's oh, really it's really okay. This yeah, one was from you. Fender Bender. Is RC stupid as a goat or is he playing dumb? <laughs> All right, we're done. Right <laughs> <laughs> to Daniel And we are done. Okay, here's one. Here's a good one. You asked. Here's a good one. <laughs> That's smart on his part. That was really slick, Touché, buddy. Touche, Yeah, you. good job. Uh, here's one. Here's one. Um, is Kiefer onto something with the home life talk? He's home not. Life. He's not. What do you mean? Kiefer doesn't understand is that in the history of the sport, Kiefer is onto this thing that if your home life, i.e. chick situation is solid, whether you're married to her, whether it's long-term, you're going to benefit from it as a racer. And he's like, look at Barsha, got married, home life. Here's the thing. Motocross has been riddled with winners that are banging (laughs) everything in sight all the time. They, have, they win races, and they go and have orgies right after the main events. So Really? Yes. You were not involved. I obviously didn't do good enough. Um, so the home life thing is so dumb to me. Like, you can have a chaotic home life and be fine. You can be winning races, or you can be married and just one chick and be fine. Like... It doesn't matter. Kiefer is just man. railing onto this home life thing all the time. Know. Like, bro. I think it's got to be the person. Like, if my home life was bad, everything is super bad. But that's you now. That's that's old ass Daniel Blair now. Think about Daniel Blair back in the day. There really wasn't a back in the day. I like, ask, me my, how I'm, ask me how I'm doing. How you doing, Jacob? How's your, how's your life? Daniel! How's, how's the stripper doing? Daniel! What? I want to go to an orgy after the race tonight. <laughs> Can we go to an orgy? Look, we are a team, but we aren't doing that, okay? <laughs> Fuck you, you're fired. Okay. Um, Talk to you tomorrow. Have I, have I, have I, Who's pl- not big on orgies? Have I played that out? Is it played out? Have I already ruined it? Probably for this episode, <laughs> I would say. Maybe revisit it another show. Okay. But I would say um, it's just going, it's it's spiraling. Okay, all down. right. It's, I'm a, done. it's a plane with no I'll, engines. I'll be done all with right. that. It's crashing. Okay. All right. Um, so anyway, so I don't really go with the home life thing. The Kiefer. Kiefer is really big on this. I'm just like, come on. Barsha says it in... Every interview. Maybe not tonight's, but he always talks about home life is good. And I'm pretty sure his wife is like a psychologist or something, right? I thought I read that somewhere. I thought she was a monster girl from England. I thought she was a psych- has a psychology major or something okay. like that, too. They can be smart, too. Um, yeah, Steve Todd. That's a... That's all that's I know rude. about her. <laughs> no, I mean, you just... Just you, the way you said it. You, you kind of... It was a little condescending. It was a little... I don't know. I heard to, she was a psychologist. Oh, I thought she was a monster girl in England. I'll, I'll talk to Brady this week okay, and let her so, know how that, how that you know conversation what? went. That was a dick move. It was. That was a dick move. I apologize. But that's all I know about her. I That's it. Um, See, if you had just said, oh, all I knew about her was that she was a monster girl in England. That's different. That sounds way different than... Can you ask the question about the jackass that says, how do I feel about getting fro fired? Like, seriously. You just asked it. I don't know who it was. I was trying to find the guy. Did you get pro-fired? No. See, some of those I just skip. It's like stuff stuff that we've hammered, stuff that, you right. know, just dumb questions. And I I pick dumb questions sometimes just for fun, just to see what you guys will say. But. Can I make a, a little statement about fro? Just want to throw something out there? Mm-hmm. Hold on. First of all, I never got fro-fired. I thought Jeff should have done a lot more work in his job. He was a great rider. I thought he should have been a little harder on those guys and not so vanilla and not so scared to piss people off. And these are things I told him directly to his face and and whatever. And if you think that anyone from the sport is actually listening to me and being like, yeah, like you're wrong. Everyone thinks I'm I'm the fucking clown idiot of the pit. <laughs> 
And you can get that job if you want. Um, yeah, this is no, like, no. This is, now. This is officially Don't the worry. most honest show like, no, that no. has ever been done. Right there, nobody in positions of power actually are listening to me. That, that's in fact, it. it's usually the exact opposite that's right. being done. Bro, <laughs> right. um, bro. So when everything kind of was coming out about the broadcast team, yep, publicly, yep, um, he called me, and I was, I'll be honest, I was a dishonest show. Honest show. I was a little nervous about how this conversation would go because obviously I had nothing to do. I yeah. wasn't the one taking his spot. And I was a little on the like, oh boy, like, oh boy. He was so professional, respectful, said, dude, I just want to let you know I loved working with you last year. Um, you got a bright future, man, and I wish you the best, and I can't wait to watch you guys all. And he was so cool about it and I don't know how he might be feeling on his own I don't, and I don't know the details of it all so I really don't know all the way uh, I, but he was extremely cool and like wished us the best of luck text us all like pump for you that dude that dude is straight class man I have to say he was really really cool about it at, at least to me about everything I, I did feel like um, it felt like Fro was mailing it in last year I really did. I felt like maybe last year was one of his worst years. Hey, done the job for a long time. Uh, a lot of traveling. Like, maybe he was over it. You know what I mean? He's a great rider. Um, I just, you know, yeah, we all get tired of. I'm tired of this show already. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm tired of Daniel Blair. He, Marsh tried to end this a while ago, and you the only one wants to keep talking to me. Man. So, I mean. <laughs> Ask me how I'm doing. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, all right, Mark, that's it. I got I got one. Oh. See the thing is, I listened to like some. I started listening to the the A one uh, uh, review review pod. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad he didn't say I start listening to main event moto. Um, he fired. So I listened to that, and I assume that everyone listens to that as well, and and f- I and think that it's already yes, been talked about. I have to balance who listens to what show because yeah, you, I don't want to know numbers. What's the percentage number wise that listen to that compared to this? Because I know this is bigger. Yeah, but what? Where would you say thirty five percent? Thirty-five percent will hit that, so that means you got sixty-five percent. Yeah, that just listened to this show. Okay, so what? What do you got, Mark? Steve, how do you feel about Mookie's crash? It seemed like he knew if he didn't push the issue, he was going to get swallowed up. Is that fair, or do you feel like he kind of threw a good race away? What do you think, Daniel? He asked you. You're the racer. I'll answer after you answer. Um, I don't know what was in Mookie's head as far as like, hey, I gotta go. Uh, I felt like he was riding in control, uh, unlike old Mookie sometimes. Um, yeah, it was an easy track to make a mistake on. So, All right. Can I have a, Can I answer that? Yes, please. Okay. Um, I think that he was riding a great race, and he was solid, and he was using energy to stay in control because he was in a great situation. And then when he got close, he went, oh, boy, I can take the lead. Oh, my God, I can take the lead at Anaheim 1. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Down. <laughs> right. That's all it was. Huh? I think he he reacted to a very opportunistic. I think that's the right word. Moment and uh, he he slid out. He he got he got excited like a little puppy dog and went oh right and fell. That, okay. was, that was it. All right. And then I think he was tired after that because once you fall in the mud, he picked it up and went. Oh boy, and it all hit. And then after yeah. that, he wasn't the same. Yeah, you know? once, I mean, you, well, you know that once you fall in one of those, and the track was yeah. getting worse. So yeah. once you go down, then the rhythm was gone, and he just survived. You know, yeah. that's that's what it was. All right, next question from Rick Mason: Were there big personnel changes at KTM and Husky? And if so, can we attribute this weekend's performance to them at all? Well, there's one big one. 
What? Rogers. Oh. More umbrella yeah. of the situation. They're two separate companies. Yeah. I don't understand that. They're two separate companies. Right. Um. um yeah, I don't know. Um. I don't think so. How about no Alden Baker riders on the podium? Yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. Barsha, Roxon, Tomac. Yeah. Once Sacco comes back, it's on. Might be a lot of that this year. Maybe. I'd love it if there is. It'd be fantastic. Why? Just the par parody. Is that, oh, is I, that what you meant? What did you mean? I'm just saying Alden didn't. I mean, normally... Oh, it, I thought you meant parody, when, like when, lots of different riders. When was the last... I just want to know. I'd like to know statistically, and I'm sure it happened last year at some point, but when was the last time... There was not an Alden Baker rider on the podium in the 450 class. When was the last time? Well, that's someone can look that up. Yeah, one, look of, it your, up. one of your guys, one of your what? listeners, Why look that up. Marks can scrape it. Don't look at me. Nope. I'm uh, busy. Next question. I'm busy. Um, from Stilly OG, do we all need to change our handles to Snaggle McDickTooth or something outrageous to have Mark's dog to notice a decent tweet? Asking <laughs> yes. for a friend. Snaggle. And, and what's that guy's name? Stilly OG. Snaggle McDicktooth is pretty good. Yeah, I would definitely read that question for sure. Right. So, I mean. There you go. <clears throat> wait wait right. till you see all, all right, the handles. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis segment. There it is, folks. Uh, appreciate the folks at BTOsports.com for making everything happen. Um, thanks to the Rihanna people. Yamaha Raffle. Pulp MX Fantasy people. Marks will be up and running. Are we going to have live scoring this week, do you think? Or are we still working through that? Uh, yeah, we should be all right. All right, so uh, look for your scores, individual scores up tonight, tomorrow. Handicaps Wednesday, podcast Wednesday, we hope. Uh, thanks for playing, everybody. Really appreciate it. Uh, that's a lot of fun uh, each and every week. And uh, Daniel Blair got 260, everybody, so just try to beat his score. 268. I, I, I was wrong. Let's got 260, 262. How'd you do, Danny Stu? 210. 210. Hey, Mark's got 196. Yeah, he no, told I, me. I got 164. Yeah, 164. So you're going to say he, I did bad. At least get it right, please. 164. All that's, right. That's why the results are not. <laughs> <laughs> He's breaking it. He's so sad. Can't even he, bear to look at him anymore. He's trying to figure out how to decode and like, get his name out of there. Yeah. I'm calculating everyone else's, and they're so good, and I have to go back and look at mine. What was the top score? Sucks. What was the top score? 322. Yeah, that's not that high, is it? Uh, I mean, theoretical best is three eighty four or three ninety four for a Supercross race. So I mean, it's oh, okay. Well, I guess we're just we're, we're just used to outdoors outdoors from last scores. Year, yeah, yeah, when yeah. they were high, yeah, but probably. yeah, that's that's pretty good for Supercross. Um, all right. Uh, how's main event moto coming? Good every oh, week. Good. Be there. Uh, off yep. season, you know, we're a little like yeah. Yep. Uh, but we, we fired up yesterday, and we'll go all the way through the last outdoor this year. We're kind of committed with some sponsors. We're going all the way to the last outdoor, no breaks. Wow. Check you out. Yeah, I have to care. Now you got to actually pay attention to the outdoors. <laughs> yeah, I have to care. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Danny Stu, thanks for coming up. Red Bull TV, Spy Moto. Moto Spy. Moto Spy? God. I don't fuck uh, Yeah, Moto Jeez. Spy coming up. Uh, seven episodes. Uh, we'll be, Daniel Blair will be on it, screaming I, some hot takes. I guess, yeah. Yep. And I have to go back and remember what I said. <laughs> Just deny it all, but we'll be waited it's on camera. Yeah, I'll be like, no, that was uh, like, like Photoshop, but like audio shop yeah thanks to uh justin barsha dean wilson jacob hayes thanks jake hayes coming on uh listen more thank you for stepping up early in the show when there was no when there was no daniel blair here uh jt as well uh swiss core moser thank you pookie thank you very much uh chris Kiefer also thanks for coming on marks thank you buddy appreciate it you're welcome so, sorry marks you're earlier. four you're four we're back huh 
Year four. Oh yeah, year four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with him. Yeah, just, he, just he 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 just he just beat Tits's record for three years of producing, and I haven't even paid him for this year. Yeah, I mean you're like seven days. Money in, so. on the desk. Yeah, he's he's very adamant on the money on the desk thing. So, uh, all right, everybody. Next week, Randy Richardson will be in this chair that uh, Daniel Blair is in right now. We really appreciate you, everybody. Li- we really appreciate everybody listening. See you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Oh